Oh, here we are. Pain kill already. Episode and with our guests, Harley and Dick. What's up? And real quick, sponsoring <laughs> PKA tonight is Nature Box, MeUndies, and Audible, and The Elder Scrolls. Introducing The Elder Scrolls Legends, Heroes of Skyrim, the latest game from Bethesda. The Elder Scrolls Legends is a new mobile strategy card game that immerses gamers in the dragons, the world, and the lore of award-winning Elder Scrolls universe. From building your deck to taking on foes in one of the game's three exciting modes, every decision you make will require strategy and careful planning. The Elder Scrolls Legends is available for download globally on both Android and iOS devices today. Welcome, travelers, to the throat of the world. And welcome, Dick and Harley. Thanks for coming on. You guys may have noticed we don't have Kyle, who Dick uh, still doesn't know. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on! Right, <laughs> right off the right bat? I don't even get a hello out for... <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll make fun of you later for that. So thank you so much for coming on, Dick. Everybody loved you last time. And Harley, you already know, you know the perennial favorite with some something coming out from the back of your hat. But thanks for coming on, guys. You're not a fan. You're not a fan of the blue hair. You don't I, like it? I haven't. Oh, I, oh my God! He's it's like, really, it's really popping on camera right now. Yeah. Did you make this decision? Yeah, it was just a choice, as we call in the industry, uh, a choice. Harley made a choice. I actually also had a a much longer beard. Uh, this is the first time I'm on PK that anyone has a longer beard than me. So congratulations to that. Thank did you. you. I did appreciate you pick it. up that dye at Hot Topic yourself? Did they let you go in, or did you get an <laughs> underage girl to do it for you, or what? <laughs> There's actually an app you can get someone to come to your house. A stranger will come do it for you. To come dye your hair for you? Yeah, so I just they had a stranger come by. outside ever again if you're going to do yeah. that, right? And and they were definitely a Hot Topic employee. Is there really an app for that? No. no, there isn't. I was just I was just <laughs> I was just really sensitive to the Hot Topic dig. <laughs> I was like, "No, not me. There's this app. Let's focus on that. This yeah. app doesn't exist." <laughs> So, so was this like uh, one day you were looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I'm in good shape. I look good, thin with my beard cut. I need something to hinder me or I'm just going to be getting too much gash. Well, I actually, uh, I have a girlfriend and it was her plan. So maybe, maybe you discovered something that I wasn't really looking at. You know, maybe you noticed some details that I didn't. Maybe this is her plan to make me uh, unfuckable. Can I say that? Uh, we prefer you don't. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. So this was no, no, no. We're we're fucking around. Of course, oh, you can say whatever okay. you want. Yeah. No. Does she have colored hair too? It's her her master plan to make me unfuckable. But I'm cool with it. I feel like I'm playing like a creative character with my life. You know. So it's like you guys are a couple's Halloween costume every day now. <laughs> I've gone through. I, I went through like a, a Hollywood Hogan phase. Um, in June, I had like this blonde and black thing going. It was very Hollywood Hogan. Uh, <laughs> then I went gray. It was kind of like a Witcher vibe. Now I'm a, I'm a troll. Those little, not a cool, like under the bridge, like murder you troll, like those little naked ones with the blue hair. Yeah. Those ones yeah. that like, even as a kid, I remember this old guy that worked at the company my grandpa worked at. And I, and I remember walking into their office at like, as like a five, six year old. And you know, how the, like all the little stupid shit that adults keep on their desk, you know, you're down, you don't know the little thing that you squeeze and the eyes pop out. This old fucking man had the entire rainbow of these little trolls on his desk. And as a five year old, I was able, I, I couldn't conceive of pedophilia yet, but I had, <laughs> I had the, uh, 
I had the gut like, oh, oh, be wary. Be wary of this guy. You're like, this he, guy's the stranger. When they say don't talk to strangers, it's this guy. It, it wouldn't have been that weird, but he had them all uh, ass facing him, you know? Oh, that's like, extra I, fucked up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, long yeah, story short is once you want. color your hair, you go down a, 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 a hole and you just keep fucking it up more and more. That's where I'm at now. Where are you going from here? Like, what, how are you going to fuck it up worse? Or just shave your head? I, I'm chilling, man. <laughs> actually, I'm chilling. I enjoy it. Just, you know living life i did walk out after having breakfast and there was this like this kid there and i walked out and he went he actually said this he said laughing my ass off sick wig fam he, he said, said that, that or he texted I, yeah he actually said that like he literally <laughs> he, spoke sure he in, didn't tweet that <laughs> he spoke in tweet he literally did he spoke twitter as a language and uh i looked and i was like oh yeah he's right though he's right it looks like <laughs> Harley, i have a wig just, on. just promise that you're not gonna get an eyebrow stud I promise nothing. <laughs> I promise nothing. Like I, I purposefully bought and started playing with fidget spinners this week. Like now that everyone's tired and it's probably the most obnoxious time to get into something like that, yeah. let alone that there's probably never a good time. Like now I like it. Like, like you didn't like it when it was like, popular. You were 30 something not long ago, right? The hair hit, bam, you're 20 tops. The fidget spinner rolls in. Now you're 12. I'm not sure how long before you are just a. Uh, uh, I'm a special fifteen-year-old. I, I picked up a fidget spinner at a gas station, and I was so ashamed of myself that I had to do that thing where you're like, "No, no, what newfangled contraption might this be?" You know, as you're, you know, obviously <laughs> knowing how to use it, and and I, I gotta say, when you like, they, there's something a little satisfying about it as you wiggle it back and forth, but then you notice the stares of people around you, and that's quickly, quickly diminished. Yeah, I just have these moments where I like I have a fidget spinner and I'm I'm like I, I literally have it. I'm just like all that, eh? For this, all that, for this thing, and then you give it a spin and you're like, I almost understand. Yeah. <laughs> I almost get it. What was it made for? It's made like, for it's a safety device because I can like count the number of scuffs and dings and things I've broken just compulsively spinning them or trying to balance them like a laptop where I'm just like, ah, I think I could just hold this laptop like normal or I could try to spin it on the ends for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and I'll like I'll I'll be in an elevator throwing my keys up in the air for no reason, knowing that at any moment I'm going to blow it and drop them into that little crevice and, and spend like three days trying to put my life back together. That's what it's for. It's like satisfying that compulsion in your mind that just destroys things in your life. So basically well, a way to like make it so you don't bite your nails or yeah. break pencils or whatever. Well, I actually you know, bite my nails and fidget spin. I actually dabble in both simultaneously. Do, I, do you do I, any other, like, uh, pulling your hair out or anything? Like, no, I don't other? do that. These, no? these are precious. I need these. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like now, like, growing my hair long because I'm, like, why didn't I do this when I had thicker hair? Now I'm, like, coloring it and stuff. I'm, like, all these, all these things I never did when I had hair. I might never have it again. I should have pictures of me with crazy hair because, like, I didn't, like, you know, I always had my hair short, and then I just felt like it was disappearing. I'm, like, now I'm going to go all in on hair. I'm all about hair now. Are you trying to do any like revisionist history stuff, like taking pictures of yourself with like an 07 spring break tank on <laughs> so you can pretend like, no, that, that was me 10 years ago? No, I'm not going to do that. That's like a lot of effort for me. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not much more effort than, than having your girlfriend dye your hair. But That's it's, easy. I could, do, I could do other things like when she does that, like play Xbox or turn it into a vlog. That's fair. Yeah, turn it into some money. Is it 
How's are are you feeling going? any? Oh, go ahead. How's the vlogging going? Is that still rolling? Is that cool? Yeah, no one really watches it. <laughs> <laughs> but other That's than that, it's going pretty well. Yeah, I like Is this it, the right it's, mic? It's yeah. actually what's yeah, that? I think so. I asked if I was in the right mic. I'm going. Oh yeah, no, it's I love it. Responsibility. Thing. Yeah. I actually, I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy it as a a thing. And the fans that do watch it are like the core, you know. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah. I uh, I tried to make a vlog video, I, I guess when I had my YouTube like I did my YouTube channel like seven years ago, like off the start when I saw other people doing vlogs and revealing their face on their game channels and whatnot and getting a bunch of views and I did a few of them and like on the fourth take of one, like it was just like a realization of like man, like I look bad. Like, my hand isn't going far out and out from my face. Like, it's just whatever. Uh, have you ever seen those things where they do the different angles on the face where you're like, oh, if you look at it in 70 millimeter, you look like a superstar. Mine must have been in six millimeter because I just had a billboard of a face across the entire thing. And I just looked like a fat head. And, and I didn't realize because I was only 20 at the time that just shaving your head to save money and save time at haircuts was not a good look. I look way more <laughs> looking at old pictures of myself. I'm like, oh, man, thank God fucking Trump wasn't president back then. Or I would have had some bad vibes at Mizzou. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, vlogging, vlogging is like a primary thing is always interesting to me. Like, like I said, like, you know, vlogging is not my thing. And I I kind of like to an extent. Like I can I can be a little envious of some channels where someone can just be like, yo, this is my day and here's my camera. I'm eating cereal. What? Two million views. Oh, my God. So crazy. Like that is something that I can to an extent be envious. But then you never get the day off from yourself. And when yourself becomes everything that your channel is, it's like when do you draw the line? You know what I mean? It's There's really a, a problem when you hate yourself as well, and you use liquor to constantly escape from yourself. <laughs> well, a delicate balance between needing to expose yourself. Con- no, I remember. Uh, I remember the concept of self-esteem before I started doing a uh, video show. Before you know the Dick Show became about, and I started broadcasting all the time, and people started like really figuring out scientifically how ugly I am. I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> Woody, Harley, you guys got a you guys got like a great vlog face. Me, I always look like a sweat-soaked potato with <laughs> stringy hair. And like I don't even look at myself in the mirror anymore if I'm passing one. So I'm like, I I know it's hideous. I don't need to Dude, I don't I, you, last year I vlog I made like 120, 130 vlogs or something like that. They were five days a week. And while I'm vlogging, I'm gaining weight, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're under the impression that the YouTube comments were kind enough not to mention it, you're very wrong. <laughs> you know, and they're like, Woody's got Ted Cruz double chin. You know, how oh. can we make Woody great again? Right? Because it's yep. like political season. This is the shit they're saying. And it hurt like, you look like so Ted bad. Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you Troy were... Aikman and Ted Cruz had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best description of Woody of all time. <laughs> Oh man, so brutal! And I'm like, I'm gonna make chin, fat, and obesity banned words on my channel because I can't see it anymore. I remember they would always post. Oh, go ahead, Arlie. Did you do that? Yeah, they're oh my banned words list is like 
I don't know. It might be 200 words long. Because people used to, like, have a couple... Like, you can't say whore, because I was all kinds of whore. I was like, money whore, like, whore, <laughs> slick whore, life whore. Oh, you, so you, you, you beeped out whore? I did, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I beeped out I, kike that is used in the same way that whore was used on your channel. Okay. <laughs> money kike. Stuff like uh, that. I had a big you greedy go to, kike. Go to my channel, you can comment whatever you want. No blocked words, 100% free. Yeah, nobody's watching either. shit. Nobody's no watching shit. But yeah, no, no videos. <laughs> you can comment whatever you want. Yeah, if you use the K word, my mom wants to write a response back. So I did it for her sake. Oh, oh that's mine. Not because the bad words offended me, but because like people rarely wrote asshole in the midst of a compliment, right? Like, like if that word's in there, it's probably a really negative comment. So that oh. you know, stuff like that would get yanked. So you're saying people have to comment hate in a way that circumnavigates this minefield of of censorship that you've laid out before them, where they have to be like, they, my they word, no sir, I disagree <laughs> wholeheartedly with your contention that, that Donald Trump is not doing a good job as president, and I'll explain it and elucidate in the following ways. Like, no. That, <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. They're going to call you a whore and then not come back. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. There's going to be all kinds of like censored comments on this video now. But yeah, that that's what I did as a way to like protect myself from the mental harm they were dishing out. But now, shockingly, like I guess I didn't show myself like in my paramotor vlogs for a while, and they're complimenting my weight loss. You guys probably don't know I'm down uh, 23 pounds last I checked. And, uh, right. and they're just, yeah, I, 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 what I did is I lowered the bar. I lowered expectations. And now that I've gone from like fat guy to dad bod, I'm fucking smoking by comparison. <laughs> so here I am. So you intentionally set the bar low, but you were playing the long con gaining weight and then, <laughs> and then coming back. Let's I, back. Yeah, I, I remember like to, to Dick's point about like when people submit art or whatever and sometimes it's not flattering or you like pass yourself in the in, yeah. in the mirror and you're just like, oh, who's that? Oh, oh, no, man, that's me. Fuck. I am a person. Again. Yeah, like, I, I did want to say, by the way, like we me, got me stuff Woody, like, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say me and, me and Woody have terrible vlog faces too, by the way. I wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, continue. I don't have a good vlog face <laughs> either. No, my, but mine's what I do also. know is our, because we, we talk about Game of Thrones a lot. Last time Harley was on, we talked about it a lot because we all watch it. And so that we often get Game of Thrones photoshops and such of us into characters like kind of lightheartedly and sometimes not lightheartedly you know because that's the kind of group of people we've cultivated here <laughs> over the years but like i remember looking at one and going through and like haha yeah woody's fucking cersei or oh there's there's kyle as as the midget and then i saw me on samuel tarley that fat <laughs> giant globe of a person and i'm like this isn't funny this is not funny anymore i don't approve of this you know yeah. I, <laughs> that's my only band thing is or in all the owl comments i don't mind that because it is really accurate when people kept telling me when i don't have a beard i have i'm oh, very like an owl i'm very owl like in my oh, quality and so a lot of eyebrows owls, oh yeah, yeah yeah very big eyebrows um the owl thing just embrace it because for when they first started saying it what seven years ago the first time i showed my face and the first comment was owl like I like <laughs> ever since then I've like looked and been like, no, no. And then maybe a week after I'm like, God damn it. Like they got me good. Like I look as much like an owl as fucking Mitch McConnell looks like a turtle. Like very, very good quality stuff. But yeah, it is it is disheartening to to be photoshopped fat, which I should not have said. 
because now that's all. <laughs> I, I see where this is going. Harley, you've lost a bunch of weight. Are you still losing weight? No, now now I'm maintaining. I was probably, uh, I guess I was in better shape the last time I was on the show, but I never put weight back on. I'm probably just softer now. Are you still I, uh, lifting a good bit? What's that? Are you still lifting a good bit? Yeah, yeah. I just, I guess I changed my diet up and my, my regimen a bit. And now I went, I'm, I'm like a dad bod, but I could like build the deck in the back. Like okay, that. That's what okay. you need a dad bod for. So you're yeah. like a caterpillar that you would rent from Home Depot. Not like, not like a big one anymore. Cause you were pretty, I remember on the last episode, you're wearing a tank top and you looked like you'd really been hitting the iron. Oh yeah. I was very, I was very serious at that point in time. What's it like to fall it. off that? Because I know we've been. Me, Kyle, and Woody <laughs> for the past few months have been holding each other accountable and trying to not be, you know, fat fucks and working out and shit. Like, we're all still into it now. What was the first sign you noticed of like, you know what? Fuck it today. Or was it so gradual you don't even know? There was a, uh, there's cause like at that time I was uh, waking up at 6 a.m. to work out. And I, uh, I also even like, I had gone a couple weeks not eating any meat even. So I was like in a place. And, uh, I, I got to this, this moment where, and I, I remember the two days where I had abs and I oh. remember being there and being like, okay, I don't, I don't need this. And then <laughs> I don't need this. Going I back two to days like, with abs? yeah, there was yeah. two days. I have it up on my Instagram. If you go pull back to like last summer, of course. I, I, I did <laughs> 360 I, I'm degrees. Off, I'm checking off every <laughs> terrible, every terrible YouTube quality right now. Shirtless selfie. <laughs> Like colored hair, <laughs> vlog channel, um, but I I uh, I got to that place and I was like I don't need this. Let's uh, let's do this and 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 eat pizza and eat burgers. But I just won't get to two hundred and ninety pounds again. I'll stay at you know two thirty five. I just don't need to push it to that two twenty. You know I don't. And you need have a feeling of like I I fucking did this. Like the deed is done. Now I'm, I maintain it. Or was it like all right? You know, like you're doing ladders in the gym where you touch your goal and then you're sprinting back in the other direction. I it's I have a weird frame of mind with it, actually. I'm kind of like I, I know where I can go. And unless I have a reason to be there, like like it's a weird thing to think of. But like uh, um, if I had a reason to be like that dedicated to being muscular, then I would do so. Uh, like a, a role, for example, you know what I mean? If, or if there was something like that, that I, I wanted, that I needed that to, to have when that guardians body. of the galaxy comes along. <laughs> yeah. You'll, there's, you'll do there's, that. there's, I, I gotta, I hear that there's auditions for a Lobo movie or something like, you know, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, be go, Lobo. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go fucking try and get jacked. But other than that, I, I just maintain like, there's so much, so much work involved, like every day and just like life to enjoy. And I like fucking playing with toys and shit. So you know, it's, it's, it's a time consuming thing. And, you know, I respect people that de are dedicated to it. I love, like, I love those, uh, those men and women like flex down competitions, like Mr. Universe. Really? Yeah. I love that. I love that stuff. You know, as you like gay as it might be, huh. I, I, I watch, um, Nick strength and power, his YouTube channel, and he covers those guys. And he also covers the physique guys. And I feel like the physique should be the bigger competition. I don't know why. It, well, you it, know why it's not? No. Because it's literally not the bigger competition. 
Like, what do you mean? What do you you're mean? talking about like, like literally, they are literally bigger guys. It's like why you like, and, I, and I'm saying you like, you know, it's very American, like heavyweight. The heavyweight is what matters. And like, truth yeah. be told, like aesthetic is amazing. And I'm like way more impressed by it in many respects. But at the end of the day, you're taking like a guy who's like 6'5 and 280 pounds. And he just looks like he's like, it's like on a different level. It's not even about you know, how perfect it is. It's just how big humans can be if humans dedicate themselves to being big. And so it's like, literally, it's the bigger competition, at least in my eyes. I want to see a God up there. I want to see somebody that I have no chance of being like, because if he looks like me, I'm like, "Ah, that makes me feel bad. I want to see a guy just like, no, his genes are all this and that. And his dad's been a bodybuilder for generations. No (laughs) chance I could do that. It's, I don't look like any of them, but the the physique guys chisel it right. They, like they're both of them have no body fat, but the physique guys will be like, I need my lats to do this, or I don't, I don't know. I'm not that well, into it. Well, if you look, have you do you know do you know any of these people? Do you know like do you know who Phil Heath is? The he's Phil the Mister Universe guy, right? Phil, he's, yeah, he's like, exactly. Like that. He's the that one they're guy, trying to unseat. Yeah, that guy is like that guy's body is like he's literally like if you took a muscular person and photoshopped them huge. Like that's who he really is. He is that. Like that. Yeah, that to this me guy is looks like, like you take a picture of yourself in the mirror and then get an app called like Jackify. Actually, that's yes, not a good. That's exactly. not a good name for it. But whatever. Like, <laughs> but that's that what it does already. look like. It's this guy. Totally he looks like you. You blew him up with a pump. That's insane. Yeah, it, it really is an insane, uh, insane thing. And like that's just like you know, it's just the pinnacle of something. You know what I mean? When you look at like you know uh, athletes or. Or whatever. I mean, I, I I was just thinking about it before when we were talking about fidget spinners. I never went down the fidget spinner rabbit hole. I never went and Googled like fidget spinner competition. I'm sure there's people out there like that are probably doing the craziest shit with fidget spinners. You know what I mean? I, I doing the lamest shit. Be bothered like, to search <laughs> I can't be bothered to search fidget spinner, but I'm sure there's probably like the best fidget spinner in the world. That person must exist and he must have a channel. Have you ever been to a rave? And oh, you come across one of those people who's wearing gloves that have yeah, lights on the They're end so of each awesome. finger, and they come <laughs> up to you. And okay, I'm talking about when you arrive at the rave and you're still sober and oh. you're, you're you're getting around, and, and somebody comes up to you and does the they do like a trail of things. And like, I'm sure they go up to all their friends who are on Molly and they're like, oh, that's fucking awesome, Ted. You, you got the, you got fingers of the gods, but you go, <laughs> go up to somebody else. And it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Get out of here. Yeah, like, I, I never. I don't know. Oh, those guys are like, the heroes, man. Like, no, I feel like I always feel like they're trying to distract me while a, another deviant pickpockets me or something. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm imposing my what I would do if I were a fingerman. But who knows? A fingerman. Finger. I like the title you've assigned them. Yeah. Like, uh, I was a burning man last year, wandering oh, yeah. out through the middle of the desert. I don't know. I have no idea what time it was. But probably, it, it, it felt like three or four in the morning, but it was probably, you know, 9 30. Uh, and this, all of a sudden, this ball of fire springs to life and starts twirling around in the darkness and goes, it just like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm figuring it out in my, uh, in my inebriated state. Like it's a guy twirling a, a stick around, a ball of fire around. Okay. And then it starts shooting off like 10 feet, 15 feet and, and reeling back in like, uh, like something at a soul caliber. I'm, I wants to watch that guy for like 10 minutes, putting on this little performance for me. And I walked up after, I was like, dude, that's amazing. Like, 
And then I had this feeling of like, do I gotta, do I have to blow this guy or what? <laughs> like, what was, what was the? Can I just walk away now? Two dollars. Two dollars no, no, would be no. fine. That's I'm sure. That's the protocol. Yeah. You're supposed to blow him after that. That's my thought. So I ran away. Two bucks. <laughs> I said, close your eyes, and then I socked him so I could get out of there. What is Burning Man like? I've never gone to a music festival like that's basically what it is, like a like a Roman debauchery festival with music and and big statues and I, I really don't know. Uh, it's it's cool for for as far as festivals go. It's um takes a lot of work to get there. So I think the I think that matters. I think people appreciate it a little bit more. Um and there is a ton a ton of beautiful women, beautiful young women there who want to find themselves. And it just so happens that themselves is usually in your tent. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, the music is great. You that know. sounds like a, a great. So it's really just a place where girls with Harley colored hair hang out and <laughs> they're like in the middle of their like lesbian until graduation, but they still want dick. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And then they, Dude, okay, it's, it's I see bur- you're It's Burning from. Man. You can get straight up just a Harley. Like not even a girl lookalike. Like you get me. <laughs> You can just be in your tent. <laughs> so is it? It's That'd easy to get laid at Burning Man. That's true. I mean, it's hard not to get laid. I heard there's I a like a it. cougar tent. Well, the thing is, like every it's so it's so detached from the regular world. Like there's no cell phones. There's no TVs. Like the I think the constant stimulation that everybody has in the regular world is gone. So like the the dumbest things are entertaining. Like a conversation that would be shit on at a bar, like a pickup line that would never work in a zillion years. Just, Hello works at Burning Man. You just walk up, there's a, oh, hi, how are you doing? And it's like, oh, we're we're both humans again. Without, without um, you know. Because don't they know. don't have the choice to like this... betray you and look down in their phone and like pretend yeah. like you, you're forced into conversation. It's like being in the 50s. Where I assume you just went to the soda fountain and played jacks and did. It is. Uh, you you want to? I feel like I this you? only works if you follow the first two rules of dating. Everyone knows the first two rules of dating: be attractive, oh, don't be unattractive. Right? Those are the rules. It, I, if you're unattractive, you, you just go for an unattractive girl. No, I think I, I I've never been, but I can only imagine that you don't need to be attractive. I think you can uh, <clears throat> in this scenario that he's describing, you can actually be ugly tie a shirt on your head and maybe just be erect and you're good. <laughs> yeah, everybody's they, got they so much bullshit on their face like Bane that you can't, they can't tell if you're hot or not. Yeah, you, you put on a gas <laughs> mask and be erect. Like, <laughs> Have that's, you heard that's about what the I understand of Burning Man. Spray? What I understand of Burning Man is, is is you can put on a gas mask, be erect, and have and anyone will have sex with you. But on a bicycle. Teenage, I saw people on I bicycles. Heard about these rainbow parties, right? Where girls wore different colored lipsticks, they all gave blowjobs to guys, and your dick would have a rainbow on it by the end of it. And yeah. teenage me didn't recognize that that's not even what would happen. He just thought, oh my God, how do I get into a rainbow party? Right? Like, yeah. how does this happen? They're not real. Are you telling me Burning Man's real? That this is a thing? People can get laid uh, at Burning first Man? First of all, rainbow parties, rainbow parties are 100% real. Really? really? <laughs> It wouldn't even work. No, they, I, I hosted one. It's not, it's not about actually making a rainbow of the penis. Oh. Well, then who, who, what's it about then? It's about a blowjob <laughs> party with different colored lipstick. You got I mean, you to tell us how you know they're real. Please tell me you've been to one. Harley? Yeah? 
Have you been to a, <laughs> a lipstick party? No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, they, I, oh, like, I think that, uh, like, Woody, you're I'm imagining it. You, I'm telling like, you. All the, I'm telling you. Why would you think that they don't exist? Because it's really, like, it's hard enough to get a blowjob. Right? Like, for, no, like it's hard enough. Food, it was hard enough for you to get a blowjob in your day. And it was harder. It was also hard for me in my day. But, like, it's not our day anymore. Like, there might be a Rainbow Party app. My like, day. Like, day. that could happen. <laughs> like, there was, like, think about it. You, you, you never, did you ever make a Tinder profile? Yes. No. Too old for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was asking Woody. Like, yeah. So, like, no. it, it, I, I understand that a Rainbow Party didn't exist then, but now, like, that's nothing. It's not even the girl thing that makes it troubling. Then. It's it's the fact that, like, I, I have a hard time imagining, like, having a group text with nine guys and then another one with nine girls and being like, all right, all, all our buddies are coming over to sit in a room and get blown together. It's yeah, like, you yeah, can't even on. decide where to go to dinner. You're going to decide where to get nine guys sucked off? That's never happening. <laughs> that is so fucking true. Yeah, you're going to... You, you ever try and organize I'm, a dinner party with five people that guy. you like? I'm under the impression oh. you only need one guy. I thought no, this no, Harley no. brings up a strong point. It seems like one guy would get it done. You could have a rainbow party. It takes at least half a dozen mouse. Uh, no, day. no, no. It, it doesn't. Technically, a rainbow party can occur, I would say, even with one man and, and, and two. Two women. No. Hmm. I wouldn't even say women. I would just say two more. <laughs> just, 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 just two more pa pairs of lips. You've ruined this party, Harley. And, and, and as long as they just take turns and rotate colors and change the colors up and make sure you hit, you know, blue, indigo, violet, uh, whatever, that's, Harley, that's it. you're going to let them change colors. Like we could do it with one girl. Like my wife and I could have a rainbow <laughs> party. Yes, I did. Just I, 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 I would debate that. I would debate that. I would debate that. And you're gonna get yeah. the reservoir dogs problem too. No girl wants to be Miss Brown. They all want to be pink. Oh yeah. Nobody wants to be a uh, mauve. They want bright red. They want bright pink or bright green or something. And then you'll have two girls who have uh, like dark color eyes or green eyes, like bitching at each other because they have the same complementary color. You know how women are with that kind of shit. Where are you, are you serious? Like you've never been with a couple girls I've out and they do their whole. Oh. Well, to your thing about Burning Man, like Woody, I don't, like I, I don't understand why you're having so much trouble accepting that lots of ugly people fuck there too. Oh, yeah, it doesn't mean that the ugly person's gonna get a hot chick, but there is a tent there. I'm sure you, you remember uh, when Ethieltes in uh, 300 goes into that crazy tent with all those ladies with like one arm and like burned off tits, and he's asking for the outfit and everything, and and uh, Xerxes is like, I am a generous god, or whatever he does, and he lets him <laughs> do it. Like that is what I'm imagining with the ugly tent: some amputees, maybe war veterans, nothing but respect, you know. And they're they're getting blown in these tents, and like I, it wouldn't be hard to get laid there. The way Dick is describing just know it. your weight class, right? You know, don't yeah. don't try to don't try to punch above your own weight class. Go in there and uh, you get some action. I, no, I can see I that. Think you, I think that's something you can bring with you going into a nightclub. But I, I think from what I understand of Burning Man, never having been there, you you can punch above your weight class. People are there like I want to suck off an ugly guy. <laughs> I want to suck <laughs> off an ugly guy. On drugs, and that's what I'm gonna do. The first ugly guy that comes up to me and says hello, I'm gonna do that because it's Burning Man. That's what because it'll I piss my dad off. Yeah, 
if I blow this I have, guy in the I, desert. I, I purposefully Cisco and uh, he told me like you he told me because he kind of worked for me and and he needed time off. I was like, all right, cool. And then like later on, I brought up like, oh, right, right. Burning Man is that week. You know, we need to work around it. And he was. It was a problem for him. He's like, I can't believe you told people I'm going to Burning Man. And I'm like, I had no idea. You know, I treated it as if it was like sandals, yeah. Burning yeah. Man, camping, skiing. I don't know. People and are like, oh, you're going to go do acid and fuck. Yeah. He's like, you're basically <laughs> telling him I do all the drugs that I'm going to do. And say, all like, the people. He didn't say that. And I don't, you know what? He might defy you're able to get laid, this guy. Um, you know, this is a IT guy at Cisco. Was this uh, that Indian fella? He was not Indian, no. Oh, so he was the other white guy in your department. Yeah. He was, yeah, he didn't, wasn't really <laughs> in my department, but yeah. Uh, but he, we worked together on a project. Anyway, um, he didn't have too many women hitting on him. Dick, your hair yeah, is getting out of control. Is there gonna be is there gonna be some some trimming of that anytime soon? Because no, man, more and more like a Roman. I was I was thinking about it, but I got a compliment from a really beautiful girl on it, so I was like, "Oh, sweetheart, you just added three years onto this hair. Thank you very much." I'm gonna text my mom a picture of you so she knows who to hate for the next three years. <laughs> oh, it's good. I, I like it. It's got a good shine to it. Thank oh, you. good. Take it care, healthy. Harley. It looks yeah. healthy. <laughs> Don't make it blue. Your hair shines. No, too. I don't went do, through that phase. Don't do that. Uh, you did? What color were you in your face? Oh, dude, all of them. When I started doing the show, somebody found my old MySpace profile. And, like, they got, they need a new word for the emotion of the internet has found an old social media profile of mine. Because it's, like, <laughs> a mix of, of self-loathing and, like, terror that, that I don't have any other time. So, like, this idiot got real excited and posted a picture of me with red hair on. I logged into MySpace. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> like, please don't have. He didn't. Thank God he didn't download anything else before he found it. But um, there was green, blue, purple. I ruined a lot of sheets. When you go back to, like, those old social media. You're right. There does need to be a word for it. But it's just blind panic. And then when you do go through, like, I'm sure you were looking through the MySpace pictures. It's like you're looking at a version of you from an alternate reality where you're like, this isn't even me. Who is this yeah. guy? Like, yeah. who made these decisions? Like, I would ne th that's not my brain. My brain would never do that. But, I, noticed, yeah. I, I noticed that, like, almost no matter what, and I almost realize this, like, every day when I make choices with some of the clothes I put on or how I look, I'm like, no matter what, I'm going to look back in, from 10 years now and be like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> And I know that because I do it like five years ago, 10 years ago. I look back, I'm like, this fucking loser. Now I do it with videos. Now I see him, I'm like, oh my God, shut up. You're so ugly. And like, it's me. I know no matter what, I'm not going to be happy with this guy. Do you ever go back or in your head, think about old shit and then like you get so uncomfortable by it that you have to be like, like clap your hands or something or be like, oh, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're literally... You're literally like by yourself doing anything, whatever. And you'll just be like, fuck, that was really terrible. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> I had one I of those embarrassed the other myself. day. I can't believe I did. And it's like something from 1995. Like you I actually had one farted, my, farted in my, front of your crush in elementary school. Harley, do you grade. get people playing you your videos a lot? I would imagine that happens to you. 
once once upon a time, I think in the earlier days, it would like I would go places and people would put it on and be like, right, you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But nah. I Whenever actually, we meet. Because I edited the first like 150, no matter what, when I hear me or if something's being edited or someone puts it on, I'm like, turn that fucking guy off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know, there's nothing worse than when <laughs> someone I know finds out about PKA. And then we'll just like pull it up in public, and I have to be like, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 this is you're not like saying, we're at the fucking bank, stuff. asshole. Like, you're saying some crazy shit, and you're like, oh, you, you had to watch like literally the 100 hours of broadcasting before that to get what I'm saying. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I'm doing well, a character. The character is being a bad person. Don't believe what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like if it comes up that I have a YouTube channel or something, or that you know, once upon a time is popular and my wife is always like show him the dog collar video show him the dog collar video get out your phone and it's like no no not that one no it's, it's kind of funny I mean, the, that is the one that i would show if it was your channel it's basically woody putting a great dane dog collar on and then barking loudly to see when it kicks in <laughs> and it, 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 it like your foot was tapping it was so powerful oh, by yeah. the end like because what happens is you make it go off and it shocks you and i'm like all right but if you keep misbehaving, it gets louder. And I'm saying this through giggles and stuff. Like, I could hardly contain myself. And, like, you bark the second time. And at the end, like, my, my leg is kicking and my head is jerking and my hands are like this. And it, yeah. It was not uh, – the, the video that I really shared with horny. people, that's not as horrible. <laughs> like, because I would never send them, like, a video game video of mine to be like, this is what I was like in 2010. Like, because nobody wants that. But the one I send to them when they're like, oh, well, you did the YouTube thing. Yeah, send me something. Uh, do you remember Hurricane Sandy? That fun, that fun thing. As that was happening, I uh, I took news footage from a Hurricane Sandy news reporter who was talking about the destruction and everything, and I edited it. I edited it over the footage of uh, New York being destroyed in the day after tomorrow to all the different things of you know oh look at the horror as people are dying and whatnot and. I, in retrospect, I should have waited until Hurricane Sandy had passed until I posted it <laughs> because people, uh, it was a little insensitive, <laughs> people said, but, um, but that's the one I go to because like, and I'd rather them watch that and be like, man, what a piece of shit, insensitive person than open up a video and be, and have me in 2011 being like, Hey, I'm using the scar S on shipment today. Like I just, Oh, it makes me want to scream. That's so uncomfortable, but you must be pretty happy you didn't jump into the youtube thing dick right oh yeah um <clears throat> i got that same thing where if, if whatever i hear before like even stuff i heard last week because we do like an hour podcast and i'm trying to explain how i feel about whatever like current news events i'll i'll listen to it and just go god what a fucking idiot that does not make any <laughs> sense <laughs> It's like it's just rambling bullshit. Like I can hear when the panic takes over and my mouth <laughs> just starts going, and I just go like, "It's another, another failure." Like you, you blew it again. You had it. I can, I can hear it right now in my head, even trying to explain this. Like, I, it's so easy to sit there and write it out. It's so easy to sit there and obsessively write a comment on Reddit or on YouTube and just delete, 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 delete over <laughs> and over. But talking in a way that's unedited, you just. I, I sound like such a fucking ass all the time. I like I <laughs> want to pull out one sentence and just go. That one was good. That's that one sentence was good. Delete everything else. You oh, should take they, up a heavier hand in editing. They, they like 
I don't know what it is. I'll be like, Canadians aren't real people. So when there's like a disaster in there, it's it's not as big a deal. And, and they're, they'll like tweet me that the next day. And at first, I don't even recognize it as something that came from me. It, it, it's just it's, I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucked up. Oh, no. It's like every day I wake up after a blackout because of PKA. And, and well, it's, there's yeah, we have like running jokes about that shit where Kyle will say that Irish people are, Irish. are the spawn yeah. of Satan and are the worst. And Irish people deserve everything they got. You know, and all that. And so, like, that's a joke from, like, a year ago. And so the people who have watched then, they're like, oh, yeah, when they say people aren't people unless they're American, they're joking around. But we don't ever explain that. And so I'm sure, like, four episodes ago, when we're like, oh, there was a horrible tsunami in Africa. It's like, ah, how many people died? They're not even real. Fuck it. Like, and, yeah, and it just no, comes off as no really America. shitty. It's Senegal. It, it's just. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah lots of, it's lots fun. of ridiculous things on it. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. It's just. So uncomfortable to go back and listen and think, oh, like that memory that was in my head in eighth grade. Did you guys have eighth grade middle school graduation or did yeah. you just have high school? So I remember oh, eighth was grade great. Graduation. I was sitting next to the hottest girl ever because uh, we had last the, our name. last names were the same. And I like now I think back on it. I can remember how hot I thought she was. And I'm like trying to not remember right now because I know she was like, what, 13 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but the same not, thing when you're, you're at the mall and you like see a girl with a great ass and then she turns around or her mom walks up and you're like, oh, oh, what kind of person are you? What Jesus. were you saying, Harley? I uh, I actually completely forgot. Probably oh. wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back up. We've got we've got time, as you know, on this podcast. I immediately got interested in when you said that when you uh, you were checking a girl as out. As soon as you heard hot 13-year-old, Harley's mind went zoomed in. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, I'm not saying God, that I... God forbid I don't go, that joke. I, used to I don't go by, you know, you know preschools and, and places, obviously, because that's what pedos do. But I'm saying if you're at the mall and you see a lady with a nice ass, what you think is a lady with a nice ass, like standing at Chick-fil-A, and then she turns around... Horse. And she's got braces on and, you know, like a, a spelling bee champion shirt or whatever. You're, you just feel gross. But at the same time, it's like you had no idea before she turned around. That could have just been a From behind, a, a she looked like a 16 or 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. Like, I, I, I can recall being at like old uh, like convention, like VidCon things, like, you know, like three years ago and like someone coming up to me and like talking and you know, maybe like how old are you? And they're like 17. I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like mad at like security that it's like a, 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 an open bar thing at night. And there's like kids at these YouTube things. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't go to VidCon this year. Because I of felt, that or just, just, just not, I felt like it was like, uh, like I, I rarely, the only people that are happy to see me at VidCon are dads here and there. And I was just like, it's a little, it's a little crazy. Do you guys, do you guys watch YouTube, by the way? Yeah, I watch yeah. YouTube videos. I just, I mean, I, I don't. Is that what you go mean? around to the popular shit? Yeah, the popular shit. So interesting these days. Like Jake Paul. I'm. Out I know of his name, but I don't know what shit. he's doing. All I it's, saw was this, these bad in LA coverage or something. That's you know, you know about any of this, Dick? No, I'm. Uh, I'm. What's What's in right now? <laughs> Jake Paul is in. I got, is I got yeah. such a backlog of shit people send me that I have to look at that I have I don't no. Think, I Go feel ahead. like people wouldn't send you this. So what does Jake Paul do? Why is Jake Paul so much bigger and badder than the people that came before him? 
right? Like, there's always been vloggers and there's been silly people. And what does well, he do? Well, it's it's actually like it's it's not like when it's funny. Like when we we all say like Jake Paul now, it's you know Jake Paul is. I feel like everything that is YouTube, every creator that I know of has like done a video where they put his name in the title and that video gets like four times more than their regular. And uh, he's got like his little network, you know, team 10 of people making videos and they're all popular. And then there's like, you know, FaZe uh, Banks and Ricegum in another LA mansion. And they what make kind their of videos does he make with their network? They all do like, you know, crazy stuff, challenges, vlogs, whatever, like run of the mill YouTube content. And, uh, it's like almost like these two houses and and the content that they all put out because there's like these multiple people living in the houses and then like KSI who was a huge YouTuber and stopped making videos like came and like moved in to one of these houses and then these kids from the Jake Paul house went to the rice gum house to like fight rice gum what seriously and then like yeah and then rice gum wasn't there and then FaZe Banks said that if he were home it's not just the camera that he would pull out which is like you know that's gangster shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's actually, it's got, it's got to a place where it's like, kind of like, I don't know, all these kids and all, all this like drama and all this crazy stuff going on. They kind of put themselves in, in like into the real world with it. Like they rolled up to the house and now I'm like, Oh, that YouTube drama. It's so silly. Like back in my day, we just, you know, wrapped our dicks in bacon for views. You know, now people fight each other. And, and and now I'm looking and I'm like, oh shit, like two guys actually physically rolled up to the house being like, yo, you bully people on Instagram. Like we're going to show you, oh, he's not home. Lucky. And then he made a video like, oh, you're lucky I wasn't home. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, now it's real life. Like what the fuck has happened to YouTube? Literally, what the fuck wow. has happened? It's like we have this like this like X. It, it, it is very fascinating. We have like this X- Disney star, like uh, X Viner, now number one trending on YouTube with like his little like mafia of content creators in this house causing shit with his neighbors. And and then you have this other house with like all these other content creators. And one of the girls in that house who's dating one of the guys was like Jake Paul's ex-girlfriend. So there's this oh. underlying tone to yeah. it. But I had and- to get this out. Ricegum and Faust had a feud. They met. They had a fight, and it was all a prank. Like they came out two uh, days later and said who? it was fake. F O U S T, Faust, Fausty. You're so He's funny. You're the funniest guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. But just because, like Fuzi, Fu Fuzi, and like I, I, it's not that like I, I ex- expect you to know it, but like it's so funny because like I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you like every day there's another content creator and I'm like, who the fuck is that? And they have like 3 million followers. And like, I have no idea, but like, (laughs) but like, yeah, exactly. Like that's it. Like, it's just like, I, like, I, I feel you on that. You're like, you know, but, uh, no, it was fake last time. Could it be fake this time? Or do you think it's real? Well, it's the context is a little different. I find this time if if it's fake this time, it's executed much better than that time, because that time I was like, nah, that's not real. But now I'm like, wait, I need more videos to determine if this is fake drama or not. I don't have enough yet, but it's it's just it was interesting to me when, you know, before I was just like, ah, they're starting fights for views. But when it went to real life and they showed up at the house, I was like, oh, now like Team 10 is fucking G'd up from the feed up. Like rolling up to the house, like looking, 
like it's like you know we're talking about like these are like you know like you know young hunky online guys like in tank yeah. tops like that Millions are like of dollars <laughs> and no life skills whatsoever and like yeah. they have right? each other and they, they jump a lot when they talk and <laughs> <laughs> like they took they it can't to real life did anyone up. get served <laughs> No, no one did. But when I saw those kids, I was like, you know, like I, I look, I'm like, ah, oh, these kids. Now I'm like, oh shit. Now are they, are they about it? Are they really about it? <laughs> are they about it? I want to know. And and then and then like you know, rice gum and banks like in that house. It's just I I don't know where everything's going. It's all crazy. And and you know what? I'm putting all these fucking things in the title of this video. I don't wait, even know. Oh, you should. Are. You should probably put Jake Paul. Do you know? Do you know who the side men are? The side no. men. I have no idea. Does it belong as a keyword in the? Bottom? It, no, it's just one of my. It's one of my takeaways from this is that like I didn't know who the side men were. Now I do, but like KSI was a YouTuber that I know, and it's funny because I'm just like now I've watched all these videos and I have no one to talk about them with, and now I'm just spewing it out to. You. <laughs> oh, I want to know. No, KSI stopped making videos, right? I, I didn't even know that. He's back making videos, and he's he's in the Rice Gum Banks house doing it, and he he said put out a tweet being like. I'm leaving the side men. I'm doing uh, onto bigger and better things, and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, who are the side men?" Because I didn't know. And then I looked them up, and they have like 1.5 million followers on Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, "Oh!" And then now, like, the side men. This guy was making a diss track on KSI, and then KSI like leaked his diss track on his Snapchat, dissing back at that guy. And I didn't even know who that guy was, but like now I'm looking at all this, and I'm like, "What the?" fuck is even happening like it's like it's more so than ever it was like i remember like uh, like in in 2010 i remember like freddie wong videos and i'm like mm -hmm. that is the future i'm like there's shit on tv that doesn't compare to this three minute video this is one guy two guys three guys and they made this happen like content is crazy youtube is at the spearhead of destroying traditional media and creating something new. Like people like Freddie Wong are going to make like sick ass shit. That's going to be so crazy. People are going to upload awesome stuff to YouTube Wrong. and it's going to blow minds. Yeah. No. You're going to get Norwegian but, guys crushing no, boring fighting. things with it's their fucking, hydraulic press. It's a, it's a schoolyard <laughs> fight at recess instead. And it's, it's uh, high school drama. Casey Neistat makes good videos. Everyone's fighting each other. But I just remember like in 2010, 2011 and, and God bless, like, you know, Corridor Digital still uploads videos and stuff like that, and and they're awesome. Um, and I, I I look at like what the the trending videos of YouTube have become, and it used to be like these like pieces of content, you know. And now it's like I wonder what's going to happen next. Well, so much of it is drama episodic. that if you haven't followed it from the beginning, you just don't like. I see those videos in suggested too, where it's like top trending today, and it's Jake Paul versus Rice Scum or whatever his name is, and I it's like I. I don't want to watch this because I don't know who these people are, and I feel like I would need to do so much research to appreciate it, and then by the <laughs> end to be like, oh, that wasn't worth it. It's just a bunch of jump talkers, you know, bothering their neighbors. The truth you is, you mentioned KSI a couple times. I'm yeah. pretty sure he hates me. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Oh, think here about comes me at more all. drama. Here we go. This track, like, guys, if this video gets fifty thousand likes, Woody's going to release a diss track to KSI. <laughs> fifty thousand likes, let's do it. Honestly, yeah. Woody, you're you're bound. You're literally verbally bound right now. This is it. Like, you have to do it if it gets fifty thousand likes. Oh. It's not going to get fifty thousand likes, right? No, it won't uh, get fifty thousand. No. <laughs> but if it does, Woody's gamer tag diss track KSI. Put it in the title. Trust me. <laughs> so who is right. who is KSI? Oh. So KSI is a British YouTuber. He's a black guy. He's really funny. And he used to make FIFA videos that – I'm sorry? Just kidding. Continue. 
um, and, uh, and and he, he was the first guy to like edit it really well. He'd do these big reactions to like his highs and lows during the game. Anyway, way back in the day, we had him on PKA, and the episode was kind of ruined by DDoSers and stuff. So I invited him on like over Twitter, like, hey, do you want to come back and do it again? And he was like super rude to me. Like, like, and I was like, if you don't want to come on, that's fine. You know, it was just an invitation. Like, I thought you might want to do it. He seemed to want to do it before. And uh, like, I don't even put it together. But Wings of Redemption is treating him very rudely. And it's at a time when you might not know who was bigger, like KSI or, or, or Wings of Redemption. And uh, KSI was just like, tearing me a new one over twitter very publicly and all his tweets are getting like way more likes and retweets <laughs> I know her. oh that's and, so disheartening isn't it yeah, <laughs> and i'm just trying to like like i don't know like i don't even know why he's upset and and later i like i kind of get it you know like wings and i are associated together so he might be mad at me even though i did nothing but uh but yeah that's my ksi background and then ksi blew up to be this like mega youtuber and uh i'm in the doghouse with him and i guess we'll get I ready said, woody ah. because if harley's right you're gonna be you know spitting some rhymes at ksi <laughs> this uh this yeah. very you know famous i guess i've laid British some, guy. some tracks down here and there i can do it again i see i i like i like googled it and i just got like a keemstar tweet that's like ksi versus woody's gamer tag ksi is not backing down from the woody manipulation <laughs> are you making that up really no it says it? that <laughs> and that's a, a do you a, do you watch do you guys watch drama alert no i, I don't i don't follow any like of the youtube here. drama stuff it so like kind of i i i i have to like it, it's funny i wouldn't get into this stuff if it weren't like my line of work but just because like it, it's youtube you know what i mean like i go trending every day it's like something i need to know i need to know like why is this important why is this getting lots of exposure what's interesting about this so like like to do that like or to get into that world of what's trending like drama alert ends up being a focal point of of information in this world you know and i and i can't say that i would ever be you know watching uh you know jake paul diss videos if it weren't the most watched videos on youtube you know what i mean like the summer of 2017 was literally Jake Paul's on YouTube. He he completely even now like every week it's like trending. Every every YouTuber puts it in their title. Don't you like? Aren't you like? Well, you know we have a show on YouTube. Aren't you like? I should look at it, see what's going on on you know my place of business. Uh, yeah, no. just to kind of get like a I'm feel for. I feel like I'm using the wrong YouTube. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't even know. Totally I thought trending was gone. The way no, I use YouTube I, is I go is I search like my if you if they suggested videos the way they used to before they changed YouTube to make it so they just suggest whatever they want you to watch. All of my suggestions were fat people falling uh, and failing <laughs> and and animals fighting. Like That's I my, would go like if YouTube I if I came back like in college I would come back from the bars drunk and just in my apartment and then like wake up the next morning and be like what did I do for like the next three hours go check YouTube yeah. and my search history is like grizzly bear versus black bear grizzly bear versus gorilla no orangutan versus 
gorilla. Ah, it's not going to find that. They're in different on different continents. Uh, uh, orangutan versus tiger. Like I just tried to find good animal fighting videos. There's something that's, about those. That, that, that's They're literally so that was my YouTube history 2009, like to a T. I remember yep. spending all of 2009 animals fighting. I remember having a, a particular freak out being like, yo, kangaroos fucking exist. They're like <laughs> my height. Like, are they? Is a kangaroo taller than me? I'm like, I got to know this. And then I'm like, how many, how, can a lion beat up a tiger? I'm like, how many lions to beat up a tiger? I'm like, I need to know this stuff. Like, I, I spent I, so I, much I, time trying to find was. one video of a gorilla lifting a traditional weight, and I cannot find it. Like, I just want one fucking video of a gorilla doing a bench press. That's it. We have sent men to the moon. They're going to build a wall out of solar panels on the southern border of this country, and yet we can't get a goddamn gorilla to bench press. Like, I just want to see how much it could do. 800 pounds, from what I understand. My YouTube, that's how much they can yank in like a door situation. This is something we've covered. I've done my research. I, my YouTube is filled with people flying paramotors and operating farm equipment. I don't know. Those are the things I yeah. like watching. The, yeah. the guy, uh, I follow this guy. Ask a capper or capper or something like that. I watch everything he puts up. He dug a lake like two months ago. And every day I, I hop on my computer wondering if it got deeper. Like, oh, did Capper get any rain? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't stop. It's like, like you're following the drama. This guy's lake gains like three inches a week. And, and he has a. He has a PVC pipe so that fish can, like, swim. Well, someday when there's water there, and you can see the progress above, like, fish catch and the PVC pipe. And I know everyone's fast-forwarding through this section right now. But I am enthralled with this lake-filling process. And he's got another lake next to it. And he takes out the wall sometimes, and that lake pours into this lake. And those are those are. Woody, I've watched the guy use... Remote con computer, remote controlled, mini construction equipment to excavate a basement. It's like a <laughs> ten hour video of a guy's six months, and it's not time lapse. It's not. There's no. No, no, no. That, watching it that's in real great. time. Yeah. These little, and it's like an entire crew that he's got bulldozers <laughs> digging in, making a little pile. Like it looks like a full on construction yard for for ants for mice. Like that's it, awesome, though. It is. I, I would watch that. I, I so enjoy satisfying. like I enjoy white noise content mm -hmm. and something like that. Just going for 10 hours while I'm editing. Like I would genuinely enjoy that. I watched that live hole being dug like that whole weekend. Do you remember that where they streamed? They were just digging a hole on black Friday. What was, what no. were they digging for? It was uh, cards against humanity. I believe they just had a live stream for Black Friday, and it was for every amount being donated, it was going to keep the hole digging. So people were literally throwing money into a hole. <laughs> it went on for like 72 hours, and they made like $115,000 in donations. And people and were like, donate it. And they were like, no. And they were like, well, it's why so not? Like, you donate. And like they just like did it like a black fry, and I watched that that whole stream. Like I chilled, and it was just a, a, a like a like a, a a digger like pulling dirt out of a hole, and I just left it on, you know, put the volume a little low, and just lived life. Then you probably you know what like I tried uh, to do. I didn't put enough technology. effort into it, but there was a Samsung Seven came out, and the the phone apparently blew up while charging it. So I was like, this is the greatest live stream ever. I'm just going to put a camera on this fucking phone with the, 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 with it plugged in 
and wait for it to explode. Like, who knows how big this could get? And uh, I couldn't find the phone. They stopped selling it, and I didn't. Go for <laughs> uh, it. So that's how big it could get. Not off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know how many times I've watched uh, the the same guy in Vietnam get his head bitten down on by a crocodile before it starts spinning? Hundreds of times. I don't know what it is about that video, but I get such a sick perverse sense of glee when I see people who are poking and prodding animals that they shouldn't be poking and prodding finally get some comeuppance. Yeah. Like, you knew what could happen. Did you think this reptile was your friend? Like, you you're, you got nice clothes and your, your pantaloons and shit dressed like I Aladdin. You're clearly always, not a slave forced to do this. I always feel bad for the, uh, for, for the animals in those scenarios, and I'm happy when they come out on top, except when it applies to animal and dog, I, I do always side with dog as dog being man's best friend. And there's this excellent video where these guys, it sounds like they're in Australia and you see this kangaroo has a dog in a chokehold, and he's, he's choking this dog, this kangaroo and kangaroos have huge nails. They can like slice open a dog in a second and mm -hmm. it's holding it in a chokehold. And this guy like hops off the car and like walks over. It's his dog. He like walks right over to the kangaroo and the kangaroo's like holding the dog like an tighter and the dog's wiggling. The dog gets out. The kangaroo stands up. The guy punches the kangaroo in the face and the kangaroo literally goes like <laughs> and like yeah, looks okay. around like what just happened. And there I'm like, that's right. Don't fucking touch the dog. You get knocked out. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the kangaroo's fucking with the dog, and the guy comes, and he's got like proper boxing form. Like he, he comes at it, and the kangaroo just like, all right, no, then you know, it, it just yeah, yeah, it yeah, never, it, yeah. it didn't understand. It <laughs> like it was like that kangaroo was literally got hit, and he was like, I know nothing about combat, and he's like, I'm done. Like this happens to me on this show all the time because I'm consistently outnumbered. Kyle and Taylor seem to assign nearly like mythological strength to like any animal any like you can again just out. Uh, <laughs> no, no let's I'm do it let's do it give it give it let's do it he's like oh woody you could never fight and then it's like a goose because he's a wild animal <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, real quick. If a goose, what the hell if, you, if you implanted into a goose's mind, Woody, that it was mad at you, it, you would win that fight in the end because it's a goose. But that yeah, goose is going to yeah. do a little more damage than you think. And and to be fair, I never said they had mythological powers. I said they have superhuman powers. Definitionally, definitionally, they have superhuman powers. Why the hell? Why is that? What's superhuman about a goose? Hold on, goose just so you know. Wait, my dog. It's like a two-pound dog. He's an idiot. Little dumb dog. Superhuman smell and superhuman hearing. Yeah. Just saying. They all have okay. superhuman they are, they are like, they're better yeah. than ours. And he's a little <laughs> idiot. And his hearing is better. And But that can be applied to lots of things. Like, I, I understand the idea of, like, animals can, like, like... You know, if, 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 if it's Woody versus a house cat and the house cat is filled with rage and Woody's default starting position is he's sleeping, there's a chance he might lose the battle. If no I, way! No way! No, no, no. See, here's if the that thing. Here's the thing. Goes right for your throat, <laughs> and you're sleeping. It gets one free hit. One free hit. And more than that, like, it, so I think sometimes Kyle and Taylor are looking to come out of this battle unscathed. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just coming out the clear victor. Right? Me against, say, a smaller deer. I will fuck up a deer. I will. I will. I can take out a deer. No, you won't. 
No, you won't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can we prove this battle by like having society and civilization? We we beat all these things already. <laughs> we, we beat them. Hold on, Woody. Let me let me get the point. Alpha. The pro alpha. animal. We them. We Wait. are the alpha animal. But what you have to remember is this is hand to hand combat. This isn't using everything that you have as a human. This is just saying how you fight. We also weren't talking about does. We were talking about a buck, like a smaller buck, mid sized buck. Wait, a small a buck. A small yeah. buck. In, in, in a regular-sized room, closed doors, no windows, Woody's naked, the buck is in there also? Octagon. Yeah, put it, put it, out, put it outside. Okay, yeah, octagon, yeah. fine. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> octagon, octagon, and you have the fighting gloves on, and you got little tight Pretty shorts, and, and, and it's a young buck. I'm just curious, how are you, uh, and even if it was just going to not move, how are you going to kill it with your bare hands? That's difficult even if it's not moving. Eyes. All I need to do is establish supremacy, right? At I, some point, I will take the fight out of this doe, and he's going to be looking to escape. He's going to be an octagon. Man. It's to the death. But you have to kill this. Yeah, I, you can kill it. Eventually, it'll just smear itself on the fence, or maybe rear naked choke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, that's that's the thing. If you there's a video that I found just recently, another quality animal fight video. A guy <laughs> who was who was accosted by a deer, a, a buck. And oh, this I saw a, that. A, a, this is a normal sized man. I think that happened He's got in Canada. Hunting shit. Yeah, it probably yeah. did happen in Canada. And he and the buck just goes <laughs> over to him <laughs> and immediately starts with raises up and gives him a flurry of just right on his face, right on his chest. No, that's those things like animals. It's the same way that if you told a chimpanzee to open a can of soda, even if they had the dexterity to reach under the tab, they just ooh, 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 and rip the whole thing apart because they can't gauge their strength. That deer is putting no, every no, they punch forward as though it wants to just boom, puncture right through you, like one of those aeration systems on a on a farm field. Like it, that thing, even if you win, that buck's they, gonna fuck you up. Here's the mythological strength argument again. Oh, deer strength, it's. There's one like, thing you do, and I'm on, honestly, <laughs> so many I'm, times. I'm I'm 99% certain this argument came up last time I was on the show. By the way, and I I, I think I said I think I said that the ultimate strategy is you're gonna have to slowly circle the buck because it's gonna keep turning and looking at you. If you and if you if you ex exert dominance, it's not gonna attack you. It's just gonna want to watch you, and you got to keep circling it, and and it will tire out before you do. And then Last you stomp its neck to death. We had this um, like <laughs> doctor professor from some like University of Montreal. Our show was so highbrow, oh. right? We oh. were so all three of us were so smart. Some doctor, like, yeah. so Jordan dismissive. Peterson. He stayed with us for four <laughs> hours, longer than any other podcast, and he's just some guy. You know? I don't remember the names. Yeah, yeah. Some so, president. <laughs> I was so proud of that show. We put it up there, and it, like every, it was really well received. And here we are again talking about animal fights. <laughs> it's because we, we've <laughs> returned to stuff, the mean of what this yeah. show is. I, I, th I think it's I think it's funny that YouTube drama was just equated to animal fights. Like mm. YouTube drama is the new animal fights on YouTube. Like in 2009, I was animal fights. Now I'm like curious, like can can a Jake Paul beat up a rice gum? I want to know. I'm waiting you know, for that video you know, to come had, through. Briscoe's not built for that. combat. Yeah, uh, Dick had that. On we his. had a ghetto version of this YouTube drama on my... So, like, the question with the YouTube drama is always, are these guys just milking it for ratings and attention? Is this a real beef or what? Well, we had two guys who... We had a mod from the Donald 
who called into my show and he got into it with this very, uh, very um, aggressively liberal comedian, Asterios Kokonos, who, who always uh, who's always on the show, too. And on Twitter, um, the, the, the Donald mod challenged the comedian to a boxing match. So those guys were trying to, like, schedule it out to when their books were going to release, that it would be like a pay-per-view event of yeah. some of some sort. For the, the, the Donald guy was writing a Trump science fiction novel set in the future <laughs> where Trump is trying to build a wall around the Earth to keep out space Mexicans or something like that. And the comedian was trying to, like, get him because the comedian was just trying to get, you know, views out of it. Those guys both called in and they got so heated up that the Donald mod drove from Philadelphia to New York and they had a full on uh, fist fight boxing match in a in a 24 hour UFC gym at like two in the morning. How did the, it go? Uh, the they the, it was a draw because the Trump mod who showed up with his cat with his his catkin girlfriend, like a girl on full on cat ears, like meowing, hissing at everybody. Uh, Sounds hot. Yeah, <laughs> I'd hit it. He couldn't land a punch because he's dancing around like a ballerina. And Asterios, who's I don't know, he's got to be two. He's got to be two twenty. He got he was so pissed off at the Donald mod that he punched himself into a heart attack. So after the second round, <laughs> not really, not really, but after the second round, they were both so the Donald mod was so tired of getting his face rearranged, and Asterios was um, sweating hamburger grease that they just called it a draw. <laughs> Uh, it is the, it's the ugliest two round, like no ref. So every punch is Ill there's backhands, body slams. <laughs> but two, two guys who j they don't they didn't understand. They didn't want to be part of the YouTube beef culture. They just really wanted to kick the shit out of each other. They hated each other so I'd much. I've never so, seen so a fight go the damage, from... but he had to sort of tap out from the exhaustion. Yeah, he kind did of. all the he did all the dam damage. The other guy couldn't even couldn't even hit him. Like he couldn't even <laughs> land a punch. Um, yeah. It was one of those fights, and I've watched it because I listened to the Dick Show. I've never seen, you know, when you watch a street fight with people who have no idea how to fight, they always hold up the boxing hands for like a couple minutes, you know, yeah. like they they maintain yeah. it for I a couple this minutes. On TV. This I've, is how you fight. This is how you box. Here we go. Yeah, put it up yeah. in Dukes. You gotta you know, bounce around like shit. this. And but this was the fastest fight I've ever seen. Go from this to both people realizing, ah, I know you don't know what's happening and neither yeah. do I. And it just becomes <laughs> haymakers. And oh, yeah, the God. Donald guy was just taking little like pokes at him. And there was one point where Asterios, uh, I don't know much about boxing, but I knew enough to know this is illegal. <laughs> uh, Asterios just takes his arm and on a backswing just clocks this kid who is 40 like pounds, though. 50 pounds lighter than him. Like there's no way that this would be a legal fight in any ring. Asterios is much heavier than that dude. Yeah. But uh, I didn't mind seeing him get beat up because that, that cat chick was fucking awful. I don't know if I've ever watched a fight like again. I've never watched a replay of a boxing match, but I've must I've watched this one a thousand times. There's a high speed gif of it. Like just so you can watch these two guys. Uh oh that's fantastic. Well I hope that happens I hope that happens with uh with, with these YouTubers <coughs> and the drama. I hope they all meet up uh, on a street corner and just start uh, fighting each other full on. Whoever monetizes it wins. You know what, yeah. Woody? If you if you say if if KSI comes at you with a sick beat, you just say, "Hey, I'm not into that rap game. Fight me at PAX." And then, <laughs> and then uh, because you may not know this, Dick. Years that. ago, uh, Woody with 
or I guess what you can explain your fight me at PAX uh, situation if you want to. I know the uh, everybody knows, so I'll, just uh, abbreviate it. I'll lay it out in fast forward. Um, there was this guy, obviously Jesus, and he hated me. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked about him, never talked to him. I hadn't ever met Why him. Why did he hate you? Yeah, I kind of well, like this guy. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a likable guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his line of thinking was that because my family sometimes showed up in my vlogs that I was exploiting them for cash and, and I have a special needs son. So they're like, Oh my God, what he's exploiting this kid. And, and my line of thinking was like, what you want me to it's take his kid, kid. Put him in, a, in a closet and like, not be like, like be embarrassed or something like, no, that's not how we roll. So, um, uh, so anyway, he would make these videos just like tearing me about and, and he attacked my, my family a lot. Like he attacked my son, constantly like it, it, I, I remember one of them he shit in a toilet wiped his ass took a picture of it and then tweeted it and said it was my son like that's the, the level of stuff that he would do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so um and i would just not reply because i was like a much bigger youtuber than he was yeah I had, like a subs and he had like wait he was subs. a creator yeah yeah he had like twenty two thousand subs and what? uh he, he hated me so much. And he like, and, put pictures of his shit up and say it was your on son? Twitter. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter. And uh, He's fucked up. And he called him retarded. He had a lot of... Na- oh, he said he was going to anally rape my daughter. That was the thing that he wrote on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> and my wife said <laughs> not to leave her out. And um, then at one point, he said that he was going to kick my ass at PAX. And uh, I was... I don't know if I was actively training in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai at the time, but I was trained up. And I, and I was like, aha, I will finally respond. I accept. I Fight accept. Me. We, let's <laughs> do this. Let's do this. And he's like, oh, so where? Well, I have a friend who's a UFC fighter, and he has an octagon. So uh, I'm like, Joe, can, can we do this? Can we do this? And, uh, and he said yes. And, and at this point, this obviously Jesus guy is still accepting it. So I've arranged a time and a place and all this to happen. And people start whispering in his ear, like, dude, I don't know how you think this is going to go, but it's not going to go like that. Woody will, <laughs> it's a very, very lopsided fight. You know, you've totally played into what Woody does well. And, uh, and then he, he backed out of it. So I made a little, <sighs> I made a video that ended with like a, a self-made rap. I made a few rhymes to <laughs> 99 problems. <laughs> and, uh, do you like, remember any of them? Can you do them? I could find it, but it based, I, ah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. Woody's the line. singing I, videos. Let me jump in with Woody's singing videos. His voice <laughs> Does is. Does he sing like he talks? It's it's abominable. The singing <laughs> is and and like I like I remember like I'm I'm one of Woody's friends, so of course I watched his big videos when you were releasing them, and I remember watching like a couple of your like Woody the Slayer or whatever videos with like the montage and the reverberation that somebody added into your voice, and like after like half of the video, I had to like like pause it and like wait for my stomach to stop hurting. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh, like, oh, it's not, that's not good singing. Like, because Woody, I would I, imagine that you sing like in the same voice that you speak in. Like, that's in my head. That's what I want. I want to see like that dad singing where they yeah. just speak like normal, but put a, that's like, a, like a, how Ted Cruz would do it. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I found the video. The video is called Aunt Obviously Jesus. So it hits him on Twitter. Is a sorry excuse for a man. Hashtag Team Gamer Tag. I'm such a dick, and uh, I don't. I, we can't. I'm not producing this episode, so I can't like show the video or anything. Uh-huh. But uh, man, I, I I don't know. I don't know how to share this in, you know, in the context of the show right now. But well, it I have me. to check out. I have to check out this fight, 
and now this uh, video as well. Yeah, yeah just the, the last 30 seconds or so is me. These are my, these are my, this is my homework. That feeling of people fucking with your family online like that for no reason is so aggravating. Like, you got robbed of a really sad... There was this dude, like, my show has this huge feud, ongoing feud with Maddox, and it continues. We're in the trademark opposition stage now. But he's got these... Maddox has this network of total shit bags, like shit content, shit podcasts, and guys who are just complete assholes that will have entire episodes dedicated to everybody in my family going down through them and like t- saying how they're shit. They're like doing shit like going my you know, my girlfriend's a teacher and they're going into like how, sh- how awful they think she looks and all this horrible stuff about her, like making up fake. Can accounts. I get in on this? Am I allowed to have a feud with Maddox? Uh, oh yeah. That guy, he looks like Mitch McConnell to me, dude. It was, it was so out of line, <laughs> but the day the guy, one of these guys fucked up enough and uh, he got his, I think he got his YouTube and his Patreon shut down. And it was the best, like, just this this, this piece of shit losing 800 bucks a month, like, out of, like, because you can't, you can't hit every, you just want, you wake up every day and you want to plant your fist through what, their head. What was it that, that got his uh, channel and Patreon? I, I don't know. Abuse, harass, like, they don't tell you. I asked them and they don't tell you why they shut stuff down. But I think... Like having shows purely dedicated to going like people's real fucking names, pictures of them, like saying where they work, going into like great detail about uh, uh I guess they don't they don't like that. They don't like that at Patreon. I don't know. I, I had a similar experience. I it, it was Keemstar. So Keemstar doesn't really talk about me anymore, but he used to make up stuff about me constantly. And and like the worst part about it is he'd do like three things that were false and one thing that was true. And then like he'd have proof of the true thing and people would think the other stuff was bad. And I always wished I got the same treatment other people got like, cause when he does drama, he usually just like reads tweets poorly and shit like that. I'm like, man, you know, why doesn't he, Oh yeah. Keep stars drama alert. Anyway, there was a day it would have otherwise been a terrible day. I had $6,000 worth of chargebacks at Woody craft. Like someone had just sort of ran up a bunch of stuff and, it doesn't wash out because like every charge back would cost me like $35. So it wasn't like I broke even like the money mm-hmm. came and went. I'm out like thousands. And uh, uh, it was the same day. I think Keemstar lost his channel. I was so happy. Like yeah. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> I was still fine. I was like, net, uh, net, what do you mean lost net, his channel? Net, net. <laughs> what do you mean lost his channel? Yeah. So I, 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 I hope I have my facts right. I might not. I'll put that out there. But my understanding is Teamstar, like a long time ago, bought a network, cinema type thing, like a, a content aggregator network or something. And um, is Woody quiet? Yeah, I can't hear you, Woody. Shucks, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, you came back. You're louder now. That's better. That's better. Okay. Well, all right, all right. So, anyway, Keemstar had a network. And then his fatal flaw if i have the story right was that he charged people to join it you know how like people would get with machinima or yaust or whatever i don't know whatever's big um, broadband and uh you're not allowed to bill them to let you in but people were kind of like hey for 50 dollars, they could have like a, a different style page you know they could make thumbnails that used to be a thing that only partners could do and uh but youtube found out he was charging and suddenly he was like banned off of youtube for life so he would make a new channel 
and then that one would get banned. He'd make a new channel, and that would get banned. And each of these channels would get some momentum. Like, they'd get up to, like, 60,000, 150,000 subscribers, and then he'd start again from zero. And uh, I, I think it was just one of those iterations that happened on that day. So he didn't, like, do anything in the moment that would get him banned. It was because, at the time, he was permabanned from YouTube, but they've since let that go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never actually had a, a, a personally bad or personal encounter with uh, Keemstar myself. Um, yeah, no, he's not my fan. <laughs> he doesn't like How do you get so many enemies, Woody? Seemed like such a nice guy. Except for that crack about Dr. Jordan Peterson, the preeminent scholar, deserves more respect. <laughs> Some of a doctor. No, no, Dick, you don't understand. Some doctor. We had we had some science guy on for four hours. I mean, yeah. if he were the I if mean, he were the biggest no thing Bill on Nye. YouTube right now, yeah, if he were the biggest thing on YouTube right now, it might be worthwhile. But he's no Bill Nye who's gonna propagandize the children with ice cream animations or whatever the fuck he's doing on on Netflix. Uh, I didn't mean to and knock. You. Speaking of which, we can get back to Woody's enemy talk, but I think we also need to hear a little bit about Nature Box. We all want to eat better. When it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the whole world is delicious in a billion calories versus boring and tasteless. It doesn't have to be that way. Up your snack game with Nature Box. Nature Box is over 100 snacks that taste good and are actually better for you. All snacks are made from high-quality, simple ingredients, which means no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel good about what you're eating. Some of our personal favorites are peanut butter nom-noms, chocolate hazelnut granola, and Asiago and cheddar cheese crisps. I like the cheese crisps of those three the most. Uh, You're sure to find your new snack obsession at Nature Box. They add new snacks every month, inspired by real customer feedback, the latest food trends, and professional chefs. It's so simple. Just go to naturebox.com, choose the snacks you want, and Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. And there's no risk. If you ever try a snack you don't like, don't eat it. Naturebox will replace it for free. And right now, you'll save even more. Naturebox is offering PKA fans three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash PKA. That's naturebox.com slash PKA for three free snacks. I recommend the uh, cheddar cheese chips. Uh, and yeah, naturebox.com slash PK. Check them out. I always go for the salty stuff. So if you're more of a sweet fiend, oh, you know, maybe a little naughtier, then you can go for that too. But they're great. I uh, recommend it highly, and there's nothing better than free. I went and checked out the copy to see if all the ad lib recommendations he were doing were in the copy, but they're not. That's genuinely Taylor's recommendation. It is. I, uh, it is. I, I take this seriously. Uh, you know, Everybody out there knows Kyle usually does the ad reads. Well, there's a new sheriff in town. We're going to knock him out of the park so well this week that people are going to, the, the advertisers are going to write back and go, please, please keep that bearded idiot reading it for us. Please, please don't go back to that other guy. So we'll there's see. There's a new shill we'll in town. <laughs> and we used to read Audible ads and them encouraging us to get our own products to do testimonials was like the biggest mistake. I I just went, I was like, yeah, Audible, okay. Get an account straight to the erotica section. Let's find the weirdest shit. So every time I read an Audible ad, it was milked at her uncle's farm. Volume, volume one, volume two. Let's hear it. That, that, I remember listening to those and you doing uh, it and it made me... a. Uh, Audible happens to be a sponsor this week, so that's great. Oh, 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 <laughs> I have the book right here. I can read you a passage. <laughs> Milked at her mother's farm. <laughs> oh, man. What a. So I'll you got a physical it. book? I have it. Yeah, somebody, a dickhead, sent me a, a copy of the actual book. Oh, so I don't have to listen to the woman reading so it. Awesome. <laughs> 
and it's it's milked before. at my mother's it's farm. Milked at her uncle's farm. It's not gross. It's her uncle. Oh, they're related. Yeah, that's. Oh man, that's an upsetting. I would never let that grace my bookshelf where someone could read it. I already have the shit test of having Dick's book, Men Are Better Than Women, out sometimes when a new girl comes over just to see, because you can always tell the cool ones because they'll look at it and go, <laughs> and they'll pick it up and go, oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty true. And then they'll close it and they don't fucking care. But you can tell the uncool ones because they'll immediately open it and take it as seriously as can be. Like, can do you really think that women you know pick it? out shoes and they care about them more than their children? Like, what do you yeah, drop of off not. there? Sorry, oh, wait, go ahead. Wow, is my audio back? There yeah. it is, yeah. You lay out the premise of this book for Harley. Oh, men are better than women? Um, I mean, I feel like the title... I feel like this is the only book where you can really judge it by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a picture of a man with a greater than sign and then a picture of a woman. I, uh, yeah, I actually... Uh, I, I, I went on a little Google tear before the show. And uh, Googled right before and like the book came up and I saw the Dr. Phil thing. I was like, oh, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> this guy and then i uh then i went and it's so crazy you're saying like before like you had uh like brought up the feud like it's actually like a lot of what comes up when i googled you you know yeah and uh full disclosure i actually i i i uh i, I met george before and he was nice to me and i used to read his website like crazy back in the day but the one thing i found out that when i i googled is that uh the, the popular opinion was that I have to check out the show you had done with him and now continue to check out the show you do now. And that was like from a, a, a Reddit AMA you had done not too long ago. Um, and it's interesting. I, I myself, I actually went with Epic Mealtime. I had a, a, a whole trademark dispute and everything in the early ages of the... What happened? I need and, some advice on trademark disputes. What happened um, to yours? Yeah, the number one tip is don't get into it. Okay, <laughs> but actually, what happened? What's the number two tip? <laughs> it, it's cool because like I, I, I could talk about it. I could talk about it now because the guy that I had the dispute with, and that we used to have bad blood with, like over it, it was seven years ago. So now we've kind of squashed that, and you know we have mutual friends, and we see each other. We've hung out a couple times, mm. but ultimately it was we did something. It got very popular, and I uh, was the the face of it. And, uh, I did a lot of, you know, I did the filming and the editing and the producing mm -hmm. and, uh, he what was he uh, the designer. He came up with the logo, uh, for Epic Mealtime. And we just moving ahead when it came down to making an agreement, there was a dispute because I felt like, because I was physically present, I felt like I had the right to more power because we would be deciding my fate. Whereas if the whole thing messed up, nobody would even know who he was. So like I felt like the it wouldn't be fair if it was just 50-50. So I wanted more decision making, not money even, just decision making. And uh it just led into a dispute that, you know, ended up being like two years and it was uh, you know, resulted in uh um just basically being settled. Uh and ultimately like uh when you get into when I got into it at least. I never wanted to be in business or deal with lawyers or anything. It was strictly creative to create something. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's like the, the, the worst thing is, is that like, once you like bring lawyers into the game, you take away the humanity of the discussion. And Oh yeah. 
if, if, if I could go back, I think, and I was, I'm a really, really, really difficult person to argue with. And like, if I could go back in time, I'd probably approach things in a way that it wasn't so lawyery or even when at a certain point, I would probably want to swallow my pride and approach it so that it's not so lawyery because the humanity comes out and it, 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 and, and with that, you like are left with the lawyer's choices and these two lawyers will go to expensive dinners and discuss mm -hmm. what they'll do with their clients while you guys are both paying for that. Right. And maybe one at the end of it, maybe this person pays for it or that person pays for it or you both pay for it. But like, it's something where it's like, if there's any way, any way it can be approached off the record <clears throat> and spoken about, then that's the best way to do it. And sometimes there's just no, no way that could happen, you know? And I actually, I don't know much about your scenario, but like, well, it sounds like I'm the other guy in your situation. Yeah. Um, I, I, I read that into that as well. When I was reading about it, I was like, Oh, interesting. It's like, I, I like I, I, yeah. Related but not more. the logo designer much more than that in, in the context of it. Well, you know? it's, yeah, no, no, no. It's, I mean, I'm, I was just saying that I'm the, I'm, I'm, I was the nobody mm. in the, uh, in the relationship, yeah. I guess you'd call it, but it's still, it was a podcast. So it's, it takes a lot of a tremendous amount of effort from both sides. Uh, in this case, I don't even think anyone would have thought of it again, except Maddox filed for the trademark as the, as he was the owner. Uh, then he had to refile it again. Cause that was fraudulent. They determined. So he had to refile again as it's just something brand new that he's starting. And the only reason I'm pursuing it is because a listener happens to be a trademark attorney. And he was like, hey, <laughs> uh, that's bullshit. Uh, you want me to help you out? I'm like, yes, dude, I do. Like, well, as, yeah, go well, ahead. I have a question. Um, the trademark was for, as I understand, the name of the show you guys did together? Yeah, yeah. It was for the biggest problem as a podcast. So I thought, oh, so what is just taking this and doing it with somebody else? That kind of sucks. But, you know. Well, so... He wants to continue doing the show under that name. Yeah, well, that's what I assume. And you feel like you started with him. So, like, if he's just going to trademark it and own it, like, there should be something in that for you to an extent, right? Yeah. In some regard? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to derail the podcast with this legal shit. No, I, I actually, no, I personally, so. I, I... I think I would find this interesting because when I was reading about you, uh, you know, it was one of the first things that came up and like a, a lot of people were talking about it on Google. So I just figured it's, it, it maybe it is an interesting thing. So I, I apologize if, if, if it isn't, uh, an interesting thing, but I, I find it curious. I, I I'm just like a little curious cause, uh, I, I guess you got to ask yourself, like it'll cost money to pursue what you want from it. Will that, what you pay to pursue this what you get from it in the end will it be worth what you paid to get it i got a number in my head where it will stop being worth it and when i get to that i'll stop but until i get there yeah <clears throat> are you I mean, imagining that that maddox probably has a number in his head as well about this and that mine. you're yeah exactly yeah. and that number is going to be lower than yours and so yes. it's kind of a war of attrition but what's, uh, what's like, once you, once you have like, uh, like, I, I mean, I guess you feel you have the right to like, I guess like half ownership of that. Right. Cause you guys started that podcast together. Right. You yeah. never made an agreement. You guys never made a, um, there was no signed contract. 
or anything like that. There is a volume of emails going back for six years talking about how we're starting this and splitting profits and work and stuff like that. I don't know what that any of that means. Do you have a, do you have a single email or text message or anything? Because like, for example, like in, in, in my scenario, every case, like, because it's not only one, uh, like, time I've been sued. I've been sued actually multiple times. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, in every case, like, like, show it. Like, if you have something to show, it goes such a long way. Like, I've had, like, you know, I had a specific percentage numbers stated in emails. And I've had things where I said, like, you know, I stated something a particular way in an email and it went the whole way of saving or proving a point. So if you have somewhere, if it's like, yeah, man, we're on, a, we're in on this 50, 50. Interesting. Like, that's all you need. Okay. Like that's gonna... all you need. Um, in, in my case, it was me and the guy, uh, my buddy, his name's Sterling. Now he actually has a YouTube channel and I, I have no bad blood with him to the point that I would say his YouTube channel is called stat. he's going to be like, a uh, uh, under, uh, PUBG, uh, pro gamer, I guess he's going to like a competition, but we had signed a document together that was just the, the, uh, incorporation of the company. So it was just a document that we were on together. So we were automatically, that was the only documentation. It was half, half. If you have like any sort of like document that you guys signed incorporating something or whatever, or anything like that, like that's just, you know, that's, that stuff goes a long way. I'm curious what you're looking for. Like, would you just like him not to name the show that? Or are you looking for like half his future revenues? Um, I'd be fine with not naming the show that. Okay. You know, that's fine. That uh, seems kind of fairish. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's not, doesn't seem like there's a lot to be had from well, the half even, the future revenue thing. Even <laughs> if you, if oh, like, no. I mean, the show still gets money, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, the bonus episodes were in fact still selling before he started just giving them away. So, and you guys have brands in there with like affiliate links, no? Yep. So like I there is we, like we, uh, money that Dick can skipped over something there that is really important to this that you were selling bonus episodes obviously yeah. and you got, you know, half of that money I assume. Yeah. Without any agreement from Dick Maddox went in after the show broke up and just made all the bonus episodes free. So it's basically yeah. like going in and being like, all right, I unilaterally am deciding that neither one of us are making money from this anymore. Yeah. You know, Even though it was a joint venture. It's more of, I, I don't know. At some point, like shit like this becomes more about uh principle and it being public than about money. Um, because people, in my experience, people like that behave like that with everyone they work with. And until somebody stops them. And I genuinely feel like all the fan support that came after that obliges me to do something about it. Like, it wasn't just a show that we had. It was a show that everyone had. And what's happening with the trademark is wrong. So I'm taking the goodwill and the money and I'm doing what I think people would want to be done with it. Um, if that's wrong, both will dry up. But until they do, it's it's uh, I think it's a lot more than money at this point. Until the end, it's spectacular PR. For the yeah, listener. it's great. It's a great story. I guess well, money yeah. like for myself when I was going through it, I uh, I had never looked at the Epic Mealtime bank account. Yeah. 
ever. I never looked at it. And even when going through that, I never looked at it. Like I have a, a business partner who handled all of that. I was just like, handle it, make sure nobody fucks this up. And I need to figure out how to make the best show next week. And it was just about the show. And it was just like, my whole point was like, no one is going to fuck with my shit. And this is my shit. And I, I, I would assume that you have like an element of like that. That's my shit. Like I helped create that. So you have that attachment and then you have this audience of people that are like, that's your shit. Like, that's not right. You know? And so it's like the, the perfect storm of things that like, uh, it, it kind of goes back to like the drama thing. I mean, you know, uh, people, people love drama. They, they really do. Like, I mean, uh, there might be like, uh, people that bounce back and forth between your podcast and Maddox's to just be like, I wonder if some shit's going to be said. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's actually like, it's a, it's a crazy scenario to be in. And I, I, I wish for you to have a, a short one and one that you're happy with the results in the end. Um, <laughs> myself looking back now, I don't regret anything. You know, I, I, I was happy like standing up for the things that I wanted to stand up for, but I'm also happy now that I don't have an enemy out there. It's kind of like, that's also a shitty feeling in itself. When you're it like, you're like stressful I, than I, people realize is my mic. Okay. I, I yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Okay. I, so I used, I started Woodycraft. It's a Minecraft server. I don't know if you guys know anything about it, but uh, it was really successful. And I knew um, all about it. So, anyway, um, uh, it, my partner, I think at the time I didn't realize how important he was. He, it was his idea to sort of start it. It was his idea to kind of like make it a thing. And, um, uh, but when it came time to actually run it and grow it and like do the work, that wasn't his cup of tea. He was more of an idea man. And I was sort of the, you know, the, the guy who the grinded doer. away, the doer, right? You know, and and he started as the doer. That was going to be his role. Like he had more experience with the hands on at this stuff, and um, you know, it just like I, I my uh, my standards for were really high. Like, no, I want it to never be done. I want it to always be this. We I want everyone to microphone and your video that your standards are are insanely <laughs> high. Yeah. Are they not good? I can't. <laughs> no, they're good. We're, we're getting Woody live from a La Quinta Inn in La Jolla. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I, I just wanted it to be really really great and um that he wasn't really he didn't have the same passion so it was I, I and i ended up buying out his part of it it was so stressful for me like i barely ate i think i was talking earlier i lost like 14 pounds in two days it was all i thought about i couldn't sleep um, two days. Do you lose a foot? <laughs> did I say two days? I meant two weeks. Uh, I lost a pound a day. You and, lost two uh, weeks in um, two days too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it ate me up. Like it, it was, I, it was how I imagined like an actual divorce to be like, it was, it was, it, I, I, it was a really, really, really unpleasant experience for me. And I, I, I feel like both of you guys went through something just as intense. Yeah. Way to uh, take these really serious lawsuits and compare it to your Minecraft server. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what, Harley? Your lawsuit reminds me of this time this little douche tried to order diamond armor and his mom's card got declined. And it's like... <laughs> uh, it's fine. So, yeah. uh, See, the, the trick to so avoiding all of this is to just not become successful. 
Just mm. just stay in the stay in my lane, stay in the lane of yeah, just right? just no no relevance. Don't nobody cares. Nobody cares. Hey, did you hear that about Taylor? No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. It, it's actually like it's 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 genuinely like it, it it's something that was told to me early on, and I really truly believe it. Just seeing through other people's experience that like it is a sign of success if people start coming for you or you. You find yourself in these scenarios. At a certain point, it could be just be bad business. But you know, if if it's worth it for people or something to fight over, then you know you're doing something right or you're a part of something special. That's yeah. what I've learned from Trump and how much he's attacked so viciously. He's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. He had it <laughs> had to be. <laughs> I mean, you're you're. I guess you're like almost getting as much hate as Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost yeah, like remember, problem. like like right after the MSNBC <laughs> and NBC and all the news stations finish uh, their like Trump hate hour, they go right on to Dick Masterson. Yeah, Re- like oh, that's what I gotta shoot for. I get it now. I'd love to see I, you do I, another thing where you go on a. Have you ever considered going back on a show like Tyra or that, sure. or are you are you just totally blackballed? Like, is that is that out of the the question from a show like that? Oh, I, I think black. I think blackballed. Yeah, they get that it was a joke, and they got had, and they don't. They don't want to have anything to do with me in, anymore. There's got to be they people like enough. Had a better sense of humor about it. I wish they'd be like, you know what? There was this one time this guy came on. He pretended he hated women. Let's let's reminisce. It, it's enough. The time has passed enough that it seems like a new show would come around where they're like, hey, this episode got good ratings or whatever they think. Let's bring him back on this time, knowing that he's. Like yeah, that. I'll do it again. It's fun. I they love should. it. Like wrestling makes billions of dollars doing this. C- come on, get, like join the join the party, guys. Talk. Can shows, you imagine sitting across? Whatever. You could just be sitting across from that chuckle fuck Jimmy Fallon saying ridiculous <laughs> things, and he'll have to just sit there and go, uh huh, uh huh. You hate women. You hate women. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Like because he agrees with everything everyone says. Yeah. But yeah, that would be great. I love that. You watched those, didn't you, Harley? Of Dick on the, on the Tyra and the, and the. Yeah, doctor. I watched the doctor. I watched the Doctor Phil ones. That's the better one because Tyra's not smart enough that you don't trust that you ever really had her. No, know? she kind of hit on me. T- it's because she was attracted to me. That's oh, why. Oh yeah, this is bo- this is a bombshell. I've never talked about this before. <laughs> but on the on the commercial, on the I'm a hundred percent serious. On the commercial I break. <laughs> on I the buy commercial it. break. I believe it. I went out there. And I sat, you know, they have, she's got that little half circle of a couch. And I kind of sat in there and did my man spreading before it was called man spreading. <laughs> like this was just how a man sat back in the, back in the 2008s. Uh, I sit in there <laughs> and I've got the glasses on and she goes, um, a, a producer came and she's, are you going to wear those, those glasses? And I was like, uh, yeah, man, that's what I, that's kind of what I do. That's my thing. I wear these glasses. And he goes, oh, uh, okay. So Tyra, Tyra leans over and she goes, oh. Um, why don't you take take those glasses off for a second? And I I took them off. Like I gave her the old the little like uh, glasses yeah, down weird. a little bit. Looking around, and she goes, "Oh wow, you have real you have real pretty eyes. Why don't you, why don't you take them off?" And I was like, "Okay, okay, all right, all right." And then the producer came over uh, right after that, and he was he goes, "Hey, uh, can you move away from Tyra, please? You're sitting too close. We need just we need you to sit all the way around on the semis. Like <laughs> she needs an entire couch to herself." And I was like. Okay, so what I got of that out of that is that she's attracted to me. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. We clear. once had a guest on here who claimed he fucked Katie Couric, Ryan <laughs> Twin Twenty. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He told lies all night long. He fucked his cousin too. Apparently, that one we latched on and assumed it was true. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I would rather go with the Katie Couric lie than the cousin lie. I mean, uh, I, it was I a legendary episode. I, I people should rewatch that one. It was so we had this guest, and he did like, I, all week long. I collect topics, and he did this YouTube thing where he said, "Hey, just call me. If you need anyone to talk to, just call." Doesn't matter if you're feeling up, down, whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep this fucker's phone number. We're going to call him during the show. So we do. We call him up. And, like, he just gets to, like, at first we thought he was cool for, like, I don't know, five minutes or so. But then he gets into this, like, homophobic stuff. And he's got some racist stuff going on. And then he's, like, sleeping with this cousin. And Kyle is playing this guy like a stringed instrument. Game you know, of just, like, game of more so out far. of him. More, <laughs> more out of him and more out of him. And uh, eventually we hung up. We all burst into laughter. And he hated me. He was he very much <laughs> hated me. <laughs> and he would upload videos uh, of him just like looking into the camera and breathing through his nose like this. <laughs> like I was supposed to be intimidated by that. It was the greatest. Um, he, I, yeah. I imagine him doing that, watching this podcast right now, staring at you on his computer screen, doing that right I now, watching so. this. Oh, I furious. forgot. He said that he had won the lottery, that he was a multimillionaire, but chose to be homeless. Like there was a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. I could have any woman I want, but I love Katie Couric. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and you can't convince me otherwise. Her and my uh, cousin. Quality I hope threesome. it was her. I think I'm not really a name guy. But yeah, I think it was Katie Couric. He was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I I don't I wasn't on for that episode. Well that that sounds interesting. I haven't heard of him since, Ryan Twin. But <laughs> Well you better hope all these enemies of yours don't team up. I... Uh, I'll tell him the same thing I tell everyone else. Bring it here. I'm not hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> you actually better hope that they all team up against you because drama's hot these days on YouTube. So there you go. Be good. Like, yeah, if that you just you should just go out there. Honestly, Woody, just start taking shots at everyone. Just go make ultimate diss track on everyone. <laughs> Woody versus the world. Like and just go one by one. You know, put put some money behind to get a real rapper to come write your verses for you and and school you through it. Make a sick video. And and if this is a YouTube civil war, because that's what they keep calling it, like YouTube civil war, because it's these two like powerhouses of people. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do that, Woody, then you get to be Thanos in the YouTube civil war. And that'd be pretty cool. So I'm just saying, think about it, man. You should take shots at everyone. Go all out. This is what it's like to be in the presence of genius, right? Harley is tossing out <laughs> ideas yeah. that are amazing. <laughs> you know, like if Harley just told you, antagonize people on the internet. And then you go, this is what it's like to be in the presence of a god. Hey, it never actually, it's, it's strategic <laughs> antagonizing. It's strategic yeah, antagonizing. I, and I probably want to harass some dude with like six I followers. knew the game this well. There was a time where it was like, oh, here's how you succeed on YouTube. And I, I hardly just laying it out there like it's simple. I think part of the reason that you'd get the most hate when we had guests on that didn't go swimmingly uh, is because Kyle and I are clearly younger. And so it's almost like they leave and they think, who was holding the reins on that whole thing? You know what? It was Woody. It's on his channel. He's probably controlling shit. He could have edited that out, and he didn't. So that's probably the reason why, well, at least in I, part. I, actually, here's some perfect insight. Woody, did you ever dislike me? No. You never, ever disliked me? I don't think so. Do you know did something? You, did about- you ever dislike anyone from Epic Mealtime that you had met? 
I don't think so. Because I, I specifically remember after the multiple times meeting you, we would leave and we would have like a download of the people that we were with and stuff like that. And it was very like, what's with Woody? What's his problem? Like, <laughs> I can't tell. If, are you serious? A hundred percent. I'm being serious with you. And, and I, I would say that like one of my abilities is like people analyst. And like, I, okay. I, I get. I, I get like, you know, I, I feel like I have like just insight sometimes. And like when I, I left those scenarios as a person who's pretty good at it and I'm telling them like, no, 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 he's just that he did. I don't think he hated you. I don't think he was mad at us or anything like that. I think you're just making that up. A part of me was like, I wonder if he, he, he doesn't like me or if he's, if he's mad about something. And so if people think that you're mad at them, and they don't get exposed to you often and learn that that's kind of just how you are, you automatically build a resentment. So people sit down and have like a two hour, three hour encounter with you and they don't know you fully. And they're like, I don't know if he really liked me. I wonder why he didn't like me. You this know what? is blowing Fuck me away. Never Fuck in that guy. Like, I, I, like every oh, this is, this is 100% head. true. That what exactly what you just said, where we had a two or three hour conference. Like the last time I left, I know I was shit faced. I was like, oh man, I, I like I felt like I disappointed Woody. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I thought we had a I thought we had a good time, but at the like I still remember I we had a good time. Me too, but I remember your face, Woody specifically, like giving me giving this look, and it was, probably wasn't even about me, but I remember that face and just like kind of feeling bad. Like oh, I it's, guess. it's actually it's true, and that's why before when we were going we couldn't get woody's camera loading i was like it's important to me to see woody's face i take cues from his looks he like, did he still, literally said that yeah i did it's actually true like that's like it's it's a thing so i think uh it's uh people all fucking with me no. no i swear i swear it's 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 you but like it's not really <laughs> it's not really they don't really hate you they're just defensive because they think that you hate them like, I, I was pretty sure you thought maybe you were better than me or you were better than, you know, and that's just the vibe you gave. I, Dick, I think, you're fuck, like I think this is like the time we got Kyle to do all those bench presses. <laughs> you know, do you remember? Uh, oh, yeah. When we convinced Kyle to like work out on the show so we can make his fun of him. form was wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he agreed. But like this, what you're talking about, Harley, Dick experienced this to a T last episode because I remember doing the episode because I was excited. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I love Dick's show. I'm going to have him on, chat, one. laugh. It was a great one. I ended the call and was and was just like, this is that was great. People are going to love Dick. And then I listened to your show the next week expecting to hear like, a, hey, I was on the PKA podcast. Check yeah. that out. We had a good time. And you were like, do you guys ever wake up the next morning after getting <laughs> drunk and and have no idea what you did and feel guilty? Well, yeah. I went on a I went on a, a, a larger podcast and I think I did that. I think I did that. And I was like, oh, no, you killed it. And you're feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that was that was also because I lied about knowing uh, who Kyle was. Uh, <laughs> See, oh, I was so excited about that because I brought it up. Like the question was asked during. So basically last episode, obviously, Dick knows who FPS Russia is, but he didn't notice that that's who Kyle was. And so in the middle of the episode, <sighs> I think so one of us said uh, no, one I of us brought said, up FPS. Yes, Russia out of nowhere, like apropos of nothing for no reason, because I'm drinking. I was like, oh, man, that guy was so fucking awesome. I'll just inject it into this conversation. So I have something to say. 
And I think you said, oh, you know, Kyle's FBS Russian. And I, I heard the words coming out of my mouth before I could stop. Like, yes. It's like, oh, no, dude, you're 36 <laughs> years old. You're still lying. Up people think you're cool. What the hell is wrong with you? Come on. Now you can't take it back. You obviously didn't know. And now suddenly it's now suddenly, you know, how many people are going to listen to this and know you're lying because it's always like a significant amount of people can tell you're lying on the Internet. Two or three guys, you're sitting at a table with six people. You can pull out a lie and then you go one by one. Who's going to fucking challenge it? Nobody. Every sink that down. But 50,000, 100,000 people hear it. They all know you're lying. Dude, you know, I I am already. A little nervous about how many people are going to agree with you guys on the, like, Woody gives off the you're an asshole vibe all the time. They're going to accept what, it as true. What did you say about they're Dr. Jordan Peterson? They're, they're, they're all, like, I. More like asshole Jordan Peterson, oh, am I right? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Moving forward, all you need to do is do everything that is exactly the same. But make sure you remember at one point to look at whoever you're with and be like, you know, I'm really happy to be sharing this moment with you, by the way. That, like, if you just say that, people will be like, oh, I'm, I'm reading it wrong. He's not. That was all me. I'm the asshole. I've worked in many Woody. companies with different departments. People didn't get that vibe. Have you ever as seen far as you know. though? I'm, no, but I'm, I'm a likable person. I swear, people like. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all likable enough. I can't wait until next week. Likable enough—that's how they described Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, she wasn't likable enough. You are likable enough. Yeah, she wasn't a popular vote. <laughs> like just saying, it's always that. You know what? I appreciate you, and I think your perspective has value. Just say that. I think Harley's right. That won't make future guests wildly uncomfortable. At all. They'll probably be like, whoa, I thought you hated me. Good to know. Or it'll come across as extremely condescending. <laughs> I'll go, what the <laughs> fuck? Just right in my face? Speaking of uh, Jordan Peterson, do you know who that is, Harley? No? Well, uh, he is... Dick, it sounds like you know who he is, that uh, the, the social or psychologist, I guess, who has so many theories about personality differences. Oh, was he was he last week's podcast? Yeah, he was our guest last week. Oh, yeah, I was watching. I was watching that, actually. Yeah, he like that was the first. First of all, it was the first podcast that I think me, Kyle and Woody all beforehand were like, all right, we're not going to be talking about which animal would win in a fight. 30 minutes in, we will not be talking about the most attractive kind of pussy lips 30 minutes in. We are going to ask <laughs> yeah. as many questions as possible and keep this guy talking. And I think we did swimmingly. But it was like it was the first podcast I've ever done where I, after it wrapped, I'm like, I'm going to have to re-listen to that because I don't feel like I internalized half of his little lessons and tidbits. Like, he re- there is something about that dude, and I can tell Dick at least somewhat agrees. That's just like inspiring. Like his like not really give a fuck. You know, clean your room, eh? Who are you to tell other people who how they should live if you haven't even cleaned your room? Huh? We're like both from Montreal. Oh, you're both from Montreal. Yeah. He's Irish in this accent, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> clean your room. What are you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of shit. But uh, so you've watched this stuff, Dick? You? Yeah, you yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't. Everything's so polarized anymore. I don't. I don't think you could it get away. It just seems with... right up your alley of like, yeah. tr- masculinity of that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. He, I'm glad he exists. I like all this stuff. Uh, 
I hope he reaches more people. It sounds like he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. His Patreon is. is huge. I wonder how big it really is. Do you guys have a Patreon? Does anyone here? Have Dick has an enormous Patreon. Dick has one. I do. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't doubt it. that number you see on there is is not what people get every like. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Or is every so what? Yeah. Not uh, oh, uh, the number that mine shows is the number that goes about into the. There's like a there's some kind of there's some amount of fall off for like fraudulent cards or yeah cards that get denied, but it's mostly that the fees are are not included in that number. Hmm. Oh, she says I'm out of date. Okay, well, damn. And, uh, yeah. That guy that you had as a guest actually is making almost fifty thousand a month for his his. Uh, Fifty-five, I thought when I saw. Yeah, him. that's insane. That's wild. That's uh, actually awesome. Those that those sites are so awesome. Yeah, mm. now they've got yeah, a they Patreon. Just keep them alive. Yeah. Have you guys heard about that Patreon? It's you like Patreon, Patreon for people who are afraid that their page will get taken down. Dude, that so is what? a real fear. I got a letter that said, "This is not a warning, but we've heard you talking about your feud." And it seems like most of the uh, most of the fire is coming from you. I'm like, well, it sounds like a fucking warning to me. Like, I don't. This is right. a I, this is a sick feeling that I have right now that you guys can take so much money away from me whenever. Like, uh, wh where's the court that I can? Have, who's the person? Who's the person I have to find if this happens to me? <laughs> yeah. That you take this away. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say that. And like, like oh, 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 like this this arcane. Uh, terms of service that they got where, you know, I'm not good at those. I've been kicked off of every host on the internet <laughs> back in the day. But yeah, it's Maybe a it's cheaper. a real fear. L listen, real fear. you're a, 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 a successful patron on that page, right? Yeah. That, that benefits them at the end of the day. It does. Like, you do have a lot of power and leverage in that scenario to not be so worried. And, like, I think, you know, it's deserving that they should at least give you a contact of a person when you get something like that. Because it's it's your life. It's your whole life, basically. You know what I mean? It's, like, same, like, with me and YouTube. Like, uh, when when the those times when, like, you know, the ad revenue fucks up, it's like, okay, wish I knew that this was going to happen. That, you know, something that you they count on. To talk weekly to? can just be stripped away because you put all your <clears throat> you know you put your eggs in like someone else's basket it's pretty freaky but you're you you do so well on the site i feel like they wouldn't be so quick to just take it away and piss off however many you know patrons you have you know it's the fear like it's the same fear that uh, that i've got on twitter too it's like it changes the way you think and react subtly it has like that chilling effect on how you react to things and it makes it tones down the volume on everything and in my opinion makes it worse and especially on the internet it sucks like every time a big name gets banned from twitter and they're all on it seems to me like they're all on the right uh but it doesn't matter what side they're on like every time somebody gets their voice silenced it like i can feel reacting differently from then on just being worried about it uh I yeah, and it happens it. more and more where yeah. you just like, because it's always the accounts that on Twitter, at least like the, the craziest ones. And you're right. They are always on the right that get yeah. banned. And a lot of the times they are bananas like uh, Sam Hyde, who had a show that got canceled off Adult Swim. He had a Twitter and he's very 
alt-rightish and also just kind of like a weird ether kind of guy. He tweeted shit that like even as I was reading it, I'm like, oh, like that's horrible. Like that that's genuinely like yeah. anti-Semitic or something. Like, you know, like the 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 bar for racism and sexism is so low now that when you do stumble upon a genuinely bigoted statement, it almost catches you by surprise where you're like, oh my, wow, okay, all right, I guess this actually is still out there. But yeah, it is always people on the right that Twitter or Facebook are, are tearing down. Yeah, I feel like I got to say, I don't think Sam Hyde is racist or bigoted. I think he is Jewish and he's also like an extreme comedian. Um, it, but I know what you're like, saying. Uh, I totally agree. Yeah, I don't think he is either. I don't know if he's Jewish or not, but uh, he's he. I don't know. His old Twitter was was a fucking hoot, and and that was a shame <laughs> when he got taken down. It was a shame, man. They, they, I feel like the whole internet's getting gentrified, and it fucking sucks. Yeah. What yeah, do you mean some... by gentrified? Like too many white people? Yeah, <laughs> white people moving into the internet. Is that what you're saying? They ruin black are, people. Twitter hipsters come in all races. Um. It's like the gentrification, you know, when a neighborhood gets gentrified, it's just more appealing to drive through. Uh, everything's- That's just because it has, like, nicer homes and better businesses and job opportunities. <sighs> yeah, oh, but it's also, yeah, it's the, yes, uh, I would prefer to live in a gentrified neighborhood, but the internet didn't need that. Like, it's not, it's not physically dangerous, so mm-hmm. the, I don't think the compare. It's a bad analogy just because no, it's, it's fair. You know, you have to li- you physically have to live in a neighborhood. It's great when it gets gentrified, but the internet, you don't actually live on it. It's just a place where people have ideas and the, yeah. the ideas are getting cleaned. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I know what you mean, but like uh like some things like almost need cleaning and those places need cleaning because then they make the other places special in a way. Like I don't I, I understand Facebook gets so popular and so huge that it becomes like, you know, like same with YouTube, like it, it they start to do this cleaning because it's like mainstream myself personally as an individual. Like when I came in onto the scene, I was like, yo, fuck this. What? Uh, fuck. Well, I drink and shit. But like after a couple of deals come through of companies that want to work and then they'll be like, oh, we did it because of this specific post mm-hmm. where I was just like, yo, this is me. Suck my dick. Like that specific post cost me something where I was like, oh, I should put some thought behind what I'm writing. There's so much dumb shit posted as status updates on Facebook Mm -hmm. that like, you know, between sharing articles or whatever that I'm happy, like Facebook would come in and like clean some of that shit, you know, because there's there's so many people that spend they don't live on Facebook, but they technically almost live on Facebook that I, I can understand that YouTube as well. But that's okay because then, you know, at least we assume that we'll always have our parts of the internet where there are no, you know, rules or anything like that. Like, I mean, as much as I find Reddit has changed in this, you know, the 10 years that I use it, it still is a pretty, like, solid place in terms of, like, not being gentrified, as as you said. You know what I mean? I feel like it's not so much. Reddit. um, To me. When things need clean, not really about. Uh, what are you wait, breaking up? Lost you for wait, Bring know. it back. Gentrify that microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Bring it. Bring it back. You, we missed that. Everything you said there. It's not the mic. I think it's the whole internet connection. But we anyway, it's about the bullying. That's where I don't like it. Right. That Milo didn't get banned for saying that he loves Trump. 
Milo got banned for saying this woman is fat and ugly and, you know, it's it'd be fun to pick on her. That's the thing that I do kind of like when people use their ma- their massive platform to hurt someone. That's when I think Facebook or Twitter or whatever might be on target with saying, hey, no, don't do that to people. That's fucked up. And by the way, if I own that company, I'm kind of cautious about that sort of thing. One, maybe I'm, you know liable for it Two, maybe it's my fuck maybe it's what shit we're never gonna know Uh, maybe it's what maybe it's maybe it makes my platform worse when people use it to bully right if facebook becomes a place where people just get abused all the time people will move to whatever's next if uh if twitter is just a place where you go and you feel bad People might just you know, compartmentalize that and throw it away. If, if that's what your platform becomes about, then your platform's getting ruined. Mm. It's I hard mean, for I, me I, to go ahead. Sorry, like uh, I, I, if I recall correctly, I think Milo wasn't going after some random fat girl. I think he was going after like Leslie one Jones. of the ghost, yeah, a, a Ghostbusters actress who also has mm-hmm. like tons of followers and is you know famous in her own right. So, like, I do think there is a difference between going after. You know, another star. And she was antagonizing and, him. And she was antagonizing him. Like, they were in a tiff. It wasn't like a, fuck you, okay. you know, you Ghostbusters bitch. Like, it was back and forth, if I remember right. And it seems Dick does. But, like, if he were just harassing some random-ass girl who just posted, like, a gym pic, like, working on getting in shape. And he was like, oh, that's absolutely dreadful. You're a fat ham, darling. Or whatever the fuck he would say. Mm. Like, that would be shitty. But this, like, he has two, done that, two but- stars... <laughs> Yeah, no, he has done I, that. I, you know what? This, it's coming full circle. I, I think but. it was still. <laughs> I, I think it was. I think it was. It was shitty. Regardless, it doesn't matter who her following is or how many people. Like it's just, you know, like as as we know personally, they're just people. Like it's just a person. So it would be too. It would be terrible to like be like, oh, she can handle it. She probably has lots of movie money and look at all her followers. Why? Why would she complain? You know, I I, I think it's like. It's it's listen it's it's freedom of speech. You could say whatever you want. I can go outside and I could say whatever I want, but some things have consequences. And there's just consequences to some of the things that were said and it's it's almost a moot point because I'm sure if he can go back in time, I don't think he would change it. I think he would still get banned on Twitter. It's how, you know, a lot of people heard about him. So I mean like mm. it's it's almost like uh to to Twitter's demise it's almost like being banned by Twitter is like the new like, you know, uh uh, you know, getting shot at as a rapper from the nineties. It was like, <laughs> like entry. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I don't it's know. Like, I think that without Twitter, where are you? How edgy are you? It's like, Oh, he got banned off Twitter. What people protest <laughs> when he goes, Oh my God, I need to hear everything he has to say since people hate it so much. Yeah. But now Fox news isn't having him. CBS isn't having him on and on and on. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He doesn't right? have now, a platform. Now, it does. Where's Milo? Milo used to be doesn't he have a YouTube channel? my, I don't. But he's. Know. It's a. It's a big part of his voice that's been silenced, and that's. It, it's a. It's a real thing. Like it's. Yeah. It's a real thing that that the the way we lean, I think collectively, what I don't like is how people will aggressively defend these gigantic advertising corporations like Facebook and Twitter. Everyone has a theory on why it's good for their bottom line to be um, silencing people instead of providing which they could do ample tools to protect yourself on these platforms but the the point that i think it's missed is that these companies are selling us to advertisers 
that's all they that's the only reason they they don't they don't exist to protect mm-hmm. us at all they just exist to warp our brains like they're at no point and they're not and in the case of twitter they're not terribly good at it because they're losing like a half a billion dollars every year and their stock price keeps plummeting uh facebook is very good at it google is very good at it but everything they do to me if they're servicing a bottom line it's to make it better and more effective for advertisers to take our money um but you started the counter my argument and then i think you supported it in the end you know the thing i was saying was hey this isn't a very good place to be if it's an abusive hard place to be and then you came around and said hey this whole thing exists just to sell ads and and you're right but that's that's their motivation right they they don't want their place to be a cesspool of hate or it will die it just seems that they're often very selective in their removal of cesspool of hate. Like, obviously, like Milo picking on some fat girl at the gym or whatever, or even, you know, antagonizing Leslie Jones. That's that's shitty to do. But you can go on Twitter right now and find pro-ISIS accounts, find uh, kill cop yeah, they, accounts. They, uh, they, you can I, find so much, like, awful shit there. And it's like, well, why is this selectively... Censorship. Why is the censorship so selective? And no, so they, 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 try, they try and take those, they take those accounts down also. You know, yeah. it's just that they're not going to be do. like, it's not like a headline like ISIS, you know, account number 42 got deleted off Twitter. It's not like, you know, it's not newsworthy. And and plus all that stuff happened. It was like, it was like a whirlwind. You know, if, if we never heard it and it was something that came up like, you know, a year later, people wouldn't be like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. It was just kind of like in a whirlwind of everything. And it was, I think, perfect timing for him because when I first heard that and I like Googled him, he had like no shortage of content or anything available that was all like fresh and new stuff. And I just looked at like, you know, he, him appearing on everything. It's like, you know, it's, it's that type of thing where, um, you know, people making videos bashing him or calling him out, just, it just makes him grow. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what's I, I, everything made him go at the time. Yeah, but where's it silenced him? Yeah, now Milo, I feel like Milo's career ended when that pro pedo stuff came out. And I, I'm, I'm kind of mischaracterizing it, but he, he basically said this. And apparently this is just the, the reality and truth of being gay, that it's not uncommon for a young gay person to sort of sync up with an older gay person because they don't have that father figure there. And they kind of teach him the gay ropes and, you know, maybe even have gay sex like that. He's like, that's how it is. That that's that's our world. You talk to any gay person, they'll admit that this is a reality. Um, I don't know, but uh, he came out and said that this isn't always an abusive relationship. That sometimes it's like a a growth experience for the younger guy, and the world just collapsed on him. You know, it, they they yep. painted it as a you know you like you know man boy love and and you're the devil. And yep. since then they, they painted now, it as like I, an endorsement of pedophilia. Yeah. And, and look, if you read it and you could get that from it and not be crazy, you but, could. um, also I feel like, you know, you really have to know the gay world as well as he does to, to criticize it. And, uh, second, you also have to know like the nature of a podcast like this one where people say shit. I think it came out in favor of 13 year old asses earlier tonight. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but yeah. you know, if, if, uh, Anderson like you also Cooper have to look at the context, it, then I'm in trouble. It. Like the context also of Milo specifically is like he's talked a lot about being molested Mm -hmm. and it's well known. It's a well known thing that people Mm -hmm. who are molested will often try and and 
retroactively change what happened in their minds so they can gain a measure of control over it. Because if you just say, yeah, I was molested and I didn't want that and I didn't want any part of it, but it happened to me anyway, you're way more helpless than if you say, oh, no, no, I wasn't molested. I actually wanted it. I, I was a part. I was an active, you know, member. I was of the that. aggressor. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, that's yeah. me. I, I just was a little boy who loved dick. And, and like, that's all I was thinking about. Like, I manipulated so there is definite, that priest to get what I wanted from him. Like, you know, I, that, that that's was his what story. I got out of it. But it's only because I'd heard his story about having been molested that I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this really rings true of someone who was molested and is trying to kind of gain a power back over it. But yeah. who knows? That could be wrong as well. It's a funny thing when these companies like Facebook is one, Google is one, Twitter might be one. Like they start off as little companies, little for-profit businesses, and they turn into sort of public utilities. You know, YouTube is one. YouTube, people say, oh my God, YouTube is in the censorship business now. They're in the ad delivery business. That's what they do. The censorship is just to support the ad delivery. They never thought that they were an important platform for free speech, but they become one. You know, they become a way for you to put your voice out there about all sorts of topics important or Jake Paul. And, this, and Facebook uh, are you, and Are you Twitter. kind of referring to this Google thing that came out like that, uh, that dossier that that dude wrote about their issues with uh, oh, forcing diversity? No, but that's and all a good that? point. Yeah. So, and are you guys, for real quick, Harley and Dick, are you guys familiar with that? Was, it's been, yeah, the manifesto. Quick rundown. Yeah, there's a Google employee. He held, That's my new uh, porn. I would say, conservative views. And um, what he was saying I'd was say that realistic. Google works. <laughs> Not that they're well, conservative necessarily. Because like, a lot of it was just moderate, normal stuff. Like that everybody some of the can things agree. he's saying, like, hey, why are we struggling or why are we striving for diversity of gender and diversity of skin color? What Everybody froze. I think that was it. And why no, are we good. striving for diversity? Oh, okay. Diversity of color, diversity of skin color, when we should be going for diversity of ideas. That's what true diversity is. What's between your ears, not what's between your legs and, and such. I have heard those exact same things, diversity of ideas pitched uh, out of the, the right before. So I, I, I suspect that you know that's, that's where he was coming from. I think he wasn't was crazy. pretty moderate. If it does have a lean, it was. He got fired. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Hard. He got I, I read that today that he got fired. And um, it turns out, it appears, based on the, the article I read, Google was well within their rights to fire him. That that the whole free speech thing doesn't extend to the workplace. Uh, well, no, yeah, they're they're definitely in their right to fire him. Anytime you kind of publicly humiliate a company uh, that you work for, you do open yourself up to I, that. I, but I, you you can't also have someone who they had a VP of diversity come out and be like, you know, we love diversity and we love this. First of all, VP of diversity, how fucking Orwellian is that? And like that's insane. It's someone whose job is like, are we doing? Are we making good products here at Google? No, 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 no. I make sure that the right genitals are in place and that the right skin. Make sure we have a good hue in our programming department. You know, yeah. enough tits in there. By no, like, it just doesn't make any sense. But this shit was so moderate, and he, his humble assertions of like, hey, just you know, women aren't as interested in tech as a whole as men. And that probably goes to explain a lot of this discrepancy. You can't shoehorn people into places. They've literally done studies. The more equal a society gets, the more likely women and men are to follow more gender-constructed roles. The entire Scandinavian part of the, the world is the most equal, quote, equal, between men and women. All that does is open up opportunities for the women to pursue things that women naturally are more interested in. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in current society, we all have to pretend that men and women have an intrinsically different interest is somehow demeaning to one side or the other when it's not. 
I don't get why we can't ever look like men and women compliment each other on shit instead of just having it a contest where you want men to be shitty women or sh women to be shitty men. <laughs> I agree completely. I, Milo puts it. I've heard Milo argue this and he's like, men and women are actually different. You know, there are tons of studies to back this up and like <laughs> here, my tiny little sample size. I have, my first kid was a girl, right? And my next kid was a boy, but it was four years apart. So for four years, I had a girl. And um, I guess it, it didn't take me long to get out of it. But I, before I had any kids at all, I wanted a boy. Most people lie. They say they don't care as long as they're healthy. Um, I didn't lie. <laughs> I said I wanted a boy. And not only that, I wasn't even worried about getting a girl. I just felt like I was luckier than that. Like that wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> and when she, it always when comes she up was born... <laughs> It was like a car accident, but worse, like a car accident. <laughs> I, I remember she was born. She's like three hours old. And, uh, you know, I was there for the birth and everything. I'm sitting on my, my back porch and I'm like, I can't fix this. She's like <laughs> permanently a girl, right? Like there's no getting her. I totally have a girl. What you, and, she had uh, been born right now. You could start that little that little man on hormone treatment right away. <laughs> Puberty blockers. Give her a big I old meaty clit and send her into a I, locker room. Yeah. Just to fast forward a bit and get myself out of a little trouble. By the time she was two, we, we were starting for a second kid. I loved her so much. I was not I was afraid I wouldn't be able to love the next kid too. Like I was like, this one is so perfect. Should we just stop? Should we just stop? But um anyway, uh so it only I took two years. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a boy and I got a girl. So I was like, well, here we go. I'm going to raise her like a boy. That's what I'm up to. You know, I'm going to teach her how to throw a ball. I'm going to teach her how to like roughhouse and whatever. Uh, no difference in parenting for me. She was such a girl, though. She was totally like attracted to the pink frilly stuff. I, she had um, boyfriends, right? She's three or something. And the boys would like race around the house, like wild Indian, just like screaming, banging, like breaking shit. Who knows? And she would sit there and put hats on them as they went by. Right. Cause she's a girl. <laughs> and, and she wasn't like them. She didn't, she wasn't a fucking monkey to just hanging on things. And like, I, I get that it's a small sample size, but by and large, my experience is girls and boys are different. And Woody, it's, you're, I'm not you're exactly it's right with your example. They do Wait. the same thing with bonobo, to, uh, you know, bonobo babies and chimp <laughs> babies where like they, there was a real study about this that they did in like the 70s or something. And they were like, oh, let's see if little little human boys and girls like intrinsically like trucks or machines or little dolls. And all the boys tend to like the machines and the items and the girls like the personified items like the, the dolls and the, you know, dressy up and the pink frilly stuff. And whatnot, where the guys like the Tonka trucks and feminists at the time were like, that's not true. That's social conditioning. That's all social conditioning. The, the, the fucking patriarchy, you know, man sneaks into women's rooms at night and whispers into the belly. You're going to like you're going to like pink shit, you little bitch. And you're going to know your place. You're going to know your place. Oh, wait, wait, that kind hold of shit. on. Like, no, but they did this. They replicated it with bonobos, which are apes. the closest relative and, we have. Yes. Closest relative we have. And they did the exact same thing. All the male Bonobo uh, babies went over and played with the trucks. All the females went over and played with the dolls. And it's like, I don't know why in people's heads they see things like this and they go, uh-oh, this is bad. Like well, any kind I, of difference I, at all. I, 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 I do have, I do, I do want to say that like saying like men are different from women is, a, it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious yeah. because... Men are different from men. 
and women are different from women. So obviously men will be different from women and maybe trucks and, and the dolls have a different reasoning why the, the monkeys felt that they would go to it. But like, I don't think a truck or a doll is representative of male and females. And I I think it's because I know, I know, I know someone that, you know, uh, uh, plays more Xbox than you and bench presses and squats more than you and is a girl. And like, it's just like, those are things that, you know, growing up, I didn't imagine girls would be like, or be into or whatever. But then you just realize that like people are people and all people are different from all people. I mean, so that's fair, but you don't really, so you don't really learn thing. anything when you real quick, like you don't learn anything if you just say everybody's different. Cause then you can only do that. If you take it to an individual level, the entire value of making these assumptions and generalizations is that you have to do it on a population level. And so the point would be, Obviously, well, an can. individual man and an individual you, you, you man. Can. Yeah, you, you absolutely you, can. You well, can notice tendencies yeah. in populations. Like, the fact, like, women choose to do, go into careers that have to do more with child rearing, especially when given the opportunity to do so in, in nations but where they have the opportunity with, to go with to such engineering. A, so. You're dealing with such a complex scenario that when you say something like that, you're talking about, like, you have to talk about, like, specific country and a specific type of person. Well, no, like, it's, it's, here's it's the direction global. that I come like, in it from. Some, some women, depending on where they are, they're farmers. When I say men are different than women, what I'm trying to say is that we shouldn't try to have equality of results, right? Men are different than women. But if we say, all right, we need 50% of our engineers to be men and 50% of our engineers to be women. We need 50% of our doctors to be men and 50% of our doctors to be women and on and on and on. Then you're making a mistake because it might be that like 90% of men are attracted to petroleum engineering and only 10% of girls are. And when we say that this industry needs you know gender diversification it ignores the fact that by and large you know 90 percent of women don't like it but harley's friend does we're not outlawing anyone from it i'm just saying that the idea that there should be a goal of equality of results is off target no yeah I, and I, I'm, I'm i'm from the place that i'm not saying there should be a goal but i am comfortable if there is a position or a thing and you know 90 percent of it is white men then I'm comfortable for someone to ask, is that because mostly white men pursue that? Or is it something that is like created in a way that it's difficult to penetrate if you were, say, a female? I'm cool with the question. I'm not saying like there has to be more female engineers so that it's 50. I'm just saying like if, if there's 90% male and someone wants to know, well, that's weird. I would be like, yeah, it is. Maybe there's an explanation. I mean, the, the U.S. So, we, we had we people a woman. Oh, go ahead. who are possibly answering that question, at least one side of it is getting fired. That question's great. And people positing and saying, here's some research that would suggest an answer to your question. Because my whole life as an engineer, people have told me that my only value is in providing answers and solutions to problems that no one else can solve. My value is this answer I said I can give you and spell out for you. Here you go. You're fired. That's it. And so well, anybody who yeah. thinks anybody who tries to answer this, whether it's wrong or not, or whether it's harmful or not, is just instantly going to stop. And all you're stuck with is this perennial question that was invented cynically by advertising companies and universities to boost their bottom line. 
Universities want to pitch the diversity thing that they get more applicants because it looks great. Everybody, every big company wants to be as diverse as fucking possible because it just looks good on the billboard. They're, the lev- yeah. the the angle that they're coming at this from is so far removed from the four of us sitting here and giving honest, honest anecdotal evidence and thought pr- and and. and th- arguments that we've actually put thought in and that we have emotion in this is real these are real people coming at these problems that are not dangerous at all the companies that are making us do this have none of these things in mind all they no. all they want to do is look good doing it to to equate them to me is is the is the worst part of this that we have to have these arguments with one another as people and they are just sitting there crunching numbers and they know exactly what they're doing i use google analytics all the time you know what would happen if google suddenly decided hey let's not track men and women as men and women they'd lose an infinite amount of data the entire way they target people like much of it is contingent on whether you're a man or a woman everything everything we're we're basing on here is like when i when i first brought up the things that i brought up it wasn't with money thrown in like this everything we're talking about here is when you throw money into the equation it does change things like Google and what they did with that employee was a business decision. And I don't think it reflects at least the sentiments in this room, even though we can differ on what we're saying right now, we still have the same sentiment that maybe that was a harsh decision made for the scenario, but like that's a company and I can't begin to understand why a company that huge does the things it does or why it even has a VP of diversity. Like when you were saying like, what's the point? Like there might be a point. I don't know because I would never understand how to manage a huge company like that. I I just know from my experience that I would never say these are girls and these are boys because these girls on the Venn diagram can have so many similarity to these guys and you yeah, know, it but, might be way more common things than there are differences overall that I think we always default to, to being like men and women. But like, you know, I, I see what I, you're I saying, but I think you're, you're getting too like it, you're exactly right. If we're talking about individuals, there are men out there who are more different from me than a woman I might meet. And me and that individual woman might be more similar than otherwise. But you can't actually reach valuable conclusions if you just go individual to individual differences. You have to go by population. And there are overwhelming differences between men and women in their life decisions and their priorities and what they're attracted to and what they like to do. Enormous differences that do tend to hold as a trend. trend. And that's the way you get data from it. That's men and women. They're very different. But even like when you go from like one side of the country to the other side of the country or the continent, like there's huge differences between people there. Like as much as we generalize and we have to generalize to get an understanding of things, you just like I've come to believe that humans are so complex. You just don't get that. Even like the monkeys with the truck and and, and the, the doll, like their social setup is so fucking basic compared to us they don't even have to get dressed you have to think before you put clothes on every day dress. <laughs> That's the first like, thing just taking taking the clothing aspect away it's like so primal and maybe primally like men are like this women are like that but we're not a society of hunters and gatherers anymore it's so much more complex you have the luxury to feel how you want and do what you want and when people get to truly feel what they want and not hunt because biologically they're stronger 
then maybe that's just not something that they would want to do. And maybe they want to do more womanly things or the other See, way around. And, and this, this is exactly what I was talking about. And it, and it supports my point that if you go to fucking Cambodia, you're going to see women doing the jobs of men at a higher rate than if you go to Norway, Sweden, Finland, you know, England, whatever, like a Nordic country. Because the more that you free people to pursue what they naturally are drawn to, we've actually found that women and men are more likely to go in, in traditional male and female directions when the initial hypothesis from feminists and the like was, oh, the more you free women from traditional gender roles, the more they'll want to go be engineers or they'll want to be uh, you know, boxers or whatever the hell. And it ended up being the exact opposite of that. And that's a conclusion you can like only women, rise to if you analyze general populations. And of course, it's not as being like, encouraged yeah, go to go in these. Like Milo says it really well. He's like this world that you're describing where women don't have opportunities to be engineers is not the world that young people are living in now. And that's my Milo impression was terrible. Anyway, uh, the <laughs> it wasn't very fabulous. <laughs> no, I, I, I broke out of it instantly. Well, my daughter's 18. And uh, she has had STEM thrown at her since she was 12. Yeah, There's a lot of 12. innuendo in that. My daughter's 18 and she's getting <laughs> a lot of STEM thrown at her. You mean that? <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. That's my That's like a really 1940s impression. way to say it. Yeah. So uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. They, she's had that tossed at her. You know, join the robotics team. Check this out. Opportunities for women in STEM. We're going to conferences and meetings yeah. and whatever. And uh, like – there is no one her age being told that like this is not okay for you. That you know, the careers in, in science, technology, engineering, math, those are boy jobs. Like that's just not the world that girls are coming up in now. And they're still not choosing it. And I, like my daughter, like I would I would love for her to have a background in that. And uh it's it's not her cup of tea. She's like, no. Like whenever I have courses about that. Those are the ones that either, you know, I have to try harder in or they, they just don't find them appealing. So, yeah, I mean, small sample I size, know, but dude. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, please go. All I know is that no man has ever jumped out of my moving car because we drove by a CVS. <laughs> that's all. That's all I know. I think that says enough. Yeah, I, I've never yeah. been that excited to go to CVS. No. It's, why would no. you be? No, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing cool there. CBS. There's nothing but, but, good at CBS. <laughs> fucking nothing Benadryl. And, and, yeah. and they have their and they have their fucking smarmy. We don't sell tobacco anymore. Now go fuck ah. yourself. Like, yeah. like it's like ah. It's, but they got enough nicotine gum to fill a wheelbarrow. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit Kill about it. me undies. Yes. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? But that perfect balance is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out MeUndies. I'm wearing some right now, actually. They're like the Jamaican color one that we got a little while back. Uh, August is National Underwear Month. And to celebrate, MeUndies is making it easier than ever to try the world's most comfortable underwear by giving you a risk-free guarantee all National Underwear Month long. If you don't love your MeUndies, they're free. And believe you me, guys, National Underwear Month isn't something these guys just made up. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> MeUndies are made from Lensing Micromodal, a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that's proven to be three times softer than cotton. Can you believe that? Micromodal is an all-natural, breathable, eco-friendly fabric extruded from Austrian beech trees that actually inhibits odor. No stinky undies, just soft, cool, and cozy MeUndies. MeUndies are the ultimate feel-good undies for when you want to feel naked but not actually be naked. And for the fellas, MeUndies diamond-seamed pouch cradles your jewels and gives you stuff and gives your stuff the support it needs without feeling too tight. 
All National Underwear Month long, you can feel them for yourself risk-free. It's simple. If you don't love your MeUndies, they're free. Now till August 31st, get 20% off your first pair of MeUndies, plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash PKA. That's MeUndies.com slash PKA. MeUndies.com slash PKA for 20% off your breathable, comfortable, cock-holding underwear. <laughs> I hope they're cool with that. <laughs> underwear. <laughs> and uh, Dude. they really are great. This is... I. I I have literally thrown out old brands of underwear that I had as I get Whoa. new replenish from MeUndies. Like I get MeUndies and I throw them in. Let's let's see how these uh, Rasta underwear are holding your cock right now. Come on, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean we've had enough problems with getting demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I start, dude. It, when Taylor said, "Believe you me, National Underwear Month is not something they just make out." My research mode kicked off. I started googling, and I, I had to read the copy to know if that was Taylor or if that was in there. One, Taylor made that up. That was an ad lib. Two, it is actually National Underwear Day, as as Chiz points out. Um, I but, can cram all that fun into one day. What? It's a month. <laughs> no, you can't do it. Can't are, do it. Are, are you, so, I was going to say something that they would not like. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Uh, you know, like, am I wearing MeUndies right now? Nah, I'm wearing an inferior brand. But I have been wearing my MeUndies. I have a pile of dirty underwear sitting right up next to me. And I'm oh, like, I, I'll would take pulling out it. my dirty underwear help sell underwear for these guys? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't I don't think it would. Don't. You know who else don't. we need to hear from don't. right now? Don't, don't, don't pull your dirty underwear. Don't, don't poison uh, my, what I'm about to explain to you guys. It's time to hear a little bit more about the Elder Scrolls. And people are wearing <laughs> dirty underwear in Skyrim. I've played enough to know that. So let's learn about the Elder Scrolls. Or I'm sorry, Please tell Skyrim. me. Strategy card games are fun. Online strategy card games are arguably even more fun. You know what isn't fun? A stale online strategy card game where things don't change for months and months. When you lose the same deck week after week, play an online digital card... Why play an online digital card game if it doesn't change? Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Legends Heroes of Skyrim, a different take on the online strategy card game. With unique gameplay mechanics like lanes, runes, and prophecies, frequent balance updates to the metagame, weekly in-game tournaments, and a new card every month, Legends is new, fresh, fair, and interesting. Legends features something for everyone. For those of you who like to play solo, Story Mode will have you immersed into the world of the Elder Scrolls universe with a fully voice-acted cutscene and, no and beautiful motion graphics. While playing through the campaign, unlock new cards, level your cards to tailor your playstyle and decks. Legends also features an, a solo arena mode where you can draft a deck of cards to play against and play against random various AI opponents and different game rules and conditions. Like PvP? Jump online to play in the versus arena or battle mode. In arena mode, players construct their own 30-card deck on the spot. So you gotta be smart. Which they will wield in a series of intensely challenging matches that offer the prospect of huge rewards. Probably money. Battle... Pro uh, probably... XP. Uh, battle mode allows players to bring their finely tuned decks against online opponents in ranked matches for a chance to top the leaderboard. Not able to jump in the game? Link your Bethesda.net account and your Twitch account for a chance at free in-game loot like currencies and card packs that you can get randomly just by watching any Legend stream or by streaming the game yourself. Whether you're a strategy card game fan or a fan of the award-winning Elder Scrolls characters world and, of course, dragons, the Elder Scrolls Legends Heroes of Skyrim is now available for free. Find it today on Google Play, the App Store, and Steam for PC and Mac. That is the Elder Scrolls Legends Heroes in Skyrim. Check that out. I actually will check it out because I play, or intermittently, I play lots and lots of Magic the Gathering because I think that's probably one of the most fun games ever invented. I fucking love Magic. And if this is anything like that as a card game, it's going to be 
it's going to be great. And it seems like, because they have 30 card decks in this, so you can probably make them way faster and like have a quicker, so you won't have to spend as much time on it. You guys probably don't play Magic, and so I'm explaining to nothing. But check no, that I out. actually I learned how to play uh, another card game that I just won't mention because you guys are sponsored. And I played that game, and I was like, oh my god, this is such a simplified version of I bet what Magic is like. Mm-hmm. And so I took everything I learned from that game, and I went and like uh, basically applied it to playing Magic with a friend. And I was like, oh shit, I learned how to play Magic through dabbling in that other card game. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I used to just, my experience with magic was just flavor text growing up. I used to just like shit and stare at these trippy ass, like scary pictures of like golems and stuff in the woods and like read like the little creepy paragraph and be like, damn, it's so crazy. You know, it's so funny. Like <laughs> so you would I, just look at it and read like the little part. Yeah. I, I, I got magic yeah. cards. Cause I, I mean, I was born in 85. So when I got cards, there was one reason why you got cards. You got it to have it and look at it. Yeah. And I really realized the difference in my age when I had this guy hired who was about eight years younger than me. And I was showing him my like 1993 like Marvel cards and my my metal series of cards. I'm like, check these out. And he's like, whoa, how do you play? And I was like, yeah, you don't play. <laughs> cards were just, they were just were. And he was like, there's no game. I'm like, no, there's no game. He's like, oh, weird. So you just look at it, and I'm like, yeah, pictures were a big deal growing up. Like, <laughs> so you, you just got look a picture at it of Robocop, like, that was cool. You carry a pack thing? around in your, on your palm, and then you swipe it to the next one, everyone's, when you're done looking at it. It's yeah, perhaps you've heard of it. You fucking idiot, don't act like I'm the weird one. I <laughs> think <laughs> the back of the card. Um, yeah. I don't know. Dick said I'm the weird one. It had a topic I've been holding on to so 50 years ago being gay was considered like a mental disorder right it, like it, it was a diagnosable sort of thing like yeah, yeah. now Jewish being too. gay is just part of like the mosaic of people and this is what we are right some are gay some are straight some are bi some are pan some are things i'm not even sure what they are anyway what mental disorder from now would make a cool entry into just like the mosaic of who of who humanity is. Like, yeah, some people are schizophrenic. It's not like don't look down on them. We just like if uh, you had like a schizophrenic person who nowadays they'd be sitting there like leaning back and forth, like, this is my friend Phil. Totally normal. It's like uh, nobody's <laughs> nobody's there, Ted. And you have to respect well, that. Yeah, I believe Phil is, is there. I, know, but I hung out with someone. And uh, it was like a couple years back in Hollywood and uh, my friend who's like this, like just this weird Hollywood dude and uh, another friend of mine, he was like, yeah, uh, so my buddy is going to come by tonight to hang out. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, yeah, he's this cool dude. Uh, And this is how he described to me. He was like, he's really awesome. He's really like, he's like an excellent actor. He's like a genius and super artistic. And he was a child actor and everything they say about Hollywood and child actors are true and he's been through some shit and it changed him, but he's totally cool. And he's like a chill- pedophilia kind of stuff. But he has a thing like he has a, a, a disorder. Yeah. That was what I gathered that maybe he had been abused or something. And he's like, but he has a disorder. I um, mean, he's kind of like bipolar, but he's totally cool. 
And so I was actually in the scenario where I was fully accepting of like, okay, this guy is bipolar. And uh, I guess I need to know that more so than if my buddy was like, oh, my friend's coming over and uh, she used to be a guy. Like, I feel like that, you, like, or he's gay. You don't need to disclose that. It doesn't define a person. But, like, if someone is bipolar, like bipolar or schizophrenic schizo, or something where they're like going to be erratic. Have that, what's that? Like, anything where they're going to be potentially erratic. Yeah. Like, if like they might start like, behaving and freaking out. It's like, I, I should know in advance that this, uh, you know, like, something like that. Like that. And it, it all came up to the point that he was like, no matter what happens... Uh, like he's not allowed to drink or like do any partying. And I was like, okay, sure. And so he comes over this guy and I'm there with my buddy and my Hollywood friend who knows him. And they're like, what's up? What's up? What's up? And he's a cool guy. He's laughing. He's joking. And you know, we have, we have a couple of drinks there and my buddy's like, yeah, I'm going to go shower like the buddy or the mutual friend. So he goes to shower and like we're there and he, he puts a glass down next to ours and he's like, can I get a little taste? And like, so me and my buddy are now it's awkward because I don't know this guy. And we were just told from the one friend that knows him to not give him any drinks or drugs <laughs> because he <laughs> he's bipolar and he, he changes. And it's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And my friend's gone. And I'm like polite Canadian. The guy's like, can I get a little taste? And I have this. And like my other buddy that. that doesn't know him either is like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, why not? I'm like, it's okay. He's like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, you're allowed to have some. He's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So like we give him a little and he like <laughs> sips it and uh, we start talking. And then my buddy comes out of the shower and he's like, dude, he's like, you're not supposed to be drinking. And we turn and look at the guy and he's now like holding the bottle and it's like half gone. At some point, he got the bottle, and he still was drinking, and we didn't realize because we were drinking and talking and whatever. And my buddy was like, are you okay? Like, can you drink? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine. I'm fine. I just uh, – and, and, and this is what my buddy said to me. He goes, but you know what your limit is, right, when you shouldn't – when you should stop drinking or and all that? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you in advance before I start to get a little crazy. And anyways, he did. Sure. We were drinking. He went out to go have a cigarette, and he was gone for like two hours. And when he came back up to the hotel, like he, he opens the door and he comes up to me and he's like, dude, fucking security's here. And I'm like, what? He's like, fucking security. There's saying some shit about something. I'm like, okay. So I walk outside and the security hotel security is there. They're like, we're going to kick you all out or we're going to kick that guy out. If it's not his room, we saw him going around on to all the floors and unscrewing all the light bulbs in front of all the hotel room doors. And he's like, we have it all on camera. And he went up and down all the floors and did that. And he's like, so you got to ask him to leave. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I go inside. I go up to my buddy. I'm like, can you come outside for a second? And he comes outside and I bring my Hollywood friend. And I tell my Hollywood friend, I'm like, he, they got to kick him out. And he's like, what? For what? And I kind of just push them both out and close them. <laughs> and I was like, okay, hey, that's that. And my buddy came in and I was like, why'd you let him drink? He's like, you let him drink. And I was like, why'd you leave me alone with him? But like, we were inclusive to the scenario, knowing full well that he was like bipolar and and, and whatever, but like, I mean, you know, by saying like, oh, uh, gay people hang out now, I wonder if in the future schizo people will be cool to hang out, but it's like gay people aren't potentially dangerous to those around them. And I don't, I'm not a psychologist, but from what I understand, 
a, a schizophrenic person can ultimately potentially be dangerous to themselves or the people around them, right? Yeah. It depends on the kind yeah. of schizophrenic. There's like, I, that's another trend I go through on YouTube videos is I like watching interviews of people with schizophrenia or by, or like severe mental disorders where like they're just fucked up in the head. It's really interesting. There, there are some of them where it's called like a catatonic schizophrenic where they will stand still like a statue for like nine hours. Like they'll get into a position that doesn't make any sense and, and just stay there. Have you guys ever heard of that? Catatonic no. schizophrenia? No, but I'll be, like, that, I just up. added that to my homework. They, they'll like stand like Is it this. like a feigning goat? They'll, they'll just like, no, no, they'll just stand in a way that doesn't make any sense for hours on end. And if you go over to them and you go like that, oh, I, they'll stay in that position. Or um, they'll lash out and hurt you sometimes. My girlfriend is a special needs teacher. She had one of those kids. There you go. So he, And he would just sit, sit there for hours. Uh, I think he was the same guy that had to like, he had to undo everything. So they would, like, he had to reverse everything that was done to him. So they would, like, you know, they're hanging out oh. with these kids all day. They got to interact with them somehow. They, like, move his move something in a weird way. And he would have to, like, Ace Ventura, rewind the tape. Uh, <laughs> whatever whatever they did or wherever they took him. Do you guys ever like get, a like, a mild version of that? OCD. Like, 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 if I touch your right knee, do you need to, like, rub the left one to make him symmetrical yeah. again? Yeah, when I was, like, 12, I, I did that that kind of shit. Where I'd like have to like do things balanced, you know, where like you'd you'd like put one arm down on a desk at school and you'd be like, well, how do I put the other arm down exactly the same? Okay, now I'm still like like my wife might like pinch a big toe or something. It's just like a little, you know, token of love. And it's like, can you get the other one? Because, you know, you kind of fucked me up by just pinching one toe. (laughs) (laughs) That thing that Dick was talking about with the having to reverse and walk backwards. Literally this week I was watching one on one of these tears and it was severe OCD and OCD most of the time is someone being like, I'm so OCD. I wash my hands after I take a shit. And it's like, yeah, we all do. You fucking attention whore. Like no shit. Are you gluten free too, moron? Like you get that kind of feel from it. This guy's video, he spent years in a basement by himself. Like he, there's, there's filming like camera of him where he like filmed himself in the basement, like a creep. He's got a full beard, like a castaway looking guy. And he would You're describing epic meal hours. time so far. But you don't, what he would do is it, he said it would take him like seven to 10 hours to walk 11 or 12 feet across the room to go to the bathroom because he would have to, from the bathroom, do every single movement exactly correctly backwards. And if he ever made a mistake, he had to restart. And so he he pissed away three years of his life doing shit in reverse in a basement until eventually he's like, I don't know what eventually came over me. It was just one day I'm like, I've had enough trying to do shit backwards. And then I <laughs> I opened the door and, and, you know, tried to take my life. But he ended up having kids and being healthy-ish, so, so that was good. But goddamn, watching videos like that makes you really thankful that you don't that you don't suffer with that shit, especially shit like the OCD one, because for some reason, the ones where you can tell the person is cognizant enough to understand the burden of their disorder on others around them, those are so much worse than people who are so gone that they don't understand, they can't comprehend that they are a burden, like someone with severe schizophrenia or like uh, severe Down syndrome or something. I don't know. I think about that a lot. And I'm sure. Woody, what did you, you What did you have in mind? What did you What did you think was going to be uh, in the uh, Disorder category that would be not. In I had the schizo in my head because it was funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just sort of tossing it out there to see where it went. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
the, uh, a mental disorder that would become just part of the mosaic of who we are. Shit, it's awful it's so to say that whole gender dysmorphia thing that kind of is what just happened. Right? Yeah. Boys who think yeah. they're girls and girls who think yeah, they're boys. Of, a lot of people would argue that. Um, well, I, I actually he like... Maybe a jerk. <laughs> maybe a jerk. <laughs> I, I, I need I, Google I, I, to step in and change those results. But I under, I understand that though. I feel like humans are such we're such a complex series of of factors that like you know one thing is off and it instantly changes like the makeup of a person that it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if you know what you know this doesn't align with that uh, two different parts of of the same human being that it's not you know that it, it wouldn't align like I think in every single scenario you have people that do things for attention. But yeah. I, I actually like, I, I genuinely believe like, uh, that some, some men feel they are women or the other way around. You oh, know? oh yeah. Like I, I definitely believe they believe it. Like, I don't think people are trying to like pull one over on you or something. Yeah. Right. It's such a small percentage of the population. We spend so much time talking about it. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like I, it's I, fun. I, yeah, it is fun. I got I got some trans friends, and I'm like, uh, okay, like it's it's cool. But then I I always think like you know I get that you I get that this I get that you need this. But what about like when we find a way to I don't know fix this? Like which way which way would we fix this when we when we have that technology? Are you going all girl when you come out, or are we, or are we tweaking the brain back the other way? And what's uh, it yeah. going to be what like? What mixes me up? I feel like if I had girl parts, I'd just live a girl life. Me I would too. do it. Right? It seems so yeah. much easier. Oh, yeah. Thank you, because I thought I was crazy. Like, no, and I've got boy parts, I, so I'm like, oh, I like I only have two I arms. I wish I had fifty. Yeah. Now yeah. be realistic. You wish you were. You gotta girl. live like a two arm guy. All you yeah. need is four. No, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I understand how you would say that, like, if I if I had a vagina, I would just be a girl. I would just I, live I that life. So no, I, but, I haven't been put to the test. Right. You but know, like I, maybe if I truth, had... truth be told, then it's like it, it, it takes it takes our conversation from earlier and kind of goes against the point that no matter what you like, no matter what you do, if you have a vagina, you're a girl. You know what I mean? It's like no matter yeah. what, like no matter how many trucks you play with, you have a vagina, you're a girl. And I I mean, I, I don't necessarily. Taylor, I told you he was brilliant. Well, right? I, I you, don't think you all anybody... doubted me. I'm like, this fucker's a genius. And you're like, oh, it, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't see why me. you're coming after me. Like, I'm the guy going, no, you, when you, people who have vaginas aren't girls. Like, yeah, of course, no, 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 no. it makes she sense. Said, you minimized his start a diss track idea, and I said oh. it was genius. That's where <laughs> I'm coming at from this, right? I, now, his genius comes through twice in one PKA. I, I think it, I don't think mic. it's left. I think it's just perennial. No, but. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wait. I think I said the level of genius. <laughs> I dropped the mic. I mean, the context of it drives me crazy, too, because you say, like, okay, yeah, well, that's your gender. That's what you want to be called. So everyone, we're, we have to call you a woman, and we will. It's fine. I'm fine with it. What's that? Sorry. That is where I I don't agree with that. It's my my one thing is that actually, like, I, I despise when people get in trouble 
because they're ignorant, but like, like you can't blame someone for being ignorant most of the time. It's society. Like we all did it together as society, but like, I disagree, like misgendering someone or using the wrong pronoun is no one can be blamed for that. That's too difficult of a thing to be on top of. So I think that I, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think that society should be expected or, or anything of like that. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just, I don't, the only reason I brought it up is because my next point was like, okay, so now it's just like in the context of describing, uh, do you date straight men? Like the answer, the answer is now, no, like now it's the, like, do you date? Oh, so you're a guy, do you date women? Like, well, yes, but only in the only in the context of woman, like if we're not talking about this this uh, this thing that we have to do now, because then the answer yeah. is of course only no. only women without penises for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I saw, like I, I see a future where you gotta you gotta you gotta just qualify everything, and I'm not like bitching about my privilege or saying that it's that big of a pain in the ass, but it's it's getting it it I don't know it gets ex excess like. Everyone is aware of this, right? Everyone yeah. is aware of the context, how important the context is of these labels. It's like we're having to drill down like four layers deep of yeah. what qualifiers you need when it could just it's, be, well, yeah, it's, I'm attracted to the other half. It's yeah. it's because it's because it's like uh, like it, it, it's we try and and, and label and 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 take something that's a really complicated big picture thing and make it like a black and white simple thing, but it's just too complicated to do that. It's too intensive a scenario. So to be like, like, who do you, do you like men or women? Like, I understand that it's like that, that's a question you can answer. You know what I mean? Do you like men or women, women? that but, look like men? But like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> it, it, like, <laughs> So to everyone, to, to you guys, like a, a, a woman who trans, transitioned is to you, who is that to you? Do you, do you, is that a woman to you? No. Wait, uh, she, wait, started, which one did, did it start at? And where are we now? Woman he, to man? It, it, it was a man and is now transitioned to a woman. But I mean, it depends mean, who I'm it? hanging out with. Like what do you so mean? I'm what totally is totally okay like, is it, in most like, social situations, but if we're talking about a romantic situation, I guess I'm jerky enough to like. What do you don't have to have guess? Been a women <laughs> the whole time with a full throated response. It's, still, it's a man. It's a man from a romantic relationship. That's a man. I'm not dating that. that I'm not dating that guy. I'll say whatever. I'll say uh, whatever uh, to you yeah. know keep things polite and calm. But if we're if we're getting in real shit here, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, me, I guess sir. when I said I guess, <laughs> I meant I reluctantly admit that if it wasn't a woman from start to finish, that's not my cup of tea. No, you don't have to reluctantly admit that. Like you, you can. No, just, I If someone goes to you and says, "Hey, are you attracted to uh, someone who identifies as a woman who has a penis?" You shouldn't have to go. Well, I'm more into the vagina no, but, but, stock but, of but women. No, think you should just be it. able to say. Hold on, as much. As much as you could say to him, he's he's just being responsible. Like we were just talking about a person who you know suffered because of what they said being offensive. Yeah. And like truth be told, I think, and I'm I'm just assuming that the most you know uh, righteous people on the matter uh, would say that uh, if you 
don't like women that used to be men, then that is wrong. Like, I'm sure there's people that believe that because I was reading an article recently where it said, like, saying that you don't like a particular type of girl was racist. If you were to say, like, I don't like Asian women or I don't like black women, then that is racist. So if people I, that's that, not racist at all. I saw that article and that's they not where I'm coming from. And we they quoted an elect they quoted a like a they quoted an obscure scientific paper where your sexual or where your set what you're attracted to can be changed with electro treatment and it was the same paper that like the religious whack jobs use to show that like sexual reorientation therapy works it was like you guys have gone full circle <laughs> finally you finally want to make men attracted to genetic men who've chopped their dicks off by zapping them in the brain with electricity you finally <laughs> equal go have a holy war and fuck off well actually you you, you don't you don't need to chop <laughs> you don't need to chop the dick off to just to just be the woman, you could just say it. Then well, do you wait, wait? Wait, hold on, hold Harley on. If you don't say, have to chop the dick off, then can you just if could you just keep the beard and keep the guy clothes and wear the guy shoes and then just go? <laughs> because like, when does it break off from? Like, it's confusing, you know. You're right. It isn't black and white. It's difficult to keep track of. Like, but you under I, Harley, you get what I'm saying with like if you don't like if the penis being taken off isn't a a requirement, which Fine, I agree. You shouldn't have if you have a penis, you should not have it removed unless you, I guess, really, really want it uh, removed. But there is a like, why, if that's okay, then why is it someone who want, looks like me saying it and going in like not okay? And you why are maybe we all I articulated about this? that so poorly? Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I, I, I was just saying that, like, I mean. You can go and you can take, you know, you could take uh, hormones and you can get breast implants. You can put on a dress and, you know, wax and, and shave and, and do your makeup and wear a wig and and still have your penis. A woman truly believing it yourself. I lost you right there for a second. You said you can still have your penis and. Yeah, you could still you could you could be like. Everything about you look it, like Taylor, just believe you're a woman, and that makes no, you. No, I'm just saying, if you really believed that you, I don't think you would look like that. <laughs> but like, you don't need to chop. You don't need to get the surgery to 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 believe that to get to that point. You know what yeah, I mean? Agree. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I think it's like people people can do what they want. People should do what they want, and I I get annoyed when people get mad for using the wrong pronoun or uh you know uh misgendering someone it's it's tricky and it's it's a it's a crazy time in the sense that like if you go on facebook i think you have 48 different genders to select from uh in this day and age and so like to learn all 48 is it's it's like a, a tricky thing and to know which one is which and to understand that is just like it, it, it's hard to expect of society and uh yeah that's what if I someone tried to introduce me to 48 of their friends and remember their names i'd be <laughs> yeah, like are you shitting me name. like i'm gonna get about fuck. four deep and i will have already forgotten i am so bad with names i are you guys good with oh, names you, you can meet someone I, and retain it I'm okay what names, is yes. worse than anyone with names to be fair. <laughs> i'm but gonna like, i remember people if we've met before i'm like oh i we know each other where do we know each other from like, i'm good at that I could do a four-hour show with a celebrity and not know his name the next week. Yeah, you just did that. You said some doctor yeah. from Montreal. 
<laughs> some dude. Yeah, you literally just did that. Uh, I just linked something, an interesting story in the chat, if you guys did see it, about uh, Britain extraditing a miracle baby pastor to Kenya. Now, what this you can scroll down and see pictures of this fucking huckster. And what this dude did is he promised with his wife that he could go to women who were barren or too old to have kids and that he would give them a magical baby, a miracle from the Lord, you know, without even the need for intercourse. And and he was delivering. He was showing up and and these women were ending up having babies and 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 holding babies and getting pictures with him. Turns out this this fucker was just going to uh the Nairobi Pumwani Maternity Hospital and stealing babies <laughs> and then going to those women who were praying and paying him and being like, your prayers have been answered. A, a baby has come from this guy and it is here for you because you are faithful to the Lord. And then he'd give him the baby and little did they know that that came from the fucking Nairobi Hospital, which I'm sure is what did they the not know? with babies. Did yeah, they, they knew How where that was coming have from. Been like, hey, you want to buy this bicycle? It's $15. And you're like, you know what? I will take a bike for $15. Because you don't. Me, I this baby it. has blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this baby fell off the truck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, everyone knows what's going on here. This guy just sells cheap babies. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was interesting because I wouldn't think a scam like this could go on for longer than uh, one person. One baby? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought this was a one and done scam. But this guy's apparently been pilfering babies from the Nairobi maternity area for years. It's, what are these? So I think the acceptable the level of kids, crime right? is lower there. It when is Kenya. Kids, the maternity ward is locked down, right? The kids have like bracelets on them. The, the, the fucking alarm systems go off everywhere. You cannot steal children in America. It's very, very difficult. On the other hand, my mother-in-law staying with us. She's very sick. There's no security on old people at all. You think you, if you want one, you can go to the hospital. Get <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but nobody wants an old person. Nobody like, wants an old person. You know? Can so you imagine, not- like, if I'm if I'm laying in a bed dying when I'm 80, and like a masked man comes in with a gun, he's like, "What do you got? Where's your good shit?" I'm like, "Oh, have you come to whisk me away? Thank God! <laughs> like, I'll go anywhere you say." Like, I. Like There's it's got to be anything would be better than that. Really wish they could care for old people. Like you know, we've got a guest. Like there's a mother-in-law suite we're not using. Let's go get some mother-in-laws. Oh, and I just had, <laughs> I just had another one of those cringy like your shitty memory thing having to do with an old folks home. When I was like seven, I was with my mom at my great grandpa's old folks home, and I was walking around the whole place all day. Man, looking back, those poor old people. All they're all dead now, guaranteed. That was 20 years ago. But I walked around all day with my shirt like this oh, <laughs> over no. my nose and my mouth, oh. looking around like I'd be like, oh, hey, grandpa. And like at the time, I was just a kid. So I was like, God, it smells fucking weird in here. And so I was just covering my nose. And my mom had to keep telling me, like, Taylor, that's incredibly rude. Stop. And it's like, oh, yeah, you, you can smell it. You die, too. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I cover that's it up. like when a man, a man with a turban was standing behind my dad in line. And my my sister like pulled his sweater and she was like, look, dad, a genie. (laughs) (laughs) She's like six years old. So it's like, but my dad just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) When I was five or no, I guess maybe even younger, like four, I was at a daycare and my mom dropped me off and whatnot. And I was playing with all the other little kids. And when she came back to get me, she was like, do you have fun, Taylor? We're walking out to the car. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to leave. I want to go back in there and play with those little brown bears. 
She's like, what? Those little brown bears? And I'm like, yeah, those little brown bears right over there. And it was just four little black kids that I'd been playing with. And I thought they were little brown bears. You're going to burn an alley, piece of shit. Oh, I also, uh, when I, I thought that the word lumpy meant ugly. And so I loudly shouted at a deformed man when I was six at a grocery store that he was a lumpy, lumpy man. And my, and my, and my, and my, grand, and my mom had to tell me, Taylor, that's, we're leaving. I, I didn't, I didn't get a well, I, I caused some problems for my mom. I was a leash kid. I got put on a leash in malls. Were any of you leash kids? You no. were Harley? No. Did you have a, I was a, a leash body kid. leash or did you have I was a leash, leash kid. Yeah, wrist leash. And uh, my, I actually was uh, notorious for breaking off the leash. Me and you there. My yeah, the, the wrist the leash had me. the wrist leash was a one and done thing because it takes no effort at all for a little child to wriggle out of a wrist people, leash. It was people. when I went to the Black House White Market <laughs> or fucking Nordstrom or whatever with a whole vest like I was going skydiving. You know, it, like I, it was like being a dog where I just start running and just oof, and just get pulled back. Uh, they uh, they had to close a Macy's once because I, or rather, they had to keep a Macy's open because I was so dedicated to my hide and seek game of being inside <laughs> one of those circular clothes things. Oh, those were the best, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love really hiding. That serious way. thinking done in those things. You could. You could, you could get a lot done. Those I wonder how Taylor would have fared under my mom. Like, I don't think you'd have been a runner. That you'd be like, she'd beat the hell out of someone. For yeah, that. for like, those of you who don't know, Woody took some licks as a kid. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, I just like the thought of trying to get away from my mom in a mall scenario or something. Like the the, the consequences were too high. You wouldn't want risky. that. I uh, I did yeah. something once where. I, I must have been seven. My brother was probably five. I, uh, you know those wagons, like those play school wagons that you pull that like you see moms walking down the street and there's two kids in there. Um, I took one of those and we had an enormous hill in my backyard when I was growing up and a giant willow tree popped right in the middle of it. But it was the only tree there and the woods were hundreds of yards back. And so I told my brother we were gonna we were gonna have a fun ride down the thing. What I didn't tell him is that I would not be joining him and I was going to tape him up so he couldn't he couldn't get out so I, so I taped him I taped his arms together and you know the only thing you have to do is the older brother like cuz like obviously if he resisted even like 5 years and 7 years old he would have escaped all you have to do is the older brother is be like yeah it's going to be so much fun yeah it's going to be great can you believe it yeah we're going to have a good time and then he was all taped up and I remember standing there with my hand on this wagon ready to push him down the hill to see what would happen like as, on this you know, this fucking play school thing oh. and i hear my dad from the balcony behind me taylor do not let go of that wagon <laughs> and i was like and i hear immediately the telltale signs of an adult running quickly down the stairs oh. boom 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 I'm like all right it is now or never and so i let go of it <laughs> and immediately it starts careening down this hill boom, 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 like my brother's bouncing up and down and i had i hadn't aimed him that well i was like he's just gonna go straight into the middle of the fucking yard what could possibly go wrong he'll slow to a stop and be fine i'm not gonna get spanked no i just let go of it and he goes straight into that willow tree as no, fucking hit it? 20 miles an hour. Oh. It, it was, I mean, not 20. It was fucking quick. And he, obviously not strapped in, 
hits the tree. Whoa, you know, he was his, his forehead. No, 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 I taped him up. I didn't tape him into the wagon. So he can't he can't protect himself, basically. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. It was it was uh, hindsight's twenty twenty on all this. I've had a lot of time to mature, <laughs> but there was nothing more scary than seeing him hitting that that tree and then turning around. And being like, oh, no, like that wasn't worth oh, it. Yeah, and now he's here. Now he's here. And that was I, I never taped anyone up and pushed them down a hill again. Well, suffice it to say. <laughs> but that was oh, man. Do you guys do stuff like that with siblings? Yes, I have to go to the washroom, guys. Don't talk about anything interesting while I'm gone. OK, we won't. No, I had a sister. So it was like a no hand, you know, no hands policy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I ever had to learn that, but there's like a five, there's a five year difference between us. So we're like, different. But yeah, I'm older. Um, so she always just seemed like a baby to me. I don't know. I remember when she was very small and couldn't speak. Uh, I never got to kick the shit out of a brother when I was a kid. Sounds like Did, fun. No, you know, good times, good times. But as long as you're the oldest. Yeah. Did you did you have like more of a protective instinct toward her at all, or were you not that kind of older brother of like, yeah. oh, stay away from my girls? My no, girl. no, 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 no. That's uh, I was I was in I was doing my own thing, and uh, she's she's a tomboy, so she's my dad had the same plan as you, Woody, except she was she was down with it. Um, she wanted to get into sports and do everything else too, so uh, she was pretty well occupied, and she was always carrying a bat. Um, so I don't think she needed anyone to protect her. Still doesn't. That's good. You guys want to hear from Audible? I think oh, we yeah. don't like to hear from Audible. <laughs> uh, uh, let me go, we'll get, go, my, let me go get the book. Go yes, ahead. I'm going to go get that book. Get your milk on whatever farm. All right. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. The leading provider, in my opinion. Audible's content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine, and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Are you a fan of reading off your Kindle, but reading while driving to work is just too bumpy for you? No problem. WhisperSync for voice lets you switch back and forth between reading the book on a Kindle or Kindle app and listening to the audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. Works with iPhone, Android, and Kindle Fire. That's... That's actually an incredible feature to be able to jump back and forth from audiobook to uh, regular book seamlessly. Incredible. Committing to a new workout regimen? Increase your reps while you free your mind. You can't make more time, but you can make the most of it. Thanks to Audible, they're offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial right now. So turn your workout into something more at audible.com slash PKA. Head over and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs and download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash PKA. That's audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash PKA and get started today with Audible. We recommend you check out I Can't Make this up life lessons authored and narrated by comedian kevin hart very very funny guy um yeah check out audible.com slash pka i can't recommend this highly enough especially for road trips uh and working out is excellent because i often try and will watch a show or something while i'm working out but you're on the bench or something and so you can't actually watch what's going on there's nothing better than an audiobook when you're working it out and i think it's even better than music frankly because i I don't know. That's the way my mind works. I know a lot of people think that same way. Your time goes faster and it's more entertaining with a story, a narrative. 
So audible.com slash PKA, definitely check them out. Awesome. Dick, and Dick, what do you have for us? I got my favorite, uh, my favorite <laughs> book from Audible with me. I got the, I liked it so much. I got the printed out version, so I could, uh, so I could read it if I didn't have uh, any audio available to me. Uh, Can we see the cover? It's book? called "Milked at Her Uncle's Farm." It's volume uh, volumes one through three. I just noticed that there is a prequel. <laughs> also, <laughs> I, I want to read you the most erotic part of the oh, book. I'd love to. Yeah, this is uh, it's like your own personal audio audible. How do I how do I turn off my camera while I listen? <laughs> uh, gouge your eyes out and your ears. Let me see if I. This is this is at the, this is when the girl's going down to her uncle's farm. I think uh, Vanessa hated looking out, seeking the arid landscape and all the short mesquite trees. This is setting the eroticism. She actually <laughs> saw tumbleweeds roll by like she was in the wild west or something. Tumbleweeds. Here's where it gets really spicy. She refused to totally give up her city lifestyle for the Mexican farm, so she kept her Kindle Fire HD and her <laughs> iPhone 5. They did a, so it's a product placement inside the lactation erotica. There you go. That's pretty... Kindle so Fire this girl HD. was getting fucked in like 2000. Nine, 2011, 2012. I don't know when Your the five iPhone came out. Five couldn't just be the iPhone. The iPhone five. They really wanted to date. It's a. It's someday. It'll be a period piece. She could have said her smartphone, like even like just your smartphone and your yeah. reader. Yeah. She wanted to have a donut for lunch, it, but she already a, surpassed does, her sugar macros. You know, does it have what? Next to it in the text. What's that? The book? Does it have a little trademark next to it? No, it doesn't. Interesting. Are there any like? hot and heavy passages in there that are any good that you have bookmarked or is this uh i mean please but those are actually hot that's they say too much about me what i think is hot that's not, <laughs> like when when any when anybody ever asks me what oh what what are you into like what do you what do you think's hot never once have i answered that honestly <laughs> what you, what's your what's you your ask that no no man on earth no no person on earth has ever answered that question honestly i definitely have not marked any as as hot What's what's your your go to lie to throw him off the scent? Lactation erotica with him. I mean, that's got to be. Yeah, hint. this is my lie. Imagine what the real stuff is. Mm. I mean, as much as Kyle talks about that business idea we had about Tilk, where we sell human <laughs> titty milk to people over the internet, <laughs> oh, that he might. Just... It does, and yep. we were gonna be we were gonna be their first competitor. Because <laughs> Tilk is a better name, and uh, you know Kyle's got land down there. We were gonna get a bunch of great gals, some good stock, and you know breed them as need be. Uh, we'd be we'd do the breeding, but yeah, it would have turned out fine. But it is true that when someone asks you a pointed sexual question like that, yeah, you you do have to you have to tamp it down or do something where you like say something that's pretend ridiculous, so they'll think, oh, he's not that crazy. Where you're well, like, oh, I like to watch, you know, lesbians, uh, uh, fucking ten of them, all with strap-ons, going to town or, or something. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's oh, a little, Peg City. little out there. So called, you know, hey, he, he wouldn't called, lie about that. That's called Peg City. That you know that? Is it true? Yeah, it's called Peg City. that up on the spot. No, no, he made that up. No, no, it's when a number of people are wearing strap-ons. Is Peg? I'm City. gonna Google it. You're going to well, get Winnipeg. It's like a rainbow party, though. <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg? Yeah, you'll get Winnipeg. But I'm just telling Urban you that. Urban Dictionary, Peg City. Peg City. Slang term for Winnipeg. God, he's a genius. 
<laughs> well, no, he's he's Canadian. Hey, you know? when it comes to pegging, I know. <laughs> it doesn't even have his definition on Urban Dictionary. No, no because there's no definition shit. of Listen, of these ten things, lesbians with dildos. These things start somewhere. Here these they go. Start somewhere, and and that's just referred to as Peg City. Starting now. Harley, are you all up on Game of Thrones? Yes. How are you liking it so far? I don't want to poison your opinion with my own. Your audience knows spoiler alerts when these come out that it could be. They, they know spoiler alerts aplenty for the Game of Thrones. So, uh, Jamie Lannister is not dead, right? He should be. Can I talk about that? Yeah. Dude, it, no, Bronn should be dead. I was reading this on, on, on the internet and I agree with the guy completely. So Bronn is a good character, but a secondary character, right? Those yeah, the shows improved the books a long time ago. Say that again? He, he hasn't been present in the books for a long time now. But we all love Bronn, right? That's yeah. a perfect reason to kill him, right? If Bronn was out there, wounds the dragon, pulls that big giant ballista arrow thing back, the dragon spots him, hits him with the fire, Bronn turns into ashes. That would have been an outstanding sort of brave ending. We didn't need someone else. Jamie could have jumped on the horse on his own. And the story would have been better. Bronn no, would have died. That's how they needed to save Bronn. I don't want to save Bronn. I want to kill Bronn. No. If Bronn had died last week, then we'd all be like, oh my God, Bronn died. You know, no one's safe on this show. But what, but, do, you, what do you think right now? What about like Jamie Lannister is, is more of an impact than, than Bronn, right? Jamie's fine. They're both fine. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna hold fine. on. How is Jamie fine? He, he got tackled gonna, off the horse by Bron, and now he's not in the water. Right. Yeah. Okay. He'll take so that I'm armor saying, off. He'll swim to the top, and he'll be a captive. Just saying. He has a metal arm, and he's covered in armor. I'm just saying, and it's a crazy thing to say, but like, I can't imagine anyone realistically pulls him out of that other than the dragon. Realistically, no, but we are talking about a show with dragons, and I don't think but, they would have so wasted is it, a shot. Is it going to, to do that? Like, is it going to start the next episode and Jamie Lannister is going to be all dried up and be like, "Oh, close call." Like that would be dumb. Because <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I, it's I, exactly what it's going to be. He's yeah, going like, to be dumping water out of his boot. I guarantee fucking it. But see, like <laughs> that, I, I I worry that it's that because truth be told, if you threw him in the water and you ended the episode there. Like, because we're so trained that unless the head is on the ground rolling, he's still alive. Like, you uh, you might think, like, okay, is, 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 like, you're supposed to think. Jamie's dead right now. He's, he's in, mm. he's in hot water, literally. So I want the next episode to make it a point that, like, maybe we get something special, like the dragon pulls Jamie out, because how else would he get out? And now we have this face-to-face -face John, Jamie, and Daenerys. Like, you know, three powerful families. Can I, I, here's an idea. All right? and I, this is stolen from the internet, too. But Jamie gets captive, right? They're going to pull him out of the water. Now he's Danny's um, hostage, right? Danny sends a letter to Cersei and says, I'll you, Jamie, for her sand snake chicks, right? Cersei says, no. She shows Jamie the letter and Jamie changes alliances and starts working with Danny. How cool would that be? 
Yes. Yeah, I um, think. I I I, I, think I have. I, I have a, a big feeling as well. <clears throat> so a White Walker is uh, the the and I, and I took a lead from what you were saying about us singing a different tune for Jamie because Jamie pushed Bran out of the window in episode one. We wanted him dead since episode one, and now I'm kind of like I hope a dragon pulls his ass out of the water um, because mm-hmm. he's just he's good and he's kind of redeemed himself a little bit. But when we look at the whole thing, like uh, a White Walker were those those you know like the night king like on horseback like in the first episode and the one that looks at john when he's he's in the boat going across the water but the white walkers also have these zombies with them and they're two different things there's the white walkers and then there's the zombies that are the revived dead and it looks like the revived dead they're called whites whites right they don't have like a a a brain of their own but -hmm. like the white walkers do and we saw that scene where the guy, the White Walker, uh, takes the baby sacrifice and brings it to, like, you know, uh, White Walker town. And he puts the knife to the baby's face and the baby becomes a White Walker, not a white. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, in classic Game of Thrones, from what I've learned, everything ends up being the opposite. Like, it's so important that the Stark family gets their revenge. Oh, wait, Red Wedding. They're all dead. That's not important. And it's like, Jamie should die. And it's like, wait, Cersei should suffer. So it's not important that Jamie dies. And I want Arya to get her revenge on the Hound. But I want the Hound to still beat the Mountain. And these things need to happen. There needs to be these payoffs. And I'm waiting for these payoffs. And and, and Daenerys, she should sit on the throne because she deserves it. Or maybe maybe Tyrion or, or maybe Jon Snow. And, and meanwhile, they're all fighting each other. Jon Snow doesn't even want to take a knee in front of her. She's got all this pride. And meanwhile, the White Walkers are advancing. And I'm kind of thinking that all it takes is one episode with the right music playing and the right writing for all of us to be on Team White Walker. And, and, and that's something that can happen is why would we not be introduced to the White Walkers? Like we uh, like if it was zombie movie, they're relentless. And that's what I used to think that it's zombies they are coming. They're going to kill everything. But they're not just zombies. There's clearly like a society involved and they raise children. So maybe there's a lot of humanizing factors that we would look at this and be like, fuck all these terrible humans. I kind of want the White Walkers to just. Ice everyone. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. At the very least, I hope that the White Walkers get some dialogue. We get to know them. We understand their motivations because so far they're just monsters, right? And and the real threat is these monsters that come from the cold place. That's not good enough. Let's do better. Right? Yeah, Let's I don't do feel like they're monsters. S- it, as deep as everything is, if he introduces them as not monsters, that's when we step back and we're like, oh, shit. I really like that White Walker character and his motivation seems really – relatable to me daenerys is starting to seem a lot like the mad king like she's really awesome daenerys is is really fucking annoying in this episode the entire first of all the whole battle lines up where daenerys has thousands of guys on horseback and a dragon that she rides around and they come upon the lannister army which is like much much smaller and they're in the middle of traveling and so obviously they're not prepared to defend and they charge in danny charges everybody in right into a spear wall and then like two minutes later brings the dragon in 
When it's like you you could have just flown and then retardation of retardations, she comes into the front line and with her yeah, dragon she blows a hole perpendicular to it when she could have gone Parallel. straight down yeah. the line. It's like you stupid bitch! I'm so well, tired I don't of this character being so bad of a queen, and a, and a, she could have she could have won that I, entire I battle without losing a show. single man. I, I don't think we can guarantee that she has full control over this dragon. This dragon did run away from her for a while, so I wouldn't. I I'll give an excuse to the show and say I can't guarantee that she made the call. The dragon is living in its own. But are are you guys part of the school that believes uh, Tyrion is a Targaryen? Um, I'm, I, I don't know yet. What is the thought process? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm a that? member of that school. Dick, Dick hey guys, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dick. Guys of the school that Tyrion is a Targaryen <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've heard. For <laughs> are you guys, are you telling me that Tyrion's not a Targaryen? <laughs> you fucking bet your ass that Targaryen is a Tyrion. If I've ever seen a Targaryen. <laughs> man there's a full-on fight somewhere happening about that no this conversation's <laughs> stupid he's right i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> oh, that's funny. you want to fucking put money if Tyrion is a targaryen i i, I, I will i oh, will i will say what why i thought that okay before <laughs> we on. abandon this conversation no keep talking <laughs> He loves yeah, it. I, I want to hear it. Like I'm immune to serialized shows for some reason. I, I, I they drive me because I they I can feel them conditioning me like a dog. I I can't ever, <laughs> I can't watch them. I never watch them. I fucking hate them. Curse. But if it helps, this one wasn't made to be a show necessarily. So it's not written as such to be like how do we string them along? How do yeah. we string? So you do get a, 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 if that means anything in the long run for you to watch it, but. Uh, yeah, Tyrion, Tywin always says that Tyrion's no son of his. In the books, Tyrion's hair as is described as slightly blonder than his brother and sister, brother and sister. And this is the most important one. Tyrion's the only other person other than Daenerys that has touched a dragon and not died. Mm. He was in that cave and he went right up to it, yeah. and, touched it and it didn't kill him. I don't think that's like the dragon has like a good read on him i think it's just because he's he's of the dragon blood i can't decide how fucking smart we're supposed to believe these dragons are because one scene like it it'll like look coyly at a person and it's like <laughs> oh something something's fucking happening in there and then the next scene you watch you know this retard dragon barreling down and spending a huge burst of flames to incinerate three people and it's like, you know that there are hundreds about. Like, you could have given yourself, like, you have a long neck. Give it a little wag. Give, give a fuck. When you dude. drop like, a predator missile with cod, you don't look for singles. The, the, dragon, no. the dragon's look also, like, groups. four years old. And I don't know what that translates to, like, dragon years. But, like, the, it, it might be an infant. <laughs> it, it, might, it might be an infant. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, just like dogs. They're, they're 28. And there's only <laughs> like three a, of them, right? <laughs> yeah, there's only three. One, okay, one for John, one for Daenerys, and one for Tyrion. Oh, and you know what else was interesting about the dragon? Yeah, I, I do think that kind of makes sense, the Tyrion being a Targaryen. And now, the fact that I'm saying that now, I feel like such a fucking... Tyrion is his name, and Targaryen is like one of the previous ruler yeah, families. Yeah, said another It's a last name. That was like... Tywin. Tywin is his dad. Tywin's Tyrion is a Targaryen? That's the argument? Tyrion and Targaryen? 
This show is really important to me, and you're ruining it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they really, honestly, the way they do names in in Westeros is they just put like three Ys in everything. Yeah. If you look at it, like you can tell, he got a little lazy. Like Lord of the Rings guy, J.R.R. Tolkien, that guy went goddamn insane coming up with Elvish and Dwarven languages. Well, that guy, that guy also finished his books. Yes, that's a good point to him. That fat fuck George R.R. Martin's gonna die of you know a heart attack before he gets anything done. How much does it suck to be him right now? Like everyone's predicting their death and wanting books out of him, like more than they care about the man behind the story. I honestly think if he never ever tunes into the internet and listens, he probably has a pretty awesome life. If he doesn't yeah. listen to the fact does days, that though? Yeah, that, he listens. It gets to I him. Bet. It gets to him. It has to. Didn't he like delete his live journal or something? Did he? I didn't know that. I like, know he had. He yeah. What was he live I bet journal? if he had a live journal and it, the entries weren't just one after another, like working on book, working on book, went golfing. Fuck you! Oh my god, people are. People are not happy with him because he's he retired after he's not rich. like he's taking a weekend off. I the fifth book came out when the first season of this show started, and I finished it during the first season, all five books, and I was like, oh, like, all right, next book, I'm gonna be so far ahead of this story. That was seven years ago, and the dude has done <laughs> nothing but become a type two diabetic. And that's the producers have the of, end of he's the, done nothing. The, the producers have the end of the story. They know where it goes. So it's kind of like it's it's now made for TV. It's not a book anymore. It's like now it's a show. Does that aggravate you, though? It aggravates me. No, because I read the first book, and then I watched the first season, and the first season was so close to the first book that I was literally like, I don't need to read them because <laughs> I'll just read ahead, and I'll be anticipating as I watch the show. And I kind of appreciate that I didn't ruin like the Red Wedding, for example, because I didn't read it. So I got the show version, you know, and uh, so grateful to people like yourself that read the book and didn't spoil it or anything because it was like mind blowing. But like it was just so similar to the book to the show that I was like, oh, great. I don't need to read this shit. I'll watch it when they do it. So the yeah. original author is now writing fan fiction for this successful HBO series, basically. Like it's is that what well, no, he, he wrote the books. They took the five books. They made it to a show. The producers know where the show goes. And yeah. apparently he hasn't finished reading, writing it. And now oh, okay. the, show, the show writing is past the book writing. So I'm sure he's not going to write the book. They're going to make it. And then they'll just like, you know, put his name on the cover. But, may, you know, they'll have some ghostwriters go and just put the show into like, you know, oh, written. Wow. Film. That's yeah, crazy. Like, so he's like not even writing the, it any. At, at like at the point of the fork, the books are gonna go along with the movies. Yeah, the books of the, the show. show. Yeah, the, the show is ahead of the books. Show first. Wow, the show's like yeah, ahead the, the by the show used to be behind book. the books. Yeah, there were five books when the show started, and now the show's seven years in, and there's still five books, and everyone's very upset. Yeah, and she's pointing out here. He has two more books to finish. He's sixty-eight years old and four hundred pounds. Four hundred pound people don't live to seventy. Yeah, and this isn't a John Grisham book that you buy at an airport when you realize you forgot anything half decent to read. These are thousand-page tomes where he yeah, spends. Not, you know what? If he if he if he took all the effort he puts into describing food and feasts and pot pies and and quail feathers dripping from the mouth of the of the slaves upon which they feast or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck he says, like he yeah. will spend one paragraph on like and the battle commenced 
and the victor was decided. And then the next <laughs> page will be like, and the following day, a feast was held in honor, and the feast had pies <laughs> and, and pig feet and, and you know, cabbage wheels oh. or whatever. We haven't like, even it, talked about annoying. the table yet. Have you ever? Which table? <laughs> The table that they eat on. Oh, my God, it's important. How thick is the table? How is it? He d- describes that. The candles on the table. It's, it, oh, he goes yeah. on with these feast things for pages. The man loves his food. He does. Like, that's going to constantly spoil his legacy if he doesn't finish those two books. Speaking of food. Like, like it's a, to uh, Harley's point that the the end of it, but... If you told me the end to it, I don't think I would know all the individual, you know, tendrils of storyline that led there and the twists. I don't think that all that information, do they? Like the everything he imagined? No, the, the producers know the right questions to ask. They're going to have all that stuff. They have every person's storyline fleshed out. I'm sure this entire Game of Thrones arc is literally on cue cards on a whiteboard, like somewhere in Hollywood. Like, beginning to end, every character, like, what happens? Is that like, enough, though? Like, it's not the same if Jay, if Gurr Martin doesn't write well, the, it. You the, know? Thing like, is, the thing is, like, the, the show's already taken liberties in terms of dialogue <laughs> and, and, and scene selection that, like, what you've been getting from the show is what they made. The producers made it, not him. Um, he set up the, the universe and everything that they make, but, like, the, the showrunner is what's really taking taking the lead here. You know, and and since they've been working on it for five years and they know where it's all going, it's like they've put in a lot of work into the universe just as he has. So, like, they're experts on the matter. I, I trust it in their hands, basically, myself personally. See, that's where I was headed. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like a lot of the changes that the show has made, heck, the whole going to Dorn thing and leaving out what Jamie was actually doing, which I think was going to Black River or whatever the fuck that's he was the doing. Most, that's the worst received episode. Yeah, well, it wasn't just one episode. There was a whole like what Jamie did all season, you know, going to Dorn and that thing was a show change. It, it wasn't like that in the books. In the books, he was leading an army. It was the thing with him and Bronn against the phrase or, you know, with the phrase as bad partners or whatever. Um, that was so much better in the books. So I don't trust the show people to get it right. If I knew how Game of Thrones end ended and I laid it out for you, which I couldn't. It wouldn't be good because I'm not Ger Martin. You know, I need Ger Martin to be part of this. Okay, yeah, but Lady Stoneheart drop. You know, right now we're also dealing with like a couple of the most talented people in in the business running the show. Like they're they're like I I, I just I trust them. Like I I I think like when decisions mm. were made now. I think that they were made because they know things that are happening later. And 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 remember, like. George might have written himself into a position that he wishes he could have changed one or two things and it can make something different. You know, they, they have that foresight now with the show to cut things out or take some liberties. And the Dorn episode, I, I didn't particularly enjoy it a lot, but I also didn't hate it as much until I read the sentiments of people who write, read the book. You know, I was Lady just like, Stoneheart. Was- so, so mom Stark, Catelyn Stark, I think your name was Caitlin. Um, She's supposed to come back from life. She gets resurrected. She can't talk. She's pale. Her sl- or She can't talk because her um, throat was slit. And now she's just a badass going for revenge. That's her thing. She, You know, Arya Stark has her list. Arya Stark's kind of getting her thing. 
book readers want Lady Stoneheart. Like that diversion is for the worst. The Sand Snake diversion is for the worst. Most of the times that it's different from the book, it's for the worst. And that's why I want Ger Martin to write the book so that the show would have something to track. But you get what you get. Um, on, on another note, uh, <clears throat> I, I mentioned this. Um, on the 15th, uh, is that Tuesday? August 15th? I believe so, right? Yeah, I'm doing a, we're doing a live competitive cooking show Ooh. on uh, the Epic Mealtime channel. It is Tuesday. Yeah, we, uh, we did. Uh, it's, I, I used to do the show Epic Chef on mm -hmm. the channel where it was like competitive. And we brought in like a couple celebrity or, you know, actually online guest judges and had people compete in cooking. And uh, this Tuesday at 4 p.m., we're just going to go live from like 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, it should be, I, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I haven't done Epic Chef in like five years. And I modeled this whole thing to be like modeled after WWE, like WWF in a weird way. And I, I made mm -hmm. it like really internet and ridiculous. So it's not like Chopped Ryan Chef, but like we have like, uh, like one matches the fidget spinner dinner. And it's like we have two chefs like competing and, and they have a fidget spinner and like when the fidget spinner stops spinning they have to spin it again so they're basically <laughs> only cooking once the like when the fidget spinner is spinning and if it stops spinning they have to stop touching and go spin the fidget spinner again very very stupid we also have the high stakes <laughs> match and the high stakes match was like modeled after a ladder match from wrestling so we have like two of our guys are are competing cooking and the ingredient is steak but like it's literally the high stakes match because it's the 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 main event and they have to climb a ladder to get to their grill to cook the steaks. So the steaks are literally going to be high off the ground. So it's going to be the high stakes match. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Oh, I'm glad to see you've embraced the pun. I, yeah. I take back what I said about the genius. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the most genius thing. So, do you have any other uh, pun-related challenges for people? No, the first, the first match. Good? The first match, we have two people that don't know how to cook. They're gonna go live, one v one with like you know secret ingredients. And the second match is two people that do know how to cook, and that's the fidget spinner dinner. And then the main event is two cast members from Epic Meal Time, and they're doing the high stakes match where they are literally gonna be cooking steaks high up. And <laughs> are you a pretty good? Are you are you pretty competent in your cooking ability now? Not I'm like shit. the you know, John, I'm sorry, what? I'm shit at cooking. No, really? I thought you no way. Good. You no. have great equipment. I know my I know the recipes for the handlets that I host, but like Epic Meal Time, I'm I'm not hands on at all. Huh. Yeah. Like, are you are you a good cook, Dick? Like, oh. do you cook for yourself? No, God, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is about cooking that i can't do it's i think it's the impatience and the instructions and like as soon as i start reading the instructions i just got a voice in my head saying like no 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 you gotta you gotta do it your own way you gotta add your own, <laughs> you gotta add your own spin to boiling water um, now they say cook to 180 i'm a 140 kind of guy i think that's fine you know? <laughs> i resent reading the instructions is what it is and then it seems like so much ever, work like yeah i get done with it i eat it and i think i feel like i wasted all my time that's where i am like i i, I like really? eating meals that are hard to prepare 
But I can't imagine putting like 40 minutes of work into a meal. That yeah. seems like it. Like that's the, not even, the payoff's not there. Yeah, that's like some things literally take like, you know, you, you start it and be like, got to check on this in two and a half, three hours. It's yeah. like a whole day devoted basically to that. Uh, you know what? You, uh, usually okay. the payoff is pretty awesome, but then you're also like cleaning up after and everything you use, oh. you have to clean it. I don't know. I feel like the food. I feel like the food always wins. Like it, the more time it takes me to make, then it it beat me somehow. And, so uh, you're all about quick meals, flavorless chicken and and brown rice. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Have you, Woody? You talk about having George Foreman chicken at your house for dinner. <laughs> I've had. I I bought a George Foreman grill my sophomore year of college and made two chicken breasts on it and of course it's entirely drained of flavor and fat that little bit that chicken has by the time you get it and cutting into that and taking a bite of it was like i imagine like fucking gladiators ate shit that tasted had more flavor like in their gruel like there's george foreman's grill does nothing but cook the flavor out of things it, just, it has it been the core of my diet bland. for five months now like the since george april foreman 15 grill? yeah I've lost 23 pounds. Because <laughs> George Foreman. But see, that it, was not, it wasn't good. It was, oh, <laughs> but it's oh no. No, it, it's just what I eat now. My, my um, standards are keep going down. And, and, and in truth, there's a certain snobbiness to my attitude, too. Like, like, I'll see actual good food and be like, huh, I wouldn't eat that. You know, that's for fat people. And... Uh, <laughs> I made a cooking video on my channel when Modern Warfare 3 or Modern Warfare 2 was out. And it was, everybody hated that game so much that the video was just me cooking a, a copy, a disc copy of Modern Warfare 2 and adding spices and shit to it in the pan and turning it up real hot. I did not anticipate that when you, when you very highly cook a CD, like, and you stand too close to it, your nose has a really, really awful sensation. For a few days afterward from the, the stuff <laughs> that you've inhaled. Yeah. So if you, you do not want to breathe in the colorful side of an Xbox 360 disc, believe you All me. Right, it's, it's ancient history now, so I'll ask. You used to have a video on your channel, and I think it was your girlfriend cooking in lingerie. Does this sound right to you? Whoa. Yes. What? Yeah, it this was. It was. Which girlfriend was it? Was it the, the one this, that was on was, PKA or, or yes. from before her? No, oh, it, was it was her. the one that was on PKA. Yep. Yeah, okay. and uh, it, I uh, I privated that one or took it down or something a while ago. Oh, years years ago, that you privated it. it <laughs> <laughs> What's the was, uh, You know what? It, this video. It, it was up. It was up for one minute before I got like the YouTube email notification of like your video has been demonetized, and I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, that one got a good reception because and because the cake she cooked looked and smelled. I imagine oh, right. delicious. Yeah, I remember the and cake. The cake, we'll see. But it, it wasn't. <laughs> the cake was good, made... but it was it was more the uh, it was more the very sexy lingerie. Oh, of a beautiful this. woman. She's wearing that. She's was... wearing she's wearing underwear and she cooks a cake, and then she sits on the cake and farts on it. <laughs> cake farts. Uh, no, that was that was a video I did not upload. Oh, but uh, yeah, That's the, cake the other farts. one, the other one was good. You know, That's it funny. turns out that you really that nobody even pays attention to the cooking if there's a beautiful woman in lingerie, <laughs> and like everybody liked the part. Cake. Yeah. 
Everybody so, really liked the part where she bent over to get the cake out of the oven. And so, you know, that was probably the peak viewership of that. Anyways, that link us or stop talking about it. Now, if I can find it again, I will. You know exactly where it is. You know exactly how to get it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send that to you. That'll be on your watch list right after, a, right after a deer fighting someone and whatever the fuck else is on your list now. <laughs> Burning man sex tapes. Sex tapes, yeah. Burning man sex tapes. I mean, I bet there's like oh, a yeah. whole category of festival sex tapes that you can go to online. I bet that's what you look at before you go to festivals, Dick, right? You get yourself in the thought process of, oh, yeah, look at these gals. Yeah, this if there's any wrong. pictures there, I don't want to go. That's the worst part. It's like, come, 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 everybody, get the cameras away. Get the, get the cameras away because you're starting to make everybody realize that this is real life and that there's consequences to it. Fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rea Being reminded that consequences exist is a huge buzzkill. Yeah. Like, it ruins any party. It doesn't help you get laid. No, especially the ones that in the middle of the day. I, Where is I, Burning I, Man? I, like Nevada? I, I, yeah, I used to have, I used ahead, to have Arlie, parties where people would come over or, or things like that. And I, I would like take cell phones and like keep them in an area. It's a good idea. Like shoes just to off make it so people are sociable. Your yeah, it's, it's literally no, no. So that no one talks about the shit that's going down. Harley can throw a party. I went to a Harley party in Vermont, and I had to excuse myself. Uh, one, it was just inappropriate for a married person to be there. And two, <laughs> like I didn't want to be like, I don't know, some asshole sitting on the couch not participating, like behaving myself. Like nobody wants that stick in the mud there. So I just disappeared into the into the room. But a girl put a cigar in another girl's butt. There was a girl making orgasm sounds down there, and I like I wonder like I'm like what's going on out there? She was clearly making orgasm sounds, and I to this day have no idea. Like, was she goofing? Was she like? I, I well, don't know what happened. Was there a, like a, a tennis court downstairs or anything? It was a uh, it was like a ski lodge, right? So oh. downstairs there was like yeah, you know, big thick wooden furniture and couches and stuff. And, yeah, uh, I've, and we, I've heard from from Kyle as well that Harley throws throws a real rager. And I but there's another part about me that if someone if I went to a party and someone was like, hey, put your cell phone in here. Like I would I would appreciate very much the thought of like, oh, yeah, nobody's going to talk about what we're doing here. Also, we're going to be very social. We're not going to have, you know, you know, mm -hmm. enclaves of people just looking at their phone. But also, like you do have a thought of like, is this guy going to murder me? Like well, is this is it, this preventative? It's, it's it's a scenario where it's not like at a party with like thirty people. It's like you know eight people, and you're all in the same room, and they're over there. You see your phone. You you can go over and look at it and stuff like that, but just not. It's just not chilling, you know. No one's like. Yeah. Mm. And you're like, what are you doing over there? What are you doing that? <laughs> I'll never know what happened at that party. Or the guy who's on his phone. I told you. A girl put a cigar attention. in another girl's butt. I told you. Did someone smoke the cigar after? No. Oh, well, that's <laughs> good. The, it, was a, um, it was a ski resort. And we went in the winter. And I went skiing. And the girls brought multiple bikinis <laughs> for the parties. That's what Probably they Probably a hot tub, right? Uh, I don't know. No, that was party attire for these girls. They, yeah, they were dimes and they dressed in bikinis and partied. You know, I uh, eighty percent 
of bikinis that are purchased never see the water. Really? I like I either saw that on the internet or I made it up. But it's <laughs> both reliable. I, it's both of those be could be close. the exact same thing. Where like whether you made it up or saw it on the internet, they could both be false. It's one of those things that sounds right though, huh. right? That, that sounds pretty right because a lot of the, a lot of women buy really nice bikinis and you'll see them in these bikinis lounging out and then you'll be you know oh, hey yeah. let's, let's get in the pool and I then they the disappear pool. for yeah. a minute and they come back in some ratty bikini by comparison and it's like you you have a show bikini and a swimwear bikini I don't know I just can't imagine it thank God nobody yeah, wants to look about, at my body that much what about bonobo monkeys would they, if you give them a bikini <laughs> would they just sit out by the side of the pool. Have we tested that? No, no. It's the, funny that we use and run to the truck section of Toys R Us. Yeah, it, it, it's just funny. Love. It's funny that we used bonobos as a, a, an illustration before being like, see, the females play with the dolls, the males play with trucks, and it's also like, yeah, and they all fuck each other. Like the families fuck each other. They all fuck each other. The the men fuck the men and 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 the boys and the and the daughters and the moms, and it's like it's like a crazy orgy. And we're like, look at that. Boys going for the truck, the girls going for the the doll, just like you know, and it's like, yeah, but everybody's sucking that monkey's dick. So like, there's way more at play here than than what we're. I, there's definitely more more at play than the. I mean, I've to be fair, I've watched a lot of monkey videos. I'd put my monkey watching video history on the internet up against the aggregate of your three, and I would come out handily, handily. In favor. <laughs> I've watched every monkey. I, I watched so many monkey videos. It. It's goddamn ridiculous. But what is the attraction is to monkeys for you? So I, I know a I guy who's also really into monkeys, and I never got it. Me too. I, I'm I'm into monkeys also. I think they're cool and they're neat. And when I was uh, when I was two years old, it's honestly like my first memory that is in my head that solidified. When I was two years old, I was obsessed with gorillas and chimpanzees and monkeys. And I loved yeah. watching everything on TV about them. I had so many monkey toys that my second birthday, it was the second or third, one of them, my, my parents rented a monkey man to come to my birthday with two young chimpanzees, <laughs> uh, Kirby and Kimmy. Yes, those were their names, Kimmy and Kirby. They could have uh, clawed little, your little face off. And little girl. I, I realized that I didn't have that knowledge. And my parents apparently didn't even fucking... Well, they, they couldn't people that wasn't around. Today. But uh, they could have gone to the library and looked it up, I guess. <laughs> but um, they brought monkeys to my birthday party. They let them out of the cages. And I remember just... just a, a, The first time in my life, ecstasy. Euphoria. <laughs> Seeing these monkeys just doing playful things. Like, I'd already opened my presents. And so, like, Kirby, the young male monkey, I, like, handed him one of my, my presents. And he, like, looked at it and examined it and dropped it. And I'm like, oh, he's, like, thinking about playing with it. And then uh, I got a little Kawasaki. You know, those little tiny four-wheeler things that kids sit on and, nee, and you go, you know, like, two miles an hour. I was riding that around, you know, as the monkeys were dancing and having a good time. Kimmy... That cunt monkey, she comes over, knocks me off of my Kawasaki, and drives it away. I actually, I, I, I call my girlfriend cunt monkey, by the way. It's just funny <laughs> to hear you say that in real life, because like it's a cute na nickname I have. Cunt monkey, but anyways, continue. <laughs> so this was cute, huh? Just a, this was a cunty monkey, not an endearing one in any way. So for the rest of the party... I basically had to do the phone thing before these, you know, smartphones are even around where I'd be playing with 
Kirby. And then when Kimmy would come around, I'd be like, oh, don't look at Kimmy. Don't look oh, Just play with something <laughs> else. Pretend, you know, let her have the Kawasaki. And I don't know why that didn't traumatize me into not liking monkeys. If anything, it just made me like them more. You got I'm bullied really just, by the monkey? I got bullied by one of the monkeys. The other yeah. one was super fun. And so, oh, you know, it wasn't too bad. If anything, it taught me, you know, a little bit of character. When a, when a monkey pushes you off your Kawasaki, what do you do? You go play with your other monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I love I love monkeys because it's just, it's uh, they're, they're so interesting because it's so, it, like there's just so many things where you're like, wow. Like I saw a, a Bonobo video where it's like, uh, they put one in a cage and he's in a cage and he's there. And then they have another one and they put all of this food in the middle of that cage that is access accessible by another bonobo. So one of them is locked up and in an adjacent cage is a pile of food and the other bonobo can go in. The other bonobo would go in and use this like kind of like somewhat like advanced mechanism to open the other door for the other bonobo. Even if it was a stranger bonobo, he would go and open it and open the door and then they would split the food. And they always did that. They always shared. And if there are like closest relative, I it, it's interesting. And 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 you think of them, and you think of us. Like they're the one, I believe, the one ape that doesn't kill. Like they don't have any violence in their culture or their 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 society. They do solve a lot of stuff by fucking. You're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's interesting. It's interesting just to be like, it's like, you know, it's, you know, maybe you know, ideally we could be more like bonobos, you know, split the food, open the cage. Uh, is it a boy or is it a girl? It doesn't matter. Fuck them. It'd be more fun to be like a gorilla, to <laughs> be like, like running gorilla, <laughs> you know, like that's that's the grand poobah of of monkey town, in my opinion, is the wild silverback. That's got that harem of bitches who know exactly what they need to be doing to keep that guy's attention. And all he has to do all day, all that dude has to do all day is yeah. be on the lookout for adolescent smaller gorillas. And then if they wander too close, you just go and use your gorilla strength and beat the shit out of them and probably tear their balls off because that's 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 uh, nature. That's what they do. Uh, yeah, that's what I would want to be. I wouldn't want to be a bonobo. Uh, chimpanzees do. And... Gorillas, I'm sure they do as well. Like all primates are, are pretty vicious in a lot of ways. Like if you fucked with the bonobo, literally it could pulling fuck you the up. testicles off. I, I yeah. saw. Uh, I yeah, saw that, a there's, video. there's uh, multiple videos of chimpanzees doing that. There's a video where a uh, a chimpanzee wanders into the uh, the territory of a rival gang, and it's almost like a movie where you know. And of course, like David fucking Attenborough is is reading about it and describing it with no sense of wonderment. Or, or interest like when, when you're watching a monkey tear another monkey apart you should be like oh he's, he's ripping his testicles off look at that his fingers fucking gone and david attenborough just sits there and talks about the wondrous trees and bugs experiencing this. It's, it's just i don't i don't know he bothers me in some ways but Ch basically Chimpanzees. this monkey ran in all the other monkeys descended as a horde mad max style pulled him down and the main monkey grabs his balls and just rips them off and then they all start digging into the monkey in the way that zombies do where they just kind of put their fingers like this on the stomach of the monkey and tear it open and start where eating is this thing this mm. is youtube uh no but where did it happen <laughs> oh 
I have no idea. Fucking Botswana. I, I, I don't know. Like so wherever. Crazy. Uh, chimps wherever are chimps are apparently is. like four times stronger than your average male. Yep. They're like, like so, infinitely stronger. And it's just crazy because they're like, you know, infinitely. half your size. See, it's mythological now. No, it's, it's it's true. Think about it. It's 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 muscle density. Yeah. It's and like, uh, leverage. Their arms are much longer than ours. Like their their forearm. And I watched some video that explained for some reason like the that torque. I don't I don't know some physics word. Whatever they get from that long arm really contributes <laughs> to that too. Very very strong. I saw a video strong. of uh, of uh, silverback gorillas and they were in a line and they were just kind of going. And they were like in the jungle and there was a couple of photographers taking their pictures right nearby. And one of the apes was walking by one of the gorillas and it literally casually grabbed one of the photographers and kept going and literally dragged him 10 feet like he was nothing. And the photographer <laughs> was just lying there getting dragged. And apparently it's like it's it's their demonstration every now and then when we get really close that they're like, you know, I could fuck you up. Right. Yeah. Okay, just sit, think think about that for a second. And they like left him there. I saw a tiger do that, yeah. and um, it wasn't. It was a um, tourist at a zoo. I, I wish I had the words for it. This tiger, he like bit the guy from the back of the neck, and he dragged him as he walked. The tiger's stride didn't change. The tiger's neck, he wasn't like, you know, dragging it, like struggling with it. It was like he had picked up a small branch and a oh, dog was bottle. playing fetch. It's like yeah, he picked like it up a tree, no problem. Yeah, this guy, and I think he broke into like a little gallop or something with the human dragging. It was a smallish guy, you know, call him 145 pounds, but it was nothing to this tiger. And that was very impressive. That tiger was See, stupid strong. Thing I could take about him, but. animals having superhuman strength is that you just compare. Let's talk about uh, core competencies. You know, yeah. the core competency <laughs> of a human being. I can Sudoku around anything in the animal <laughs> kingdom. I, I haven't I've done I've done one Sudoku in my whole life, put the most difficult one in the world in front of me and put the most simple one in the world in front of any creature in the animal kingdom. And I will blow it out of the water. That's our core competency. We, we see patterns and we solve problems better than anything else in our own way. Meanwhile, like we're weak as fuck. The strongest human being, Brock Lesnar. If he had to fight a female chimp that weighed a third of him, that chimp would fucking kill him. It wouldn't be close. It wouldn't be like, man, Brock really got a good switch. No, no. You know what happens when you hit a human being in the face? They go, oh, fuck, I need to weigh options here. You know what ha happens when you punch a monkey in the face? It goes, oh, I don't know what to do other than to tear scrotum and eyes from face and groin. Like it doesn't <laughs> know anything else to do. So it's just... That's what I'm impressed by with animals is like they're so much more impressive in their physicality than us, even though we could be bigger, we could be taller, lankier. doesn't fucking matter. A little tiny monkey or a little sea creature like they're so much stronger than us because they have to be like imagine a monkey out there with the upper body strength of homo sapiens. You think we could scurry up into fast enough? Fucking fat chance. Every time, no every time he swings from branch to branch, he'd be like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> if it just had like a regular human upper body <laughs> you do that with like like rocks and stuff too like imagine if i punch this rock there's no way that it that it would <laughs> be able to take this boulder <laughs> i mean but yeah that's all right that's, that's, that's that rock's core competency you know yeah <laughs> i'm gonna try to fight this wave coming in i wouldn't stand a chance <laughs> 
I mean, it, okay. Well, when you put it like that, then it sounds stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's just neat. Man versus car. Although your your exact your exact analogy, if you took it, but we first have to have to run a fifteen mile marathon, then every other animal loses to you instantly. Mm, that rock because once be you put them in a room, like they go to sleep because they can't help it. And we have runners high and are ready to fight and stomp them into the ground. Like, yeah. not only are we problem solvers, but we have the best endurance on the planet. Yeah, there's another that one true. that's close. I forget what it is. Is it the one? Uh, let me, I'll, I'll Google it. I'm really curious now. Our fine motor skills are better than anything else far and away. Like, uh, that's the thing with chimps. They don't have any fine motor skills. They're like all or nothing with every movement. What are you looking up, Woody? Monkey facts? I want to know what the best running animals are. I think it's uh, probably well, us and then horse. A, a cheetah. I'm going to go with sled dog, although I'm not sure. Wait, for endurance? Yeah, it it's us and then horses. A camel. Right? A camel. Yeah, camel's better. Better than a camel is a pronghorn antelope. Sure. Uh, that was better than a camel. Really? Yeah, actually, uh, equal to a prong hair <laughs> antelope is an ostrich, and that's where it ends. An ostrich would fuck you up. Remember you were saying, Woody, yeah. that you wouldn't lose a fight to whatever? An ostrich would fuck you up. An ostrich Set it would up. beat the shit Joe Lozon's octagon. Fight me at PAX. You're right here, ostrich. You fucking fight Woody at PAX, or he's going to make a diss track on you and KSI. <laughs> 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 I would pay I would pay $100 for a YouTube live event where you fight an ostrich. Oh, my God. I, 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 I wouldn't consider buying the Mayweather fight at all because I just don't care. I'll watch the series of gifts for free the following day. But this uh, right here, that you fighting an ostrich, I'd pay $200 and if I could get a front row seat to this 30-second bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you die. You actually die. What weapons does an ostrich have? Head. Head and Beak neck and claws. Head and neck. It's a whip. You're getting headbutt. You're getting headbutt so many times. Oh, who's to say he's not getting headbutted? I have a head. <laughs> I have a neck. <laughs> who's that's, that's, bad, that's bad for you. <laughs> I just don't get why people are so low on the like predator list in this in this world how, of yours. We're, you we're, we're like quick. top. We're like top twenty. Woody, how, top, how big do you 50. think an ostrich is? I, uh, six foot eight inches. Oh. Uh, six eleven to nine foot two. Nine what? foot, nine foot. Oh, that's I a big bird. bird. <laughs> that's a big bird. <laughs> that's that's making all of our asses. <laughs> if all four of us tried to fight a nine foot two bird, there would be four dead men laying in the dust minutes later. And that's only if someone made the ostrich keep fighting back. Hopefully it only kill one or two of us and then get bored. I'm jumping on the back. I'm going right to like straddle the neck and weigh the whole head down onto the ground. That's what I'm going to, I, I think I'm probably faster than at least one of you. And so I'm going to bank on that. I think once, once I'm holding the head and I'm weighing the head down, you guys each sweep the legs at the knee or the ankle, like break that shit. Once it can't stand, we're fucking, we're eating ostrich for dinner. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> we can do this. 
We should do this. We should do this. We have to. We have to fucking kill an ostrich together on YouTube. We got to take YouTube back from the drama. <laughs> how uh, how fucking oh can you imagine the news story and how much hate and how big of a story that would be of four white guys bought an ostrich and as a joke <laughs> fought it to the death as a YouTube video? Oh my god, like uh, we'd have to go on CNN. Lion dude. The Kickstarter. <laughs> Yeah, they because at least the dentist lion dude, they'd be like, well, you know, actually this Cecil the lion, they purchased him and it, and it ended up being good for the the reserve. Oh, is is that kind of the same thing those four guys on YouTube did with the ostrich? No, no, they broke into a zoo and escaped with it. Like, no, <laughs> like because like, you can't order it offline. Probably you probably yeah. can. Woody wanted the little one. Turns out that was the you know, like a recent mother. Yeah. Drug it's it like uh, like a, my dad. Me and my dad bought a zoo meets Fight Club. We just have a fake zoo and get all these animals in that we need to fight for some reason. It's um, just honest, for fun. It, that's just an excellent movie in itself. These guys <laughs> just buy a zoo to start an underground animal fight yeah. club. Pay, pay yeah. if you ever wanted to. You ever wanted to fight an animal? Now you can do it. That's exactly what. Like I've I've said. A million times, if I was a multi-multi-billionaire, I'd buy professional football teams and professional baseball teams and make them play ice hockey against each other and things like that. But I would also buy zoos up, you know, willy-nilly and make huge animal fights. Like, gorilla versus fucking, I don't care, a horse. It doesn't matter. I, I'm rich. I can do whatever I want. I can throw whatever I want in there. Throw a person in there. Do you ever think about that? Your own gladiatorial games with animals? I think about it twice no. a day. No. no, I do think about. I, I, I do think about if I had a if I had a time machine. People are always like, "Oh yeah, you go back and and kill Hitler or whatever." I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't want to fuck with with anything. I watch too much Star You're Trek and, and I'm and I'm way too aware uh, aware about the the Prime Directive. I wouldn't fuck with anything or touch anything or do anything other than I would go and attend some good old fashioned Roman death matches. And I would go watch like, you know, one guy versus a lion or five lions versus a tiger or chariot races where people are burning each other and stuff. And uh, and I would just take that moment in, a, in to appreciate, you know, living today. I yeah. know the relative times of like when the hot company was like I could buy IBM and then Microsoft and then Cisco and then probably Apple or Google, and I would be so rich. Just that's what I would do. <laughs> but the fun so part isn't filthy. thinking about making the money, because of course, if you go back, if you put any of us back in time five years from now, and then fast forward again, we're all going to be inordinately wealthy because it oh, doesn't take a. In ton my of dreams, I, I feed this information to young me. Somehow get my father's trust and make the whole family just like stupid fucking rich. Throughout my whole life. You know what I imagine happening is I would be back in time setting the groundwork from my animal fighting arena. And then a version of me <laughs> with a cyborg eye would appear and be like, you know, not of what you do. And then, you know, whisk me back to the fucking future. <laughs> or something like that. But, oh, man. Uh, that, would, that would be fun. Snakes versus all sorts of birds. But the bird's wings are clipped to make it a little more fair. That sucks. The bird has nothing. No, no, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, because the bird has <laughs> hollow bones. No, but I, 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 I blind the snake as well. 
No, give the snake wings. This is like this is like saw, but for animals. Like that's, that's a sick thing understand. that you're doing. I'm an, I'm an animal lover. Clipping the birds' wings and fighting them ten at a time. This is what you do with a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I would do. They'd be like, uh, you know, Taylor, like a lot of people are still dying at ALS. And I'd be like, oh, oh, how about you go get yourself a big cup of ice water and take care of that? I, I got a lot of monkeys over here I'm going to fight. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'd be doing. Uh, and you guys are just saying, you're just honest enough to admit it. No. <laughs> I totally wouldn't do that. I mean, you can go watch animals fight right now. You can just go outside or go into the He's wild. Out of videos. <laughs> you don't need billions of dollars. To deliver, no, but I, I, I can walk around Missouri, and as long as I want, I'm never going to find a monkey fighting something of interest. I'll find skittish deer, maybe getting attacked by a black bear. Like it wouldn't be as fun. How is many black like, bears does it take to kill a brown bear? That's not a riddle. It's a it's a it's a feature film. It's, a, my, it's my, Michael Vick <laughs> went through everything you're describing, but just yep. dogs. But everything you're yeah, saying, he was Michael Vick and Taylor no, I wouldn't do it with dogs. <laughs> Now, doing it with dogs is cruel. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't think of that. <laughs> right, because your mind, your imagination has been so limited thus far that you well, wouldn't even think of a dog. We all have limits. You know, I, I wouldn't do it. To, I do. Oh, my God. Cats all day. Yeah. Yeah. Cats, cats hate you and they hate your friends and they hate your family. They like I've never met a cat or that's not true. I've met one cat ever. That was actually chill and cool and likable and more dog-like. All the rest have been horrible. Cat is that it's like a dog. Well, uh, apparently, say that. Apparently, cats, from what I understood, like in like ancient Egypt, they were scavengers that went through your garbage, and that's how they survived as scavengers. But they soon came to realize that if they rubbed up on a human's leg and purred. And like did cute things that they would get better food than what was in the garbage and they would actually get fed. So cats are like, you know, like uh, hundreds of generations of manipulators. Like they're yeah. they're literally like they're apparently their 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 meow is like a, a, an imitation of a baby's cry. And a lot of their mannerisms were picked up off of manipulating humans by being cute to get better food rather than to scavenge for it. Apparently, that's what I heard. Makes a lot of way. sense because they're all dickheads. I read a similar thing about um, there's this, I don't know what the, it's called, like Westing's, Westinghouse syndrome or something like that that humans get where they will act like puppies do when they see you. Like they'll act like a, they'll act like a human, you know, not like a, not like a furry, but they're just like really excited to engage with everyone. And they're they always got a big smile on their face. It's a real thing. It's a real genetic disorder. But then someone was saying that somewhere along the line, 100,000 years ago, a, a bunch of dogs got that, and those a bunch of wolves got that, and those are the ones that became dogs. And all dogs are just like wolves that happen to get that and treat us like that. Well, if, if you come across a wolf like that and then breed that wolf, you know what I mean? Because you're yeah. like, well, that, that wolf's a cool dude. He's happy to see us. He's a friendly one. Oh, this one yeah. too. Like. Let's make more like I even look at like I looked at a, a document. It was dogs from 100 years ago. And it was like a picture of like a German shepherd 100 years ago and now. And it's like the version Crazy. of it now is like pitiful compared to what it was. Even like 
like not such noble dogs, like a wiener dog is considerably more capable a hundred years ago. Yeah. But we, we buy into the like helpless and cute aspects like, Oh, look how like droopy its ears are. And look how it's like belly is rubbing against the ground. It's short legs. Look how and we so, bred like, it to have sleep apnea. We like buy into these like bad dogs that are like cuter and it, it creates them. So I, I can imagine like, it just seems like one of those logical things that like, you know, a wolf had this condition and then they were just, you know, you, you kind of like take over evolution in a way. I want a pet skunk. I would love a pet skunk. I would love a domesticated skunk with no, no stinkiness, which is apparently they have like 20th generations domesticated skunks. With like their stink glands removes and like their their pets. Why you want a skunk? They're yeah, they're cool looking. They're cool. I actually, I would love a raccoon also. Like raccoons have, they have five fingers. They have hands. I don't know if it's yeah. five, but they have a thumb. I think they have four. And it's like really a crazy. I saw this. I saw this video on Instagram, and it was like a raccoon running up to like these three cats are eating their food during like feeding time and this raccoon kind of walks in between them and they're all like, whoa, what the fuck? And he's there like, chill, chill. Like he's got his hands, literally he's like, relax. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And he like grabs their food and he's looking at them and like, he like dunks it in the water and then he like can eat it faster because it's squishy. So like, instead of like crunching it, like and taking time, he's just like, <laughs> And he's like looking at them like, you like that shit? And he's like taking the food and like shaking it in the water to make it squishy and eating it faster. And then she notices the woman who's holding the camera, the raccoon does. And he's like, what the fuck? And he like backs up slowly. And then like he slowly walks back to the, the cats and once again takes like a huge handful and then just books it with the food. Like just books it right out of the garage, like running on his hind legs. And I'm like, I, I wish I had one of these just because, like, the amount of trouble it would get in, just the fact that it'll walk on its hind legs and has, like, hands, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to teach it to roll me joints at that point. Dude, it's the exact same thing as, like, owning a monkey, owning a raccoon. Like, in idea, you might think, oh, that'd be super cool. I could be like, hey, Jimbo, go grab me a beer or whatever. But in reality, you look away for one second and this raccoon or this monkey is going to be causing mayhem. And it can pick up items and spill shit and knock over candles or whatever it, the fuck it, else. It can shit in its hand and throw it at you and get you. And it will shit in its hand and throw it at you if you upset it. They're not tactful animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Monkeys have terrible asses and ball sacks. That's, uh, mean, that's the thing that I don't like when I look into like, oh, if I bought a monkey, and I never would, like, I, I'd buy a capuchin, like an organ grinder monkey, and then I look them up, <laughs> and because, no, 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 they're very smart. And, you guys and just want to live in like a Dunstan check fit spinoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where everyone gets their monkey like, love from. I only care about animals if I'm telling a woman I like dogs, and then I'm like, I, it's just something I got to feed every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like... Uh, yeah, you're right. It is kind of Dunstan checks in. <laughs> Ask. I haven't watched that movie in fucking 20 years. But <laughs> when looking back on it, that Dunstan checks in movie, as a kid, I'm like, why is everybody raining on the parade? It's just a monkey and a kid hanging out in a hotel. And looking back, it's like, God, like those poor people, like someone could have been hurt. But <laughs> that monkey throwing silverware in the goddamn lobby and, and attacking bellhops. Can you imagine the fear of a bellhop paying, getting paid five forty an hour at that time and a goddamn chimp comes traipsing at you with anger in its eyes? Like, no. No, like, you're not going to lose your nutsack for this. 
they, you know, maybe that movie is what ingrained in me a very unhealthy, uh, a very unhealthy idea of what I'm, monkey companionship you, is all about. You should I'm, see all those old. They have all these old videos from like 1950s TV shows where they have like monkeys dressed up in clothing and they're like scaring them by dropping tons of bananas from off camera, like on the ceiling. And the monkeys are dressed in humans' clothing, smoking cigarettes, like screaming and like jumping around and freaking out. And it's like somewhat made into like a TV show and you're just like these fucking monkeys are tortured right now. Like they are tri- <laughs> that all one hates ties. Like, yeah. All they want to do is like fuck each other and eat their own shit. And instead <laughs> we're dressing them up and like putting cameras in their face and lights and stuff. And a lot of them have perpetually visible dicks, which is not something you want in a pet. Like the capuchin thing. Like I looked him up and I saw like from, from here up, it's like, man, that just looks like a normal little monkey doing fun things. Cause they're smart like enough to learn asshole. Tasks. But then you see lower, and its dick is just like a a twig off the side of a small tree that's just like sticking straight up at all times with its goofy head. And it's like, I cannot at any point be like, "Uh, you know, come, Samson, and like hit my legs, and then he bounds up there. Like, no, it's going to be a dick right in my face. I guess Woody was had enough of monkey talk. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just had this realization, Taylor, that you've probably had the like the insane, weird fantasies that we always have, just idly going around. You've probably dreamed at one point, sitting in traffic, that like a circus train would break down or crash, and that all the animals <laughs> would just get out and fight. <laughs> like you'd be able you were there at ground zero to see who the real highlander of the circus was like was oh. it the giraffe whipping his head around was it like a walrus oh, using its giraffe beat, a giraffe beats a lion That's what I'd like yes <laughs> a, yes a there's a video of a lion, that. by the way there's a video of it yeah i was surprised about that because you see lion king <laughs> you see the lion king and the and the, the lion rules everything the mm-hmm. lion rules over all and like giraffes are just an extra in the lion king but then you google that shit and it's like if a lion is going to attack a giraffe he's desperate or she's desperate and they're doing it like four or five of them and they're probably going to get stomped and headbutt and fucked up and that's what happens they get trampled giraffes just kick them and trample them what you said dick there's nothing i could imagine i would gladly sit in traffic for hours if it meant that i was the one with windows rolled up, preferably, next yeah. to the circus truck that breaks down. And then the fucking, you know, gay German guy who runs it has to get out and be like, oh, no, Rutherford and, and Ian are fighting. Keep them apart. And then they fucking have to do their thing. Like that. I would love to see and not a giraffe and, uh, and a lion, because to Harley's point, that'd be a quick one. But I'd, I'd really I'd like to see someone else in traffic get out and be like, now what's going on here? And then fucking boom, evil yeah. to the face. Or something. Like a, yeah, like a guy's coming back from a Raiders game who are drunk and then like a circus <laughs> breaks down. Like, that's it. We got a fucking riot. Like the, L, like the LA Lakers riots just spilling over into a circus train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, animal talk. Well, I guess... Uh, we should call it a show. We've been going for a while. Dick and Harley, or I guess Harley first. Where can everybody find your shit? Um, uh, YouTube.com slash Epic Mealtime. Like I said, we're going to be live August 15th at 4 p.m. It's going to be really cool when we do Epic Chef, online competitive cooking. And uh, at Harley Plays is my uh, account for Instagram, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, I guess. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, Harley Morenstein on YouTube. Oh, and you know what? I make I make I make a I made a really nerdy Instagram account called Young Toy Boy, spelled Y U N G. And I, I take uh, excellent photographs of my action figure collection and my collectibles. And I uh, I have quite the collection, and it's quite the uh, quite the nerdy Instagram account. If you were into that shit, I don't know, you might like it. Young Toy Boy. I'm actually talking to to you guys, Dick, Woody, and Taylor. I'm I'm saying for you guys to check out my account, Young Toy. I, Boy. I will check out Young Toy. You guys Boy. too, but all three of you guys. I heard Young Toy Boy. I was hoping it'd be very different. Yeah, I I mean, I honestly, I'm I'm happier with the way it went. <laughs> you thought it was like young toy boy like toys is in like uh like i'm putting together my own peg city yes that's right yeah, I mean. yeah or yeah so, you know, maybe, uh, yeah uh if you want to see an actual young toy boy go to dickshow.com <laughs> that's not where my site is my site is the dickshow.com <laughs> but uh, it was too cheap to buy the gay domain and so now they've really got me by the balls um, <laughs> as they'd like to do, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a legit site. Like some dude goes, this is what this is what the guy's into. I mean, it's right there, right in your face. Go, but go to thedickshow.com. Uh, Dick dot show also works. Patreon.com slash the Dick Show. Too you know, definitely check out Dick's podcast. I listen every week. It's excellent. Oh, you know, thanks. You gotta to, come on. String things on. Yeah, I should come on. I'll, I'll get your your info for it after this. Maybe I'll call in and leave a rage or something. Yeah, if but, you uh, like drama, definitely time. call in to definitely listen to this show because we stretch everything out. We've we've got guys boxing each other. They can't keep it in their pants long enough to promote their Trump sci-fi books or their <laughs> comedy. Uh, podcasts, whatever they got, but um, yeah, we we deal in a lot of drama. Yep. I can't knock it. It's an excellent show. I recommend it. Also, Harley, obviously, you guys all know that. And one final word from our friends at the Elder Scrolls. Introducing the Elder Scrolls Legends: Heroes of Skyrim, the latest from Bethesda. The Elder Scrolls Legends is a new mobile strategy card game that immerses games gamers in the dragons the world and the lore of an award-winning elder scrolls universe from building your deck to taking on foes in one of the game's three exciting modes every decision you make will require strategy and careful planning the elder scrolls legends is available for download globally on both android and ios devices today welcome travelers to the throat of the world you can also find nature box me undies and audible information links below uh, all wonderful wonderful sponsors that we love to have have on our show PKA episode. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 do. Hey, I, are we ever going to find out uh, if Turwin's Tyrion is a Targaryen? <laughs> do you guys? Are you guys going to have a pool on that? Like, can you gamble on that? Maybe we'll do that. That'll be. We'll talk about that on my show. We'll try to figure out if Turwin's Tyrion. Yeah, call me up for that episode. We will. We'll all be on there and talk about if Tyrion is a Targaryen. Oh, I feel like such an asshole now. now. 